everybody, welcome to the MinMax Awards from MinMax, a place about games, friends, and getting better. My name is Ben Hansen. Thank you for joining us on this big episode, perhaps the biggest of the year. I'm joined by Jana Garcia. Hello. Joined by Jacob Geller. It's the biggest of the year. I, Jacob, I am so excited for this. I was really, I was reading through my, like all my notes last night and just thinking like, I cannot wait to record this episode. This is, this is a lot to unpack for 2023. Uh, we're joined by Jeff Marquiafava. That's me. Kelsey Lewin. Ready to take the oath. Oh my God. Kyle Hilliard. <laughs> Present. Haley McLean. Hello. Haley, for the first time. Welcome. My first one. Thank you. Sarah Podzorski. Ben's not letting us pee. That's not true. Anybody can take a break whenever they want. Uh, also, you might have noticed uh, Leo Vader is not present on this episode due to a family emergency. So thank you to everybody for respecting that. Um, this episode of the MinMax show is all about the MinMax Awards. We have categories to go through celebrating the finest of gaming in 2023. These categories are Best Thing. Good and ambiguous. Dumbest thing biggest news the game we all agree is probably good but we didn't play it's a contentious category uh best character best moment and the greatest work of art of all time for 2023 that is what we're tackling in this episode uh thanks to you and your support we're able to build up this whole independent operation so thank you so much everybody for subscribing to our youtube channel if you're watching this on youtube you can always subscribe to the podcast version of the MinMax show it's not a patreon exclusive this is available in your favorite podcast app uh thank you for uh giving us a, a great year here we're, we're still slowly growing and that allows us to bring on people like Haley mclean to join us for the first time so thanks so much um also heads up some categories like best character best moment they do have some spoilers in them but here's our solemn oath to you um we have timestamps for all of the spoilers we are putting gates around any of the spoilery discussions in this episode so you can check out the timestamps if you want to skip spoilers for any specific thing all for your convenience so thank you so much for supporting this whole operation here uh the next two weeks of the min max show podcast are going to be all about the two tens where we're ranking truly the best games of the year some would say it's a top 20 other people say clearly two tens so that's gonna be coming up the next two weeks of the min max show in this main podcast feed but we're not skipping a single week over this whole holiday break so we're excited to jump in um now, you might have remembered that last year we took an oath. Um, to become Southern? <laughs> to become a little bit Southern and stumble over our words. Um, since Halo McLean is a video game IP lawyer, uh, we thought this year it'd be more appropriate if we all um, had to click I agree on an end user license agreement, which is her specialty. So uh, shout out to Haley for cooking up this uh, license agreement. I'll just, it's on the screen right Wait, now really? for YouTube uh, viewers if you want to check it out. I'll skim the basic Another idea, uh, acknowledgement, the parties here by acknowledge and agree. The parties are participating in the two tens and all surrounding discussions for the sole purpose of celebrating games. Any opinion given by a party during the two tens is valid. Everybody's opinions are weighed equally. This is not an exact science. We're just trying to measure everybody's passion. You will disagree with things on this list and we all agree that it's okay to disagree with each other and it's okay to disagree with people on the internet we all agree that 
uh, governing law, this agreement shall be deemed to have made and performed in all, shall be construed pursuant to the laws of the province of Nova Scotia, including the entire agreement's oh, severability. Nova Scotia? Uh, the party shall the agree, accept the terms of this. Wait, am I allowed to sign something for Nova Scotia? I don't know Scotia if I can if sign I've never yeah, been I, think I think, okay, um, I'm just going to sign it on behalf of everybody. Do I have an I agree for everybody for this Nova Scotia contract? I don't know Objection. Objection. Okay, I'm clicking I agree. Click, click. All right, we're locked I don't think in. This is legally binding. Yeah, I just have to say, I no. felt way more bound by the oath than I did by this EULA. <laughs> yeah. Haley, that we was full of legalese. Do you see what you've done to them? <laughs> there's not even that much legalese. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of legalese. <laughs> Haley, that was great. <laughs> it was great. It was great, <laughs> Haley. It was great, and we love it. And so that's why I'm putting it down on the list for best Put thing. Put it on your best is thing. Is Haley's contract. <laughs> All right, uh, let's start lobbing stuff out. I'll type it in here in this Google Doc. If you're listening to the audio version, the video version does have a big list so you can see exactly uh, what's happening here overall. But best thing in 2023, this can be a, it's a broad category. can be a specific mechanic, can be an overall concept. What tickled your all's fancy? Don't be shy. Please jump right in. Ascend. In the Legend yes, of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I had that one on my list too. I think yeah. that is a great Ultra choice. Hand in the Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. I'm okay. sensing a theme. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay, look, we'll put Ultra Hand. You know what? That was, I was going to say, yeah, don't not write it. <laughs> I'm, here's why I wasn't writing it. Um, too good. No, yeah. I I like greatest thing of all time as opposed to just 2023. I get you. I get you. I am leaning towards like I. Is it part of it? Because I just love the idea that they actually called it Ultra Hand. That Nintendo is leaning to its own history from, what, the 60s, Kelsey? 68. 68. And calling back to that toy like that, maybe that's part of the overall love of Ultra Hand for best thing, but it's just such a yeah, cool that's mechanic. That's almost as cool as being able to build anything you want. <laughs> Honestly, in my mind, those are equal. Uh, that type <laughs> of celebrating history. A terrible historian. Whoa, fake ass oh, gamer well, girl much? Sorry. Uh, all right, what do y'all like? What else is best thing? And can we attach to Ultra Hand the giant flaming penis man that was made in like the first day of Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom's existence? Yeah, maybe just Ultra True. Hand creations online. I, no, no, no. I think it was Jacob wrote. I, right I was one. specific. Yeah. Okay, dong, yeah. dong hand. He did not stutter. Mm, I no, think giant you flaming the, penis. You think man. You could say penis. Okay, it's medically penis. correct. Hand or man? Man. 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 Okay. That could be from any game. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> but it was from Tears of the Kingdom. It was from Tears of the Kingdom. It could have been Kingdom. from anywhere, but... It was from here. It was here. Um, Is it too broad to say shadow drops? Because we got, like, the best shadow drops. Hi-Fi Rush, mm, like, yeah. DLC shadow yes. drops. Maybe just Hi-Fi Rush shadow drop if I had to pick one. Yeah. But... I mean... Yeah, I mean, Psych Odyssey was also a shadow drop, but I like I like yeah. zooming it in a little bit. Hi-Fi Rush, shadow drop. Yeah, that Speaking was wonderful. Of that, just Psych Odyssey? I'm surprised you even said that yet, Ben. Well, that's for a different <laughs> It might be a statement for a different category. That's fair. I mean, I we think can't... I know what you mean, actually. It's yeah. the dumbest um, thing. His best moment versus best thing is the distinguishing factor, like, we're thinking moment in a game? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. I think that's um, a cleaner way to go about it. The Alan Wake performance at the TGAs. Mm, interesting. Mm. Oh, at the TGAs specifically. Yeah, specifically yeah. the TGAs. Because uh, one's, one's going into... Yeah, you already know. Ooh, <laughs> no. ooh. Wait, the TGAs? 
The Game Awards. Yeah, oh, I know you're the, right. The, Game the ATM, machine. ATM machine. Yeah. <laughs> we need to be very specific in particular. Um, I would throw in this category uh, Piano Vision VR. Okay. Which is uh, the Hello. greatest uh, piece of software available uh, for VR headsets, where it actually turns your real life piano into a Guitar Hero track, and notes come down through mixed reality. Us? No, it's just that good. <laughs> um, um, uh, in humanity, when you jump into the crowd and like climb up all of the people, okay. um, I just I just played it for the first time recently, but it's still it's sticking with me. It's yeah, good. It is really good. Um, in Final Fantasy 16, there is a specific counter you get from the from <laughs> Titan from the Rock yes, guy. That's yes. like one of the best feeling counters I've ever uh, used in a game. Hmm. Especially, and I would not understand this, but especially if you're a big old baby and you put like that a uh, special ring on that just like auto counters it, and then it's just the most satisfying simple game of all time. Uh, okay, Titan Counter, I love it. Uh, uh, how about uh, fast travel in Spider-Man Two? Yes, mm. the fact that you can pick like the intersection and then it just loads it in uh, instantly. Yep, I had that one as well with you in midair. Perfect. Uh, it is perfect. Gl- gliding in Spider-Man too. While we're on Spider-Man, oh themes. true. Web yeah. wings. That's what that's called, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Web wings in, and it is Marvel Spider-Man too. But we're gonna stick it Thank to the you. man by not typing it in there. Um, I've got a, a real freak one. Yeah. Um, the gore in Dead Island Two. What uh, about it? I think mm-hmm. might be the only time that game shows up on uh, this discussion at all. But like the gore system in that game is remarkable. Okay. I love it. Um, let's see. Oh, what about um, this is a little bit of just like the game itself, but what about just like the basic mechanic in Viewfinder? Putting a photo and then walking into it. Like, I was, was just going to say that, but yeah. like when yeah. you perfectly line it up perfectly, like you get it all lined up and then you drop it down and it, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm basic sure, mechanic in Viewfinder. It, I mean, that's kind of what it is. And we'll talk about it probably when we talk about Viewfinder, Viewfinder overall. The but, game. Yeah. Uh, uh, super long Mario in Mario Wonder. Mm, the, I think it's in the first mm, castle when the Wonder Seed makes you just extremely long and jumping feels really stupid and fun. Yep. <laughs> Should uh, there also be the Piranha Plant chorus I was going to say Mario Wonder. Piranha Is that a moment? I think that's a moment. Oh, dang, yeah, yeah, you're right. It feels more momenty. Yeah. Is momentous. I think we all agree. Um, this is a really... Uh, spe- ho- oh, please, Jeff, please. How about launching off of a tree in Chia? Yes. Specifically oh, rocking it and then launching. Yep. Rocking and, and the then The physics launching. feel a little wonky and and like I tighten up every time and then you always launch like way farther than than you probably should with, uh, with the mechanisms yeah. in play. But it's it's always very satisfying. Um, the way Ada Wong fights in Resident Evil 4 DLC. With the grappling hook? better she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the grappling hook. <And> Leon. <laughs> Ada Wong's grapple... And combat in RE4. Yeah, like that El Gigante fight with Ada is just so awesome. So it's fun. a mini Spider-Man campaign happening. Uh, Can you just RE4. put Leon Kennedy's shoulders underneath that, please? Shoulders? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. Can you put agree. Leon Kennedy's shoulders? Thank you. Yes. Shoulders? Shoulders. Oh, I'm, do you not shoulders? know what a woman wants, Ben? Shoulders yeah. is what women want? That wasn't in Bill Gibson's movie once. All right. Hey, <laughs> who am I to judge shoulders? Um, um uh, Dave the Diver cutscenes. Yes. Oh, great great pick. Yeah, I was going back through my notes of the entire year and I am alarmed how many times I wrote this is some of the best 
pixel 2d art i've ever seen in my life and like the dave the never oh, gets across multiple games yeah like, it just i feel like yeah, every yeah. time i would be like god this is wowing me somehow we mastered 2d animation and 2d pixel art in 2023 um, um there's a thing in sea of stars i really like where the backers got to put little monuments in and it's a space you can go to and just read all the monuments so some people did like loved one memorials or just oh, like wow. They're, this is for my best friend. And then if you paid more, they did like customized art for the statues. So it's like if you did a memorial for your pet, they like did a pixel art statue of your pet and put it no. in. And I can walk up and like look at it. And there was hundreds of them. Like I, yeah, I, I kept going up to see how many. And it was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. That's really good. I, and 100%ing that game involved the community finding one of those statues that you go into to get a very cool thing at the end of that game, which I don't know how they figured that out. That's awesome. <laughs> I've got another very specific combat one. Uh, in Hi-Fi Rush, the air combo team up with Peppermint. Yes. Where it's like at the, the combo ender where she takes out... I think of it as basically Cable's hyper beam from Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and it's just the most like beautiful animation I've seen <laughs> in one of these games, where it just zooms back and you see her shoot it. Very good. Uh, there's an Easter egg in Hi-Fi Rush that I love as well, where in the big ramp up, like, all right, this is the final mission. Here we go, Chai. Let's do it. We need to all come in together. Here we go. And if you quit the game at that moment, and then if you go back to it later... Everybody back in the base is like, Chai, you robbed us of all momentum. That sucked. We were right <laughs> there, great. dude. That's great. End game momentum. How, do, is this hey, where you didn't you, write I, mine down. I did. It was so good, though. I put it way up top. <laughs> oh. oh! So amazing. I did more than is write it down it here. Uh, it's I, already I just, number two. I feel like I didn't want to wow. forget it. Okay. Uh, by the way, do we, how, in the past, we pick like a, a winner in a second place? Oh, that's that a great point. We, we should say what we're doing here. Yeah, we have yeah. the maximum winner and a minimum winner. So there's technically okay, two winners for each category. Yeah, and yeah, minimum yeah. winner yeah. sounds like it's the worst, but it's yes. actually just the second. <laughs> it's the silver yeah. it's the medal. Two. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the worst of the winners. Um, if you want to get geeky, this is a place to talk about geeky stuff, right? Um, they remastered Quake 2. And on Xbox, Quake 2 has eight player split screen support. Which I just think is really, really <laughs> cool. <pretty> cool. <laughs> okay, and we'll all use it all the time, and we're happy it's there. Yeah, it's as good. It's as cool as a scent. Yeah, this is cheesy enough that everyone can uh, shout me down. It's it's too sentimental. Uh, Haley McLean joining Min Max. Oh, oh, that's so nice. oh man, <laughs> boo! Too sentimental. Here's the problem. That's so nice. Here's the problem. She oh. is too good. No, I oh, feel okay. like we, we had this thing at some point where it was like, Jeff, I'm having a kid. It's like, you feel like a real ass if that's not <laughs> winning at a certain point. But it certainly belongs on the list. It certainly belongs on ben, the list. Ben, do you need to Are put you? your child on this? I'm not requesting that. I'm not requesting that. Follow up with that? I'm taking the that's hit for the team by thing. not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, is a the, child. he is the dumbest person I interact with on a daily Look, the basis. The child doesn't even know what's going on. We've yeah. established this in the. Doesn't even know what's going on. Oh, I was going to speak for Kelsey. Um, so she can forever hold her peace. Uh, Devil World finally releasing on Nintendo Switch Online after cool. all these years. Uh, Miyamoto and Tezuka's uh, and Koji Kondo. Did you work on it as well? That's a good question. I actually don't know who did the sound for that. Okay. Anyways, uh, this Nintendo Dream Team weird uh, satanic Pac-Man game finally releasing in the states. I think that's badass. Um, uh, throwing CRT monitors in RoboCop. Oh, explain. Because ev ev every monitor that you pick up, it's the old kind because, 
you know, based in 1980 or whatever. Um, and they, when you throw them, you can throw them super far because you're RoboCop, and they explode inexplicably um, and just make characters fly everywhere and, like, you know, chunks blow off of the ceiling and walls and whatnot. And it's they've actually – somehow that's more fun than even shooting RoboCop's giant stupid gun. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's one of the few reasons to play that game, so – is this too specific? You're all welcome to say, nah, it just is what's good about that game. But specifically when you're climbing in Jusant and you grab the handhold and then it turns out it's a little creepy crawly and then there's that's, the handholds that crawl around. No, that's yeah. good. Okay. That's I good. love that. Yeah. Crawly that's my handholds. my favorite part of that game. I didn't like waiting on those bugs. <laughs> Why are you anti-bugs, Kyle? Sorry. I, I like went, that game a lot. <laughs> to me. I like the that game a lot, but like after you deal with the bugs a lot and a lot of it's just sort of kind of waiting for like a group to walk over i kind of was like i found it kind of annoying you could also say the uh the blob the little blob boy in juicent best character yeah, yeah he's cool. okay he's just a best oh, yeah, fan. yeah probably best character well i i think, I think it's like a fine place to put blob boy <laughs> um it is a character he's gonna win so. best character because we all know his name <laughs> uh janet here's one for um you and your other family um i think phil spencer's kind of funny interview uh, was one of the best things of the year. Uh, whereas right after the failure of Redfall and him just being completely open about how sad he was and what a miserable spot they were and how much they need to rethink all of gaming at Xbox. And there's obviously the big disclaimer that like, oh, he was trying to kick Microsoft's butt so they look good in the court case uh, so they didn't seem too dominant. And that was definitely the subtext there. But I do think in terms of just interviews for the year, um, I thought that was an amazing, amazing interview that he was that open seemingly yeah i would toss that in there hmm. kind of funny interview um bug hansen best thing is bug, bug hansen now mm-hmm. i think everyone listening to this podcast knows exactly what you're referring to Haley. but just in case they don't no, idea. no i won't explain okay <laughs> i'm just kidding nice. it was a bug that appeared out of a sim city 3000 um that dan Riker brought and it was as leo put it um an ancient Egyptian beetle yeah, that flew th- out of the box and we didn't find it. It disappeared. This is uh, during our charity stream in the wee hours of the night. Um, what about just the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog being announced? Just that being a thing. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. That was like April Fool's. But yeah. But that ended up being better than anything they've released. Right. Just like a brand <laughs> the best being Sonic willing. Game. I mean, the they, they, they called the a game. The best like Sonic game in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this is specific, but Power Wash Simulator DLC, like the fact that they added, added like is the, it Lar- the Final Fantasy Seven part that they yes, added that cleaning like? Seventh Heaven, but also like the Lara Croft Mansion from Tomb Raider and stuff. Like it's really cool stuff. That's cool. Okay, yeah, I think they had some specific vehicle recently too. Those it's cool. like some Back to the Future think, stuff. Was it? SpongeBob okay. last year too, or this year? SpongeBob was this year. Cosmic Shake. This year. I think they, they oh, had oh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. The Power right. Wash Cinematic Universe. Mm. <laughs> ECU. Um, okay. Uh, I have I have one that I wrote down as um, Combat Log Sprawl in Baldur's Gate 3. But basically when, oh. you, when you pull off a big, like some kind of big crazy move that you've orchestrated and like carried barrels all over. And then when you actually set it off and it's like 50 things pop up and like scroll through your combat log. Um, it's very satisfying. I love that you're into the combat log, Jeff. Yeah, I, I love that. I didn't even it, notice that I it was a thing. It. Yeah, and Jeffem's like doing math with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they give you the formulas. You got to do the math at that point. Uh, the 
the name of the video game Gunbrella. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Again, maybe the only time that game will pop though. up on this list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Active Time Lore in Final Fantasy 16. Having that like no. uh, encyclopedia stuff. Get that out of here. Ready to go. What? It's a nice little thing. I don't. <laughs> that was that useless. It was bear. like, did you know that he's the Baron of Bear Nyes to the country? And you're like, is this going to help? And yeah. they said no. Okay, sorry. We have to delete it. Um, Sarah doesn't like it. <laughs> I like it. it. I, I thought oh, it was oh. cool. All right, Kyle bounced out. Um, okay, this is sorry. Alan Wake. <laughs> Alan Wake Two. Everybody, but specifically, remedy putting in characters that they don't have the rights to in the most creative, weird way possible. Of like, look, we're going to have characters from all of our games. We're going to have Max Payne essentially in this game, and we dare Rockstar lawyers to go after us. We're going to have uh, Quantum Break characters in this game, and you know what we're talking about. So, If there's ever an IP case to go to court, I wish it would be that one. Like, how would you argue? Well, the meta-narrative, Your Honor, it, it's clearly Max Payne. <laughs> Uh, and then, meanwhile, like they're yeah, Sam Lake on stand has to look at pictures of both of them and be like, I, no, sorry, this is Alex Casey. I, I don't recognize face. this other person. Make the face. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> um, Valve getting off its butt and celebrating the 25th anniversary of Half Life uh, by adding new multiplayer maps, by like giving just a performance patch to the original Half Life game, and you know, commissioning Daniel Dwyer and the crew to make that anniversary, celebrating it, like. This Valve going all out for the 25th anniversary of Half-Life is awesome. Oh, and giving it away for free, but I guess that's not the biggest thing. But I mean, I'd rather I'd take rather a you new call that going all out from them. I don't know how to spell acknowledging. <laughs> they celebrated so. it. Yeah. 25th anniversary um, of Half-Life. I think we had a similar one of these for uh, Crusader Kings, but the Baldur's Gate patch notes... Uh, are another mm. one of those like very entertainingly written uh, sequences of things that are no longer allowed to happen in the game. <laughs> That's good. Um, well, maybe like the ULA for Baldur's Gate 3 with the little song and stuff they have in there too. Oh yeah. What was it again? It's like, uh, how did it go, Sarah? We sang it with Kyle. It said like it, that you must, by doing this, you must like dedicate a piece of art to Baldur's Gate 3 or like dedicate right. a chant to Baldur's Gate 3. Right. By, like, oh, huzzah! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't skim ours thoroughly enough. Is that in ours as well, Haley? <laughs> ours is not an EULA. It's an acknowledgement agreement. Very different agreement. Oh, Come and on, that's yeah. why Haley's the that's best. Yeah. That's why we're sliding her up this Dumbest list. Thing is yeah. <laughs> um, what about just running into the other Spider-Man in the open world in Spider-Man 2 and him like swinging yeah. in to help you with crimes and stuff? To others, yeah. Except then, every time you were like, "Do a high five, they just do the point at each other. And mm. I've like, I've seen that meme uh, one hundred too many times at this point. Yeah, Spider Man, um, they should cut off his fingers at this point. I also like when they hug sometimes, which I never really got. Like they usually just high five your point for me. I'm like, I want to see this two Spider Man hug, hugging, high fiving. <laughs> Perfect. What about the phrase 19 inches of venom? That was great. <laughs> okay, 19 that was inches funny, yeah. of venom. <laughs> now, can you contextualize that at all? Um, it was a beautiful statue um, mm. of venom. And to describe this, they just said 19 inches 19 of venom. 19 inches of venom, baby. Oh, That's it was all you need to know. It was with the collector's edition? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll just put it next to its can up here. Oh, yeah. Match um, it up. Let's see. Um... Okay, this is geeky. 
I feel self-conscious about how geeky these are. So as long as we're all in agreement, this is a place for geeky stuff. <clears throat> Hanson, the- I did combat log sprawl <laughs> in Baldur's Gate 3. Where okay, you- well then sit down because this might out-geek it. But when they shut down Stadia this year, uh, they gave away one free game, which was just a snake clone. It's like, okay, sure, that's cool. But then if you beat it, uh, they had credits and the credits for the snake clone were everybody who ever worked on Stadia. I thought that was a cool wow. thing. That's cool. Cool. Okay, hang on. Sarah has to pick herself up off the floor because um, that was I'm so sorry. moving. Do you want me to bend down and touch my dog? Oh, oh no, I'm I sorry. Just, I didn't realize this was no hands on the dogs. table, face front. I, I was oh. joking. I didn't even see we you bend pee. down. We can't pet dogs. We can't, we can't pet our dogs. together, Sarah. <laughs> I was joking that you were floored by it. Never mind. Oh, you know uh, how about how about uh, party nights in Dave the Diver, where it's like they tell you and you have like for like they'll tell you like like jellyfish fans are coming in and for three days you do nothing but uh, uh, capture jellyfish and then you make like ten times the amount of money that you do on a normal night. Love it. Yeah, Very satisfying. Cool. Um, I'm a recent Dave the Diver player, by the way. That's why I brought up the cutscenes. Love it. Um. I loved in Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, I've never seen another game do this, but they just have a toggle that you can turn on to help with motion sickness. And it like adjusts field of view. It puts a little white reticle on the screen. It just like bundles everything together in one thing. Like, hey, do you get uh, nauseous easily? No, sorry, nauseated easily. Here, just turn this on. You'll be good to go. Instead of going in and fiddling with a bunch of other stuff, I thought that was an amazing tiny thing. That's nice. Uh, Nausea toggle in re4 remake um i'm gonna bring up the xenoblade chronicles 3 future redeemed dlc in once in every category just so it's out there okay yeah 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 (laughs) um but the introduction of old rex and old shulk just seeing them together for the first time and being old it's very cool those words Mm. Um, that one Tears of the Kingdom trailer that we all were like, whoa, like right before it came out. Okay, where they used the Zelda theme, is that right? Yeah, and then it was just like, they showed the best parts of that game in like right. one minute without spoiling anything. I just remember that was, I saw that trailer and I was like, heck yeah, ready. Yep, yep. Um, John Carmack, when he left Meta, <laughs> he, uh, there was a letter that he wrote about like, here's everything that's freaking wrong with Facebook as a company and why I'm leaving. And it started to leak. And then he's like, you know what? F it. I'm just going to tweet it out. And he just shared this whole letter of just like, here's everything wrong with Facebook. <laughs> with your it was, company. It was really good. John Carmack's F you Facebook letter. Uh, the proximity chat and lethal company. Oh, explain. I think one of the best uses of proximity chat. Why is that? Because it's like you'll be talking to someone and they'll be following you and then all of a sudden they just stop talking. Then you turn around and you're like, hello? Or are you gone? Or like you'll just be like walking through the labyrinth and you'll just hear someone chatting and then all of a sudden you'll hear screaming, just shrieking into the darkness and they'll Ooh, just cut off and they're just gone. That's so cool. I love that. <sighs> um, um, okay, technically this uh, was released December 14th, 2022. But I think we had kind of wrapped up uh, the Master of Puppets Metallica emote in Fortnite, Ooh. which is not just one character playing it. But if you're 
like in a squad everyone can join in and plays a different instrument and so you can have like master chief and john wick and ariana grande like all playing master of puppets that's hilarious i've hit a point now with like i would i'd rather see that dumbest thing (laughs) with fortnite like just all the sort of ip coming together like they had the eminem concert and it cut to like goku and john wick on stage like Dancing, yeah. I'm well, just what like, you're I, we hit a wall dumb. here. I like, I don't cool. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I heard somebody, yeah, Fine start line. to use that emote. Uh, but I was in like Fortnite Festival. I'm like, is this part of Fortnite Festival? What is going on? He's just playing Master Puppets and drums like, in front of the stage. Um, is this the list, everybody? Uh, no, oh, 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 ooh, wait, ooh. wait, sorry, There's I have one more. <laughs> yeah, we all have it's a good year. Uh, I'd argue the deduction board in Shadows of Doubt, ooh. Uh, which. Which finds like the perfect balance between, uh, like you making your own notes, like pretty, like pretty much everything you do yourself, and so you have you have this real agency feeling of it. But also when you're putting in stuff, sometimes they will like you can reference stuff, and once you start connecting them, like if you find the right um, evidence and things, it will it will actually highlight after you've connected it that like okay these things are connected they just found like the perfect balance there's so many deduction boards in video games that just end up not you know feeling right and feeling <laughs> like they're doing it for you or whatever and this one like you're making you know, post it notes and putting them exactly <laughs> we all knew um, what he was the, talking about yeah. Yeah. there's so this, many this i don't one, know i can't think well, of one I in mean, particular no, like like all the Sherlock Holmes games and oh, things okay. like that. I've yeah. never I've never seen one that is actually this satisfying and it's because you're doing 90% of the things yourself and making your own custom notes, which you have to in that game um to try and figure anything out. Yeah, I love it. In uh in Lies of P, when you run out of Estus flasks or the game's equivalent, uh you can earn one back through like doing enough damage and it is like tuned perfectly enough that there were like multiple boss fights that i would have died but i like earned one estus back at the very last second and then drank it and then was able to like finish the fight it's like just unequivocally like a better system than from software has in their games it's so cool that's sweet oh 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 is that all arrows Eyeball arrows. The oh, whole yeah. we have we have a lot from Tears of the Kingdom, but but that's just like whenever you have any kind of flying enemy or just something you don't, don't want to deal with. It's like the mm-hmm. it's like the Indiana Jones pistol. It's like I don't want right. to deal with this. I'm just putting an eyeball on this arrow and <laughs> shooting it, and it will do it. Itself. That was the only thing wrong with Indiana Jones's pistol is each bullet didn't have a little eyeball from a keys attached to it. All right, is that it for best things in 2023? Final Fantasy 14 Fall Guys collab. Where they put Fall Guys in Final Fantasy fourteen and Final Fantasy fourteen in Fall Guys. That's good. That <laughs> sounds like good. a dumbest thing to me. Okay, our, our collaboration. Okay, to the pissy Done zone. Yeah, <laughs> to the pissy zone with the banished. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, there's a lot to go through. What do you all consider slam dunks? Um, let's try and sort this a little I, bit. I really do feel strongly, specifically about a set. I do too. Um, because yeah. like that is one of those mechanics that like fundamentally every game that I've played since it I'm like I can't believe this has never existed before I miss it in every game I've played since like yeah yeah, yeah I, I think that that's a lock for me yep um, I really like the CSR's backer monuments I think that's an awesome implementation what else do y'all think is a slam dunkish territory here 
Spider-Man 2 Fast Travel. Spider-Man 2 Fast Travel, Day of the Diver cutscenes. Okay, let's move both yeah, of those up. We all love What is I have not played Dave the Diver. What's the deal with the cutscenes? They're very they charming. Insane. Oh, I'm sorry, Haley. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're charming and insane. <laughs> yeah. It, I agree with that charming. actually. It's insanely yeah. charming. It's it's, it's, to... it's like imagine, you know, the the big Ratatouille scene, you know, of like blah, having this epiphany. It's like imagine that, but if it's like pixel art and just gonzo abstract stuff. I mean, that's just for, like, yeah. for one of them, but all of them are just like wild little pixel cutscene yeah events. crazy heightened like if yeah. you want if you create a new piece of sushi which you do frequently there's like five or six just insane animations of the guy making sushi uh like if you just google one like like you'll 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 get it and, and you see them all the time and they're all unique and funny and weird like there's a real katamari energy to them like it's mm. they're they're really cool yeah I moved Haley up as a, as a slam dunk contender. Oh, it's rude not That's to. So nice. um, anybody else seeing slam dunks? Or are we dealing with this? These are all great things. There's no doubt. Sarah, for once, you're not championing for these shoulders. <laughs> I will help shoulders? Sarah in the champion of those okay. shoulders. I would champion okay. Leon's Kennedy shoulders to okay. the ends of the earth. Okay. I, I was saying it'd just be a character. Not Leon Kennedy, but Leon Kennedy's shoulders. <laughs> I mean, but who is Leon Kennedy without his shoulders, you know? He, the shoulders right. is Leon Kennedy. And it's, it's like, like a triple plater. <laughs> it's also like the way you they get exposed partway through the game. It's like a yeah. nice reveal. when he takes the jacket off. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's seeing like, no, we have Kyle on our side for this. Yeah, we're like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I get it. All right, so slam dunk contenders for best thing. Ascend slash uppies, as I presume uh, Sarah likes to call in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> They're uppies. They're uppies. uppies. Uh, the Sea of Stars, Backer Monuments, David Diver Cutscenes, Fast Travel and Spider-Man 2, Haley McLean joining Minmax, and Leon Kennedy's Shoulders. I'm between I'm... Uh, Haley and Leon's Shoulders, personally. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I'm between Sea of Stars <laughs> yeah, and Uppies. What a good place to be. <laughs> 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 and I don't want to leave. <laughs> um, I, I do like Dave the Diver cutscenes as well. Those are, I I like shoulders is uh, very funny for me. I would like that if that was our choice. But I, I'm I'm hundred percent I'm hundred percent with Haley of Ascendancy of Stars. Yeah, I I'm kind of. I don't want to be too anti of this because I haven't played Sea of Stars, but like that's not the first game that has done that. Hollow Knight has like sure. a very similar backer monument area thing. And so it's like, I'm sure it's super cool, but like it's not unique per okay. se. Okay. That's fair. I think Ascend is my top one. Yep. Yeah. And, and to also, be fair, Leon's shoulders have existed in many games before. But I feel like not in this know, form, know, though. But this not beautifully, artistically crafted form. Yeah. If Leon's shoulders can't be here, then the of Leon's shoulders can't be here Sarah's the only person who plays Resident Evil 4 in VR, but just cranes her neck just to look at her own shoulders. <laughs> I, I literally hours. only want to play it for that reason. <laughs> Uh, I like how funnily specific the shoulders thing is, though. I can't say it is specific. They do a lot for me personally. The fact I had that, I haven't been beat it. I haven't seen seen the reveal. He takes out the final boss with the shoulders. He just kind of flexes his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, Uh, Leon's fun. It feels like Ascend. Ascend seems like a lock. Uh, Yeah, I think so. um, Mm -hmm. It feels Uh, like for the minimum. uh, um, Is it between Fast Travel and Spider-Man 2 and Day of the Diver cutscenes? 
And Leon's shoulders? I'd rather have Haley or even Leon's shoulders just because it's silly. Um, personally, the fast travel is very impressive, but it's the best fast travel system I've ever experienced in a right. game where I almost never want to fast travel. So who cares? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's Good a that's point. a fair ding. That's a fair ding. Uh, I use it all the time because I'm I'm to the point in that. Game I definitely used like, it for every sure. Every other I use objective it more than... is like if I'm in Brooklyn and I got to get to Manhattan, like I'm not. I'm not that's city life. No, I feel you. I feel. And I was looking for those little bots because mm. I was like, oh, I actually left a lot of these everywhere. I did use it quite a bit for that, but yeah, I do, I, I like think the gliding, you know, between Spider-Man mm. things was like yeah. the more thing, the cooler thing. But I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I, I like I like the cutscenes. Uh, Dave the Diver cutscenes like are just so charming. They are good. Um, Jacob, how are you feeling for the the minimum winner? I, I feel like I can't have a stance on the Day of the Dive. I mean, I watched one on YouTube. It looked cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, I yeah. I don't want to come down too hard against it. Uh, Jeff, um, uh, I mean, personally, it would be fast travel for me, but I'm I'll, I'm of the other ones. Um, I mean, we're really writing off shoulders like that. Hey, hey, hey I'm like not writing off shoulders. I'm pro shoulders. Are we all pro shoulders? Really, it just captures like Leon Kennedy's essence, I feel yeah. like, which is kind of <laughs> what we're doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Big win for me, you guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Oh, Do we have Thank a quorum? On, are we all locked in? Best thing. Uh, Uppies and shoulders. Let's do it. Uppies and shoulders, everybody. Ascend and Tears of the Kingdom. Congratulations on being the best thing for 2023. And Leon Kennedy's shoulders is the minimum best thing. Yeah. Otherwise known as the worst thing in 2023. No, uh, hey, congratulations. Uh, All right. Dumbest thing. Yeah, what a a good year. (laughs) Dumbest. That giant emoji. (laughs) Is that huge? All right. It's so big. Who added these emojis? They really do a good job here. Um, dumbest thing. This is this there is go. good stuff. Peter Griffin's body in Fortnite. Great. Oh my god, it is so dumb. So true. I googled. I, I, I should say I googled Leon Kennedy's shoulders, and the first thing is a YouTube video that says "Get arms like Leon Kennedy Resident Evil 4 workout." How many views? So everybody who saw this, there is a link that you could follow, and you too could have Leon Kennedy's shoulders. Good best enough. thing for mid max twenty twenty three. How do Perfect. I send that to my boyfriend without sending that to my boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just have it on his, on his for you. Yeah, it's his for you page. Put this on his for you page. <laughs> uh, what, oh. Can I get some context for Peter Griffin? I mean, I know he's just oh funny, God. dude. Gotta, look it up. It's like the wildest thing I've ever seen. Honestly, like Kelsey, you three sixty no scope this category. That wasn't even on my list, but it's so he's, so dumb. He's buff. Like that's the short yeah. version. It's like yeah. Fortnite like can't handle like a fat character, and so they just made him buff, and it and, looks absurd. And not oh, so only specifically is he buff, he's only just buff how he top. looks in Fortnite. Or just like uh, yeah. the reasoning yeah. behind it, maybe. Like well, I thought what, you guys what, what said death say? animation, or did I miss? Did I make that up? I mean, I don't think they said anything, but I feel like the kind of obvious answer is like they only have one kind of skeleton right. mesh yeah, or whatever, yeah. and so they just like didn't want to make a bigger hitbox. Or, yeah, have, it'd, be, yeah. it'd be competitively non-viable to have a real size Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, but it looks terrible. Um, the Mario movie, and it could be something specific. It could be the slow mo Mama Mia was one I wrote in there as dumbest mm. thing. Um, also the, oh, it, see, I'm going to kill your brother in front of you. Now I'm kind of pro that line. So I, I might rescind that one, but I think slow-mo Mama Mia from Mario okay. was the dumbest thing. Can, can you give us the example, Janet? Yeah. How's that go? 
Can no. you say Mamma Mia <laughs> in slow motion? Can you say Mamma Mia? You're like, I, I can. I can do a lot of things, but I think let's let the list form itself and see if that's going to be a relevant, a relevant example. Yeah, I got some, I got some Mario stuff in here. Um, when the cast of the Super Mario Brothers movie appeared on the Kelly Clarkson show, do you remember this earlier in the year, like promoting the yes. film? And then Jack Black came out dressed no, as Bowser. Funny. And he had so such a bulge in this Bowser costume that they had to pixelate out his bulge as he's dancing around. <laughs> they did that? Send me I the link okay. to that, please. I need that the unedited version. Jack Black, Kelly <laughs> Clarkson, uncensored. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> and then Chris Pratt like didn't know anything about Mario. They were like, what's your favorite one? He's like, oh, I used to play those. He played the All arcade version. He just said it over and over and over again. So, yeah, we got yeah. that. We got that, buddy. Um, also, um, here's okay. I, just something I like, but dumbest things can be like fun dumb. And I do think yeah. this is a fun dumb. We're all entering the, the fun dumb kingdom. Yeah. Um, in the Mario Direct that they had after the movie trailer, where Miyamoto made a big deal about like, by the way, we've made real world versions of Mario's boots from the movie. Oh, and you can go no to New York <laughs> Where they're behind a lucite case and look at his boots. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, shout out uh, to my to me. I, I, I talked to Red Wing Shoes about making those shoes for a little what? a little article for Game Informer, which you can find now. I think it's online. I was excited because they're local. Article. Red Wing is based in Minnesota. So see, Sarah, uh, I was just was telling you about how cool Red Wing was. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, wasn't oh, that's good though. I forgot. I that have those no knowledge of that. <laughs> uh, I have a good one. Unity fiasco. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Was that news? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that I, I, mean, I think news. <laughs> it's news, I, yeah. but it's also I had dumb. It under biggest news. I. It's not. Yeah. It's true. not. It's weird because I like it here too, Haley, because it is like it's huge news. But when the overwhelming was, sensation of the news is like that's the dumbest freaking thing they could have possibly done. I, I like it here. I, I should we like, give some context for this for please, people who might have please missed it? Haley, you're um, the expert. Yeah. They completely reworked their their system where they were taking uh, a fee per download instead of just like a rev share or something, which no one would have talked about if it was a rev share. But they were like, what about a, a per download thing? And then it brought up all these questions like, what about if people are downloading on Steam Deck? That's a whole different charge you get, even though they bought the game once. What if people weaponize this and download it over and over and over again yeah, and cost like, the developer a bunch of extra money? What about Game Pass? And they're like, uh, well, we can track every download, every user. It's like, what? You don't, you but shouldn't have that us, tracking please. info. What about we won't tell packs? you. It was like and you can't right. audit us. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like a company us, shooting itself in the foot with a Gatling gun, I, I feel like that was incredibly yeah. dumb. Yeah. Uh, in Lies of P, your upgrade system is called the P organ. Yeah. That was, I was yeah. just going to bring that one up. Part I just feel like the name Lies of P, I feel like also should just be up there yeah. for dumbest mm, things. Yeah. Like, okay. Who thought that was like a hard hitting title? I did. Right. I, I heard, and I, I can't confirm this, unfortunately. Someone told me that it's a pun in Korean where that would make the game sense. was oh. developed. But like P organ, I feel like is just inexcusable. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like every time somebody doesn't like a name, you can just be like, oh, actually, it's a pun in Korean. If you don't like my kid's name, it's actually a pun in Korean. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> On the lies of P-Note, I think the um, the costumes slash weapon combos for, like, good dumb thing, because, like, I just like dressing up ridiculously and then putting a baton on, like, the edge of a <laughs> giant mallet and being like, what What if we did this? That's good. That's good. Um, uh, in Dave the Diver, how... The auto select function for making sushis isn't just an automatic thing, and you have to set it for every sushi so that you don't make too much sushi and then waste all your supplies. So every single sushi every day you have to select auto select, and it's so dumb. 
I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, going on live action dates in Like a Dragon Gaiden. In a fun way, though? Yeah, yeah that uh, cool dumb. Way. I hated yeah. it. It's bad <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> dumb negative slash dumb positive. Yeah. Um, I also, talking about, I don't know. I feel like this minimizes it, but I do want to at least mention it here as maybe a dumbest thing. Maybe it's news. Um, but to call it like dumbest, because dumb is supposed to be kind of a fun category. I don't know if it fits here. Oh, no. But like the excessive layoffs, despite the industry being like incredibly successful and profitable, I, like those I two things happening too. side by yeah. side was just like ridiculous and frustrating. But I don't know if it belongs in dumbest thing because I, I feel like almost that minimizes I think, yeah. the impact of that. Yeah, I mean, I had a more specific version of that, but it's the same thing where like at the beginning of the year, Microsoft laid off 10,000 people from their company, yeah. but also pushed through an Activision acquisition of yeah. $70 billion. It's that level of like, what What are we doing here, everybody? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that can go here. I think there's definitely other categories where it can work. Um, On that uh, note, uh, just Embracer Group in general. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- excess. Excess and re- retraction. Yeah. Um, Sony released a... Uh, PlayStation 5 Slim that's the same size as the PlayStation 5. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> is freaking that's huge. That's a good one. Also, the idea that um, for their digital version of the PS5 Slim, you need to connect it online. Or for the disc version, you need to connect online uh, to verify. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sony PS5 Slim need internet connection. Don't you need internet for most physical games, though? Because you need to install the game. For I guess for the it, physical it thing, you don't need to check the internet if you have the disc in there. I think right, like you'll want to download updates and stuff. But I yeah. think I think as long as you have the disc in there, it doesn't need to do an online check. But I could for be Sony, totally wrong about that. okay, so you mean like the verification part? I think I think, so. I think for yeah. Sony's it did. It does check? Yeah, yeah, Sony has software that's like makes you log into the internet. I think before you can download. Um, yeah, okay. think, well, Kyle's mentioning though. Once you do that, though, then you can play normally once it's downloaded it's just on okay there. so this is the new okay cool i feel like we do this every year but what about broken triple a pc ports like it was an especially bad year for like jedi survivor for spoken last of us part one Wo long like all these huge games were just trash on pc for so long true um, um did goldeneye come out fix for that though on like this year yes, like the switch yes, and xbox i think Goldeneye specifically only having an online online mode on the Nintendo Switch, a company that has the worst <laughs> online infrastructure in existence. Yep. The fun thing, Janet, we brought that up last year, and then we said, "Well, it's not releasing until 2023, so let's save it for next year." So I'm so glad that you brought it up. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Good job, Janet. Yay! I feel like Nintendo you. Online could just be a recurring dumbest thing. Uh, yeah, just it's like pretty over rough. and over and over again. Forever. Um, on on the theme of PC ports, and this is, I'm I'm going to have to post a picture of this in our cohorts update thing but i'll try to describe it the pc controls for the metal gear solid 3 master collection are the <laughs> single most unhinged uh controls i've ever seen what about it oh, i want to see this it's um so w a s and d is the left stick uh the right stick is also controlled by the keyboard uh jkl and i but square is on the mouse um the triangle button <laughs> is, is the D-pad is shift somehow. It, this it, like, feels like I, a like a hate like crime a against PC gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, keep up with this, Hotshot. We thought circle for confirm was bad back in the day. 
Oh God! Um, speaking of I mean, stuff, that could, always, that could be the dumbest thing is that they they did do that, but they'd swapped it between the different. So Circle is right. confirmed in Metal Gear Solid, and X is confirmed in Metal Gear Solid Two, even though you buy them as a bundle. Anyway, <laughs> it's really getting granular here. But now, Jeff, I'm spent the most time with this game, but last year we also said, well, let's save this for 2023 based on trailers and previews. Jeff, I'm, do you think the talking cuff from Forspoken? Earns a spot in dumbest oh. thing. It's your call, dude. It's your call. You can just you can respect the cuff if you want. Um, respect the cuff. Come on, Jeff. And respect that cuff, please. I mean, it's a talking cuff, so you can you can put it on the list. Okay, yeah. but you don't have your knives out for the cuff. I think it's. it's I think it's. <laughs> yeah. Like part part of the reason I enjoyed that game was because of how weird and stupid it was. Um, and so so I best thing. I didn't hate it as much as you know other yeah. things. But okay. Okay. Everything goes on the list, right? Everything goes on the list. Yeah. There's nothing wrong I mean, with I beat I beat that game, remember? I, and Cuff, I think ultimately was like, oh, you know, a shoulder shrug of a of a character. I didn't I wasn't offended by it. But yeah, I, there's no re- I'm not like we don't need to defend it. It is yeah, at the end of the day though, a talking cuff. So, yeah. Yeah. which happened a um, bunch this, this year? That was like a recurring thing. There's so many talking cuffs, right? Wasn't there like other examples of that? I don't name know one. So, there was at least one other one. There was <laughs> one other one. <laughs> Just give me give me like one, 2 though? hours and I'll find it, okay? Uh-huh. Just don't put me on the spot. Oh, um hi on life or whatever, right? Oh, that had like a talking gun. gun. Yeah, oh, well, that was last year, though. Was it? Yeah. Oh, oh, Very yeah, similar yeah. vibes, though. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Then no, there's no other talking item there's in nothing. all of gaming from this year. <laughs> um, uh, the- I, I have one that's going to be controversial because I know some people like it, but the Alan Wake two jump scares. No, I think that's. <laughs> oh, I think that's got the, uh, the f- flashes. That I think I love it there. I just hate. I just hate it. Yeah. And Thank you. Going game I've, I've, I've heard people yeah. talking about how great that is, and I was like, "Those were completely unearned." I don't understand. Okay, yes, yes. I, like, I like. I like. It's this the is the controversy. Yeah. So we've got Kyle, defenders on the pod. Welcome to okay, the team. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> the Pokemon Cross Vincent Van Gogh event, where the Pokemon Twitter account had to actually tweet out? Um, we are actively working on ways to provide more Pikachu with gray felt hat promo cards because everyone was losing their minds wanting this Pikachu Van Gogh. <laughs> That's funny. So That's the Pikachu Van Gogh dumb. reseller market. <laughs> Hysteria. Yeah, I think um, it just it really chilled me to my core that <laughs> people are losing their minds about this. People were like waiting for other people to come out of the museum to like try to buy their Pikachu cards <laughs> off of them. Like it was bad. <laughs> Wow. It was not good. Yeah. Depressing. Van Gogh wants to cut off his other ear when he heard this happen. <laughs> um, I, I have Starfield not being allowing you to customize your FOV because that oh. made me throw up. Oh, yeah. Okay. What about just like lack of accessibility lack options? Of, yeah. Or? Lack of accessibility options. Motion oh. blur. Maybe gross. just lack of. You know, like lack, lack of stuff in Starfield. I also, uh, it's funny, we highlighted Spider-Man's fast travel. I had dumbest thing on my personal list, fast travel in Starfield. It's just Kyle, so I have the same thing. driving okay, the ship. Okay, good. Yeah. Just, so, just the, like, yeah. the sequence of being on the surface of one planet and getting to being on the surface of another yes. planet. Being like a loading screen to get in your ship. A loading screen to take off from the planet. A loading screen to fast travel to outside the other planet. A loading screen to land on the surface of the planet. And then you get yes. off your ship. It's just like, how can this be the game? How yeah. is this 
how is this okay. what they made? It is. Also, it is a I, thing about that game where I was. I almost was like when I first played it, I was kind of like, oh, I guess this is what it is. I'll have to get used to it. But the further I get away from it, I'm like, no, 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 that was bad. Like that was yeah. not a good decision. And I also, I can't remember if it was Sarah who said this because I watched Sarah's stream of Starfield. So Sarah, if you didn't say this, just be like, I never said that. But <laughs> I think it was Sarah who said, "Can you call it fast travel if it's the only way to travel?" And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, right, right, no, right. that's Whoa. so true. Take, take credit for that, Sarah. Take credit for that. No, I think I did say that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Big brain. Um, I was watching Sarah's stream the other day, and she said, "I don't think Ben realized that I blew up on Reddit recently for my streams." And I wanted to let you know, Sarah, in this place right here now, that I did notice you that blowing you up know? on Reddit. You d- and it didn't was even impressive. congratulate me for my internet. I was success. going to congratulate you on the last episode of the podcast. Sarah, you need that meme. But of, then you um, bent down to pet the dog because of my streams. <laughs> you dare pet a dog. Yeah. Um, what about? By the way, Atlas Fallen was the other 2023 game that has a talking. Cup. Atlas Fallen. <laughs> we all I remember it. We all played it. Oh, oh, oh! Before I uh, forget, uh, Starfield stuff. What about just town maps in Starfield? City maps having that moment of just like, what am I looking at? Oh, yeah, is this there is really no map? No yeah. maps. There's- Sorry, Starfield. <laughs> no town maps. <laughs> they, they deserve it. I don't feel um, about it. In, uh, in the video game Wanted Dead, yes. uh, which is a game oh, that I'm good. sure only I played, uh, there is a karaoke minigame, but there is only one song, and it is 99 Red Luft Balloons. Yes. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. One song karaoke. Like, when you click it, it just, it says karaoke in the, like, minigame selection, and then you click it, and it just starts playing that song because there are no other options. I love it. Can uh, you put, um, have you heard of the Imprisoning War yep. underneath it from Tears of the Kingdom? Because of how many times, every time you go someplace, they're like, they have to reintroduce it to you just in case it was the first time you were there. Yes. And by the end of it, like, you already know about it. And they're like, have you heard about this crazy imprisoning war link? <laughs> also, I have no clue what happened to Zelda. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Are, are you talking about just like NPCs or are you talking no, about no, 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 like the story every time stuff. you met a new bestie, they had to re-explain like the sage would re-explain oh, the imprisoning yes, war. Yes, like in every dungeon you beat, you, buy, yes. you watch the same cut. Like yes, it was the first time good. you were yeah. hearing it. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, with all due respect to the game, Exoprimal is pretty freaking dumb, right? <laughs> fun dumb, but you think a bunch of raptors that that fall from dumb. the sky. That is fun. The concept of Exoprimal, right? Just right. like the baseline. Yeah. Baseline Exoprimal. Um, in um, can you just write down the video game Skull and Bones? Hmm. It's still not out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aww. I don't uh, know if this is uh, dumb, but I have nowhere else to put it. But just Charles Martinick, like not being Mario anymore. I think yeah. that's news. I think it's news. I guess, but it makes yeah. me feel sad. So it's not. Can you put like a sad thing? face after the bad news that we don't like? Yeah, we can put yeah. sad faces wherever you want. Absolutely. Can we do a vibe yeah. check on some of these news? Yeah. Um, in the game that no one else played, the Crew Motor Fest, they have uh, a YouTuber in there from Donut Media, and it's just a live action YouTuber who has a whole playlist, like a whole section of the game is devoted to this guy. And he's the most obnoxious MF I've ever seen in my life. Where he's like, all right, listen up, you buff horses. Let's get this Ferrari on the road. Here we go. And then, oh, you, yeah, and there's live action videos of this asshat everywhere. Then you drive away and get, from, get away from him. Then a drone appears by your car and this YouTuber follows, <laughs> follows you around in a drone and keeps screaming in obnoxious YouTube voice about cars and stuff. Can you, you do the rest put, of like, the podcast influencer. in that voice? What's yeah, that, and you can just put like influencer um, appearances in games. What like, do you have other I examples? I feel like there were there were a few games that like solely relied on like I think Mr. Beast was in a few games. Um, mm. 
there was one that was like just like you played as the influencers and I'm just sick of it. Yeah. I think Greg Miller is in the new Silent Hill. He's also game. in Spider-Man 2. I think that's a great yeah, point. Yeah, he's in Spider-Man 2. Also, uh, uh, that, by the way, that Silent Hill game. Sil- right? Silent Hill Ascension. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. voting specifically the way that you have to like you just buy you buy influence. You like buy votes to affect the story. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. Um, uh, the King Kong game that came out okay. earlier, where one of the cutscenes there was just like a JPEG of like a Tyrannosaurus, and they just zoomed in on the still frame. <laughs> that's best thing. Yeah, that does sound. Yeah. Yeah. Most I more games that. If that was an Alan Wake, you'd uh, say it's the best thing ever. Shout out to Game Mill Publishing. Shout out player. Game Mill Minnesota <laughs> represent. Uh, uh, I. I have a spoilery one. Ooh. Do we need full spoiler gates up on this? Is there a way to um, soft land it? Let me, let me say the vague thing and then you can decide. Okay. Um, the Spider-Man 2 fight. Oh, I think, I think that's, that's all. pretty dumb. I, yeah, yeah. We, can, we can put that in there like that, I think. Um, tell you what, I'll just, Spider-Man 2 screaming fight. Um, uh, yeah. That is that is certainly dumb, but yeah. Was it just like what it was? Was dumb? I liked it. I don't know. I liked like I liked the I conceptual. Dumb, like, I think just the I mean, look of it. I don't it. know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What about the announcement of the remake of Metal Gear Solid Three, but them calling it Metal Gear Solid Delta instead of just putting three in there, having an actual in terms of names? Mm-hmm. Okay. That feels like that's kind of cool. It's cool. Oh, they, okay. gave a, a, they gave a reason for it that I accept. They want better sales? <laughs> uh, no, if they wanted better sales, they would have just called it Metal Gear Solid 3 Steak Eater. I, don't think so. I think they want more people jumping in up being like, oh, the third one. I don't know. Uh, um, but no, that, that just, I mean, I don't say, I'm not saying like, don't put it on the list, but it does feel on the tier of like any Square Enix title, you know? Undoubtedly. Like. <laughs> Undoubtedly. I mean, I think we put Triangle Strategy in Dumbest Thing. Ooh, yeah, it oh, belongs. The name. The name. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't come out this year there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, this is kind of outside the world of games, uh, but the poster for the Gran Turismo movie <laughs> that is the fully printed review of uh, like a critic. What? Oh, I haven't seen this. It's it's a it's like a standee that would be in actual movie theaters that I saw, but it is like the entire printed review by owen gleberman and it's it's just like two thousand words on a poster including the poster saying like i didn't really like this director's other movies but this one is good (laughs) i like i like because like when when you when someone wants to use a quote for a review that you wrote in in marketing they if they're if they're nice they email you and ask you for permission and you know I've, i've turned some down i've accepted some but i love the idea of getting that email that's like, hey, do you mind if we quote your review? And there's like, here's what we're going to use. And they just give you the full <laughs> for your marketing materials. I'm like, well, I guess that's what I, yeah, I said that. So sure. <laughs> uh, it's recent, but what about Sony just removing episodes and seasons of shows that you bought? Uh, that's good. It's, that's pretty yeah. dumb. Yeah, that's confirming cool. my long held fear. <laughs> um, Chucky got added to Dead by Daylight, and it's so stupid, and I love it. Okay, it just because he's just this little guy running around, he swears like none of the other love killers it. swear. Love he just it. Run around swears. cussing, he cussing, hitting everybody's ankles. That sounds <laughs> so great. Stupid. Um. Okay, the Lord of the Rings Gollum. 
but specific yes! but specifically that they charge you three dollars for an emote to have him say my precious you have to pay to make him say it but you can say it whenever you want if you just pay <laughs> was up Gollum this That's year wild. it was yes yep. oh my god it feels so I remember long. the clips from the stream they were so good uh any other dumb stuff we should throw on here uh, um, Final Fantasy what? 16 Clive sex scene <laughs> <laughs> and I will not elaborate <laughs> Um, when Kenzie <laughs> in Immortal Stadium said, he's right behind me, isn't he? And Ooh. it was unironic. Yep. Oh, yeah. We could just leave <laughs> Immortals of Avium up there and not elaborate on it as well. Oh, That's fair. Um, he's um, right behind me. It's more of like a small business thing, so I don't, I don't know how dumb it is, but the FIFA not being called FIFA anymore. Oh, was that this year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, this year's oh, the year good, that yeah. we got the game that wasn't FIFA. Okay. Was EAFC, EA Sports FC. FIFA no longer FIFA. Uh, I have a small one from Avatar. Um, when you when you're harvesting animals, the first time you do it, it's it's like this this very ceremonial thing, and the, like the other the other Navi's like, okay, so you have to thank them because they're giving their life up for you, right. and so it's like this thirty second cutscene where you're like, you know, thank you, your your spirit lives on and goes to the mother tree, but your body will give us substance and everything, and then every time after that, you're just kind of like. Thanks, guy. Thanks for the meat. Whatever. Like, they had to instantly shrink it down and turn it into this trivial, stupid thing as you're harvesting, like, all these animals as you're... Doesn't that say it all about life, though? it's dumb. Yeah. Kyle, by the way, you're watching that um, James Cameron, Greta Gerwig, Vanity interview? Oh, I've seen a couple clips from it. I haven't watched the full thing yet. Oh, it's so good. It's so fun to see that talk. That's like, yeah, you and me are like, oh, director's talking to each other. (laughs) Give it it to me. (laughs) That's what we always say when we hang out. Um, What about, this is an ongoing thing. Sarah's been raising her hand. Please, Ben, please. Yes, Sarah? This is the one that I think needs to win. It's the Final Fantasy 16 Clive press L3 R3 to accept the truth. Oh, I don't even remember that. That happens? <laughs> oh, you don't win. remember that? I don't. You don't remember that. that, Ben? I don't. There's this moment in the game where you're fighting a boss that's technically like, you know, we know spoilers, but you're fighting a boss. Sure. And Clive's like losing and he's like, oh man, it's so hard to be me, you guys. Oh, I'm fighting with my inner demons. And it literally prompts you on screen. It says L3 R3 to accept truth. <laughs> and then you have to click them in and he goes like Super Saiyan because he has finally accepted the truth within himself. I think that's fun. I think it's dumb in a good way. I did. Oh like yeah, yeah. It. There's no doubt like it's dumb. Giant, I'm, I'm trying to remember if that was Giant Bomb's like best thing list or something. Oh really? I have that on there. Too. That's how I know about that. Oh, I was fun. like, oh, did they like it or did they hate it? I don't remember now. <laughs> um, we don't speak of them around here, Janet. Yeah. Um, what about this is an ongoing thing, but it still makes me feel bonkers when Xbox or PlayStation proudly proclaim their exclusive developer interviews on their blogs. It's like, oh yeah, of course it's the exclusive. You're like gating everybody else out. You get stupid to call them. Based on this reaction, I'm going to go with not That's putting it on the list. But <laughs> okay, it is this reaction was the dumbest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, what judging else? people for not having the cl- no. Okay, <laughs> what do y'all like uh, for anything else? Is this it? Hmm. This seems like a great list of dumb things. Yeah, I think so. This all right. Let's slam dunk territory. Who's got a slammer? Oh, what, gosh. Peter Griffin's, um, Griffin's body of Fortnite. I don't know if it's going to make it the whole okay. way, but it is really, really, really dumb. <laughs> it is. I appreciate that Unity is news, but I really think it's dumbest thing. I I am absolutely with you, Haley. 
I think this is a great spot for Unity. Just stupid decision um, that blew up the internet for a very long time. I I actually, I kind of like the GoldenEye shenanigans. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Yeah, because it's just, it was so, it's such, it was like a game people wanted for so long. And to have all these asterisks on what should just be a straightforward port. That's all anybody wanted, you know? Yeah. There's local Um, multiplayer. I guess Um, we should probably figure out if we're putting layoffs like here or in news but i feel like it should be I, in one of those just i as, think like, it feels like news to me i feel That's like fine. Was, news yeah. is okay yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah jan i think you're right we should like make a call yeah yeah um fast travel and starfield yes i do yes. think should be up there i, I think so it, too it's it's the primary mechanic of the game right like that's that's what i kind of can't get over is it's, it's not like spades. a little annoying thing it's like the way the game works yeah I also I like Mario's boots, but because I think I have such a specific memory of of watching that stream, like I I don't do a lot of reaction streams, but I I did do one for that. <laughs> you lost it when you saw them boots. It it really was. <laughs> it was like it, it was their one last thing of this like exciting stream about the movie, and I was like, yeah. this is this is what we're like. And I, like I think you can go find it, and I I really was just like laughing hysterically. I was like, boots that we, you can't dumb. buy. They're just boots you go look at. Huge <laughs> boots to go look at. And honestly, yeah. Kyle, I, I saw your article and was really excited that I read that interview. That was a revealing interview. Like on like oh, he yeah. he was spitting fire in that interview talking about those boots. Look, man, not every uh, interview is going to be like you know some revelatory. <laughs> I, I can't no, get Red Wing just, shoes to talk crap about Nintendo. I know, that's exactly <laughs> it. You know? I was like, tell me what it was like to work with them, but only yeah. the bad stuff. And they're like, we we're honored to work with yeah. them. What do you want? We made boots. Leave us alone. Yeah. Um, I think the really large PS Five Slim is awesome. I was just yeah. going to say the I same was, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is that good. One. That is good. Um, large. Yeah, we gotta start cutting here soon. Yeah. yeah, we do. I mean, I I respect Jacob's depiction of the PC controls from Microsoft Collector's Edition. That does seem delightfully stupid. I don't think it's winning, but I respect it. Oh, I mean, oh, don't overlook the P organ. Speaking of Jacob Geller, King of the P, don't great purveyor of stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody else got one they they feel like is a slam dunky? Can we at least unpack the Spider-Man 2 fight? Because I saw people yeah. in the chat saying that they like it as well, and it's it's blown my mind that yeah. people are it's defending this thing. Just because it looks Wait, stupid. Yeah. Wait, so what's dumb gates? about it? Is it just dumb that, well, did we put a gate? Yeah. Well, do you, okay. Spoilers <clears throat> for Spider-Man 2 here, everybody. Spoilers for Spider-Man 2. This one specific fight. All right, Jeff, I'm, take it away. Yeah, so... So Mary Jane gets turned into a, a Venom offshoot. Um, looks ridiculous. That's fine. <laughs> but then, you, you, so you go into this fight against her, and it's like this weird mix of her being honest and you gaslighting her. Like, she's bringing up all these issues that she has, like, legitimate issues with Peter Parker, where she's like, I have to work for this asshole because you can't keep a job and you can't pay the bills. And the whole time he's like, no, no, that's the Venom talking. You you actually love me. Like, this, right. is, this is not a real thing. And then and then it, like, turns into, like, you do that a lot. And then and then it turns into, like, you telling her how much how much you love her. She she like brings up her book. She she or or you say, like, no, you, like you love helping people. And she's like. He, uh, Peter Parker says, you love helping people. You even wrote a book about it. And she's like. 
nobody read that book. And then, like, kind of Mary Jane's actual personality starts coming through, and she's like, no, I don't mean that. Like, even if, even if, only, even if it only helped one person, like, that, that, that made it all worth it, which is the biggest cliche ever. And then, and then Peter Parker's like, I read it, and it, it helped me. And she's like, I'm always helping you. And he's like, no, no, that's the venom. Like, do, Jeff, don't, um, don't feel yeah, bad about that. You describing and, this and made he, me like it more. I, I do like, like that I think moment. it's one of the few honest conversations, close to honest, yeah. genuine she's conversations. Honest. In, she's honest. She's honest. But the part that, that annoys me is that he's just like chalking it up. No, that's like the evil venom, like making you resent these things about me. But I think that's and interesting. Actually, actually, you really love me and I really love you. But the whole time you're just like mercilessly beating the out of her for like 20 minutes and then you, and then you get to the end you get to the end and you come out of it and then she apologizes to you for almost killing you and she's like i'm sorry like i haven't been myself for a long time this conversation comes right after like as you as peter parker have you've just gotten rid of the venom suit yourself you haven't really even talked to her at that point and there was an entire sequence right before that where you tried to kill her and chased her through this entire tunnel, almost murdering her. And then she apologizes to you as like, uh-huh. no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. You just beat the shit out of me. Okay, for I agree that minutes. men is the dumbest thing every year, but I feel like it's still a good part of the game. <laughs> I also I don't think you should undersell how stupid the design is, because that was really <laughs> what struck me is that it it's is. like and it's it, from the it, comics. Truly, I get it. It's yeah. like. Venom, Venom is an alien symbiote, this hulking black mass of whatever. And then MJ takes it, and it's like sexy, long hair, big breasts Venom. Hold on, it's I'm like, Googling it. it. What it is, the yes. hell? <laughs> it, looks, it, it looks like comic book design from like 1990, which I assume is. is what it is. Yeah. But it's like, it's so bad compared to every other design in the game that like my partner was sitting next to me on the couch and screaming when it happened of like how stupid she looks. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree like that I, I, like, I, I like the I long hair, the kind of weird like Pokemon Jesse kind of look to it, how it like whips. Like I don't know. Um, I, that's just Pokemon me. Like I, yeah, I, it's what it looks like. That's good. I appreciate her like anger actually coming through. Yes, I think it. it's cool um, to have her, a... her dealing with her emotions. But like the fact that Peter Parker, who's been a douchebag through the entire game, basically uh, is like, no, like he that. writes it off no, as, hey, this is this is the bad alien in you talking. This isn't how you really feel. And she basically agrees with it at the end and apologizes to him. And then and then it's like, OK, I'm don't worry. I'm back to supporting you. And he's like, oh, actually, like I'm getting this call from Miles. I got to go again. See ya. And then just like dips out of there and she's back to just being your it sounds loyal, like you're but she's angry. also quit her job at that point so she's got to get a new job to mm. f- take care of you again <laughs> and she does like, and it's a great job um sounds like you're angry at peter parker <laughs> this makes me wish we did a you can you can put peter parker not. on the list i know say we did do the cast. i just want to I'll, shout out I'll your joke then of her new job it's a great job it's so relevant <laughs> we don't need to spoil it but i love sure. that yeah uh <laughs> It's a high-paying job. It's yeah. uh, you make yeah, so much yeah, money at her huge. new job. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, Jeff. Um, I mean, spoilers over. Spoiler game. Spoiler is over. Spoilers Thank you. over. Thank you for long. Jeff, that chest. was amazing. That was amazing. Jeff, everybody. I like that was like passion. Some, it was some passion. folks in the chat uh, who wanted didn't want spoilers uh, went on mute. You know, muted the the stream and just got to watch you just gesticulate. <laughs> <laughs> it was my mind. I almost turned into venom myself. <laughs> um. Uh, Applaud passion here at Mid Max. That's right. Yeah, 
I feel like it's Unity cannot not be on this list. Like, yeah, it also I news? yeah. I think I think it's better for dumbest thing. I feel like there's so many other news stories to get to. I think this is like when the overwhelming sensation of the news story is that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah I like I like it as a lock. Yeah, like the news came out and the news was dumb. So therefore, it's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> dumb supersedes <laughs> news. Sorry, I just got jump scared by my partner coming in to the my oh, office. I didn't see reminder. him he was there. Should so. we put that on the list <laughs> then? The, the, the Alan Wake two jump scares? Uh, is that oh what he's trying God. to remind you of? Um, I feel like fast travel in Starfield is. <laughs> I was going to say fast travel Starfield. I like yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. the only one competing with Unity for me right now, personally. Uh, Jeff Lum's passion is noted, noted and respected. I'm moving Spider Man two. Fight I'm up sad there. Peter Griffin's body's not going to make it. It's I just dumb. feel like silly character looks silly in a silly game. You know, like no, it is dumb. I mean, the other things are more intriguingly dumb. Yeah, I, I yeah. get it, but also, I, I think I mean, it's a little more than silly character. It, yeah. You're right. Wait, you're right. You're right. I was. I was a bit of I mean, but also, I mean, did you I mean, look at? Is, did you look Peter at it? Though, Griffin ben? looks like it's that in wild. an episode of the show, right? Like, he does. There's one episode. I haven't watched Family Guy in many years, but like the other 400 episodes, he doesn't. True. Yeah. It's like if you had Mario, but he was skinny, long Mario, and it's like, well, he looks like that in that one level. You know, it would be really funny if Fortnite added that Mario only. <laughs> uh, I, dream. I'm just trying to move things along, but anybody anybody can say you're wrong, you're an idiot. I feel like Unity is a lock here. But I, yes, yeah, I'm I'm fine with fast travel being the other one. Really? Yeah, Mr. Passion. Yeah, I just wanted to have that conversation. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> yeah, that's so fair. You know what? I agree with Jeff. based on his descriptions and based off <laughs> you know how passionate he was. I believe him. I'm with him. With him for not letting it win. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. just saying it was a great argument. It was. All it right. Was. Is that the dumbest thing for 2023, everybody? Is the Unity fiasco charging per installs and then awkwardly trying to walk it back and blowing up the company in doing so um, and the entire Unity development scene? And then minimum dumbest thing is fast travel in Starfield. I like it. That feels great. Yeah. That feels that great. Good. All right. More categories coming up. Uh, hey, Janet, check up Jeff, um, Kelsey, uh, Kyle, Sarah, Haley. Do you know how this whole thing operates? Peter Griffin hey, and Patreon. Hey, there we go, everybody. Patreon.com slash MinMax with two N's. Jump in, help support independent games media. If you thought any of MinMax's content over the last year was worth $2, then all we ask is you jump in uh, for one month at that $2 tier. Give it a whirl. Unlock a benefit. Jump in the Discord. We appreciate it. Thank you as well to some of MinMax's biggest supporters. Of course, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, people like HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that, Janet, Jacob, Jeff, um, Kelsey, Kyle, Haley, Sarah is why it's America's number one meal kit. Who here has received HelloFresh in their lives at some point? Me. Let's see. Let the jury show. Kyle and Sarah and I have used it. Um, what's it, Kyle? Name one thing better than having that bag of pre-portioned ingredients ready to go in your fridge. I dare you. I. You're putting me on the spot here, yeah. and I 
literally can't think of anything that could possibly be better. That's the truest thing Kyle's ever said. Uh, it genuinely is awesome. I love it. I don't it's know great. how to cook, but uh, they make it so easy. 20 minutes, here's a great meal, ready to go. Uh, and they say, "'Tis the season for giving and gathering. With HelloFresh, it can be the season of saving." Actually, save money this month with fresh recipes delivered, cheaper than takeout, and with pre-portioned ingredients, you'll never waste money on excess food. So go to HelloFresh.com slash MinMaxFree and use code MinMaxFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MinMaxFree with code MinMaxFree. There are links below for all these promo codes. Um, Hey, Haley, do you know... Every month when you're like, God, I feel like I could be saving more money. What's the right step? I have so many subscriptions. What do I do? You know that feeling, Haley? Yes, I recently got billed by Adobe today. I didn't even know I signed up for anything with Adobe. They took 30 bucks from me. That's exactly it. If you had a service called Rocket Money, Haley, you could stick Adobe on that rocket and send them into outer space. And then they would be in a vacuum forever and drift off towards the Andromeda Galaxy. Tell me more. Well, Rocket Money, you see, the whole thing is Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place with over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 a year and $1 billion in total savings so far. Uh, stop wasting money on things that you don't use. I appreciate the whoa. Uh, cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash minmax. Rocketmoney.com slash minmax. Have some help finding all of those little monthly chips in your wallet that you want to get rid of that's what rocket money is all about uh that could have been smoother also thank you to our friends at i am 8-bit who's better than i am 8-bit kyle can you name one person better than i am 8-bit again putting me on the spot and i cannot think of anything not a single person your mother mahatma gandhi really nobody no, no. Wow. I am 8-bit, everybody. You can now pre-order at I am 8-bit the Persona 3 portable vinyl soundtrack or the Persona 4 golden vinyl soundtrack available for pre-order. And if I know anything about I am 8-bit, I know that Persona vinyls are flying off the shelves. These things are rarely in stock in the store because everybody wants them all the time. So it's a great chance to pre-order them. Uh, they feature uh, music, obviously, from Persona 3 and 4 by the Atlas sound team the album art is by drew wise looks beautiful go check it out at i made bits official online store it's truly wonderful and everything in that online store is 10 percent off if you use the promo code more sleigh bells more sleigh bells for 10 percent off of everything under 100 in i made bits wonderful online store it's still the holiday season everybody go in there and find a gift and help support i made bit because they're Big supporters of ours, and we can't thank them enough. Biggest news of 2023, y'all. Busy year, as always. Um, Should we put the stuff on this list that we talked about already of like charles martinet not voicing oh, audio yeah. right yes uh what do y'all uh, like for biggest the news layoffs uh, uh layoffs yeah I think gonna go layoffs. we could put embracers stuff in there too i mean i think those are kind of getting yeah. at the same beat, yeah, just, but i think just for the sake of writing out the ideas we had yeah um yeah the, like, did embracer do the most damage this year of anyone I think so. just for combined 
yeah. I, and I think it, like it, I always like with the news category to have it be those like specific headlines. Like when you wake up in the morning and check your game industry news, like a good uh, gamer person, like seeing those headlines that you could go like, what? You know, like that, that feels good. And so like the entire year being brutal for layoffs, I'm not saying it's not a big deal. It obviously is. And it's like defining the year in a, in a big way, but it's like, yeah, is there some way to zoom it in a little bit more? And like maybe Embracer is the way to do that of like, specifically it was their, thanks to Axios was reporting their deal with the Saudi uh, folks, that $2 billion deal when that fell through, then I was like, okay, we're killing Volition. We're killing Free Radical layoffs across all of our studios. We're trying to sell Gearbox. Like that's just implosion uh, based yeah. on the Saudi money not coming through. It was so huge. I will say I I I know you you like the focus, yeah. but because it was such a recurring thing, mm-hmm. I like it in this instance to be more of an umbrella thing because it affected so many different people in the industry and so many different sectors. Like, like I, I don't know. I kind of like the broad approach in this instance rather than sure. focusing on one particular you know quote-unquote layoff yeah um, i'm leaning kyle's way too like sure. just the fact that it was consistent it wasn't like it happened once in january and once in december or something it was like every quarter there was no, like, no, it, it, like it literally started the first week in january and has continued through today you know like with almost no stopping <laughs> it's just like every four days another headline mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's frustrating. yeah um lob it out there folks yeah uh the um so was, uh, you know, the Activision Microsoft sort of merger yes. has officially happened, but I think the more newsworthy element of that that's related to it was that crazy leak yes, that happened huge. as a result mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, if you remember, uh, I like this the was... leak more than the sort of these two big companies are finally one company. Yep, I think that's huge, especially because it's been such a long burn for that. Yeah. But having that leak where it's like, wait a minute, because the thing that was wild about it is it's not just like. Oh, we learned about a bunch about Activision, but because of this leak, we like learned that The Last of Us Part Two cost two hundred and twenty million because Sony and Nintendo were part of this court case. Like all of their filings also got leaked because of a shoddy upload. And of course, gamers are going to be hardcore enough to find this in a way where the government's not had to deal with it before. But that was uh, wild. And then also as part yeah. of that, like you got to see Console all console details, game announcements that happened. Yep. Happen like Dishonored yeah. 3 is on there. A ton of Microsoft's upcoming slate, especially from Bethesda. And then yeah, the Xbox Series X refresh, the all digital refresh, that weird cylinder thing, which remember when they showed that? <laughs> like it's like, here's a picture of the next Xbox thanks to this court case. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that was colossal. So that, um, that was a leak from internal parties, not an external party getting the court docs, like someone by mistake. Like I'm trying to remember. Too much yeah. stuff. There's definitely a Ooh. finger pointing game of like, you did it. No, yeah. you did it. And it turns out it was, I think it was from Microsoft's end. I yeah. think. Yeah. I know they the actually FTC. said it like public instead of not basically right. for a second. Oh my God. That is my nightmare. That keeps me up every night that I'll do something dumb. Like, so we can't let that win or <laughs> Haley's never going to be able to go to sleep. Um, E3 officially dying? Yes. Uh, yes. Good one. Yep. That's a good one. I mean, it's funny. I was going back through my notes for the biggest news stories. And I wrote down E3 being canceled. It's like, yeah, I guess back in the start of the year when they canceled it yeah. for this year, that was a big deal. Then it's like, oh, now it's super canceled. Times. Well, yeah. yeah they, and then they canceled 2024. And then, yeah. so yeah, E3 died three separate times this yeah. year. I mean, it's, that's a huge one for sure. Uh, the GTA uh, trailer. Yeah. Ooh, Quantifiably. That's another good one. Um, yeah. Yep, and the GTA leak was last. year, It was right? last year. Yep, we had it up yeah. there. It was last year. Um, 
I, I the Last of Us multiplayer game, which was like yesterday yeah. at this yeah. point, uh, it may be recency bias and all, but I was like, whoa, okay, that's a that's now. A, I think one. I think that's a really interesting one because of and if we had a proper min max show this week i'm sure we'd be talking about it i can roll the intro again we can make a mini episode right now (laughs) that's right um the letter that they wrote with it where they were like we can either become a studio that only does a live service game or we can keep making single player games i think is like it kind of encapsulates the like i don't want to say live service collapse but essentially like the the live service economy being pushed to a breaking point this year yes no, you absolutely. know the other way I read that letter, which is maybe rude of me, because uh, I actually would I would much prefer them choose to make single player games. Like I want them to make that choice, but you know that joke that sometimes people do is like, oh, I don't want to work out because I don't want to get too big. You know, I kind of felt like it was like yeah. Naughty Dog being like, well, this game is obviously just gonna be uh, too much of a hit, and uh, we're not gonna be able to sustain that. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was diabolical PR. It's the best spin you can put on that is be like, well, we know you're disappointed about this, but look. I mean, we want to keep making those single player games, so we chose single player games, right, guys? Or it's like, yeah, yeah it's just I, I see it as a false dichotomy. Ooh, obviously, like, cancel you can, it. Or it's like you can release yeah. a multiplayer game that doesn't consume your entire studio. People just want the equivalent of factions. Like, I understand you had ambitious plans for it, but I, I think you're right that it is a sign of just shifting winds at Sony with their online services. And part of that is, I think, some of the biggest news that Jim Ryan is stepping down as head of PlayStation. Right. Um, this is not, uh, it, it, it doesn't do, Ben, your uh, one headline thing, but uh, community-funded gaming journalism. Oh, uh, like, interesting. I don't know exactly mm. how to phrase it, but uh, essentially the the collapse of corporate games journalism and the mm. rise of 17 different Patreons. Yeah. Yeah, especially, I mean, uh Friend of the show from Axios just split off. Um, Totillo, yeah. yeah, Totillo yeah. to to create his yeah, own. Yeah, so it's like it's it's Totillo, it's aftermath, it's remap, it's uh, whatever second the wind. zero punctuation one is called. Second wind, yeah. Uh, second wind, uh, you know, and and you could just keep naming them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and hey, Max did it first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the way I remember it too. Um, we were the it, first ever Patreon. In the yeah. realm of kind of, you know, community online stuff, the Gerard the Completionist charity fraud scandal this year, do you think that falls for biggest news? Or am I just especially really zoomed need, in on like, that? like, biggest scandal mm. I, I also, I don't, I'm not really comfortable putting that up because that is kind of also, like, YouTubers who are not journalists uh, writing things. Like, it's also, know. like, ongoing yeah mm-hmm. yeah hey, but it was a big news thing from this year i mean okay all right i mean the, the base just uh, like you can recap. write it down but I, oh, okay. I just it was a, there was a charity drive for money and then and the the um controversy is that the money has not been delivered to the charity it was intended yes. for uh okay. yes it was just sitting in a bank account and there's over $600,000 sitting in the bank account and every year throughout the completionist was saying they were donating it and they're working with all these other institutions and nonprofits and they were not. And then uh, after two videos came out, that was pretty damning because it's like, all right, here's all the money <laughs> that's sitting in the bank account. But then also they had all these like corporate sponsors for these golf events and all that money was not accounted for. So just a lot of like, where's that money? Why wasn't this deposited? Why do you keep saying it was deposited? Um, and then eventually they deposited it. Um, towards a nonprofit helping out uh, with their mission. But at the same time, it's like, there's still a lot of money that's unaccounted for and just a lot of back and forth about like, it's 
it's confusing and shady, and he yeah. has not been. And the I most hear clear. Jacob's point that it sounds like it's like re- not yeah. like thoroughly reported on in the most traditional way. Well, yeah, not anyway. the most traditional way, but it seems it seems pretty yeah. thorough. But okay, um, yeah. the he did put out a reaction video down. as well. But anyway, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't this. either. I don't even know why it's on this list. <laughs> Uh, the e-shop yeah, who put this Wii on Wii U here? and 3DS. Yeah. Love it. Sorry, Love it. Man, I keep talking over it. Wii U and, yeah. e- and 3DS eShop. And that's... Help me out. What layer of shutdown is this? Is this... I can't download games I already bought, or just you can't buy any more new stuff? Oh, certainly the latter. I'm not sure about the former. Okay. I think maybe both. Mm. Um, and there's a similar... Is the Xbox 360 shop like i think down? It's, no it's that's next year but okay. it was announced that it will be shutting down sure the nintendo one in particular just just to i, I don't know if it's going to be on the two but it, it hit me like in particular because there were so many classic games that were available like there were a lot of the you know the best way to play a lot of n64 games and super nintendo games and game boy advance games yeah was through wii u and like that's and they just shut it down you know and it's and that's a bummer yep yep um, I, I should try to pull up my own reporting because I don't I don't remember the exact numbers now. But uh, the especially like for Game Boy, Game Boy Color and stuff, it went from something like eleven percent of those games were available um, to I think three or four when the eShop wow. shut down. So I mean, it was a really big jump for um, uh, just things that. From- I was gonna say it's fine. We have Alone in the Dark on Switch now, so like we're we're That's good. True. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kelsey. On that note, I had on my list uh, your study there at the Video Game History Foundation um, and everybody's work over there that so that eighty percent of games are unavailable to play. Eighty-seven percent. And shout out to uh, Library Director Phil Salvador for being really the the spearhead of that project. But it was just probably the most important reporting that. The numbers that must have been crunched to get that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can read the full report is long and you can see the whole process. And it was it was wild. Yeah. I I mean, it was it was impressive how much traction that had when that report dropped. I mean, I think the biggest kind of explosion of press, maybe for the Video Game History Foundation. They've been doing a lot of great stuff recently, too. For sure. Um, uh, But like everyone was was picking it up. It was wild. I mean, um, the goal with that was like get on NPR and I think I think three NPR segments were made. Whoa. So I'm, yeah. <laughs> Best thing, NPR coverage of video game history. Um let's see. Look, I know we're all sick of talking about it. Sarah, close your eyes and ears. I mean, is the fact that the Mario movie is uh the second highest grossing animated movie of all time, is that Biggest news, just the juggernaut that that thing was at the box office. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a, a kind of a, addendum to that, which for, to me is even more interesting, which is the Five Nights at Freddy's movie yeah. making mm-hmm. like infinite money, yeah. you know, because it's like Mario felt like almost kind of a, a sure thing. But like Five Nights at Freddy's making as much money as it did, I feel like is almost more of a yeah. like video game movies are going to be a thing. Yeah, it's like Blumhouse's most successful movie at this point, right? Yeah. That's because you guys just don't live with a 12-year-old. <laughs> Quit <laughs> bragging? <laughs> um, no, I just, I just know it's very popular with that age group, you know, like that 11 oh, to 14. Like it's it's yeah. massive. It's, you know. it's And you know Janet's cool because she Star calls it FNAF, Wars. so she's hip. And it's on I mean, FNAF. I'm I'm aware. I'm aware of the the cultural impact of FNAF and the you know. 
uh, in the community. We talked about it a little bit earlier, but like the big Microsoft shuffle that happened at the start of the year where they laid off 10,000 people and then gutted 343, canceled uh, the Coalition's projects from the Gears studio. Like it would just seem like a bloodbath earlier this year. Um, but again, I know overall layoffs that kind of factors in, but specifically like canceling, um, you know, reorganizing all of Halo Infinite, you know, the idea of 343 no longer making new Halo Infinite content is a pretty huge pivot from them saying is going to be a platform like Destiny that would live on forever. Um, like that we can tell one. that you're copy and pasting off your own list, Ben, because the font is like <laughs> twice the size. <laughs> when it gets copied and pasted onto the main Control document. Shift v. You paste without formatting. Control Shift V? What am I? A micro, uh, Metal Gear Solid game on the PC over here? Gaze? <laughs> All right, what do y'all got? Biggest news. Uh, what do we got? I, I had this in in work of art because it is a distinct video, but the uh, the people make games reporting on the Disco Elysium ownership mm. Uh, mm -hmm. thing, which is like, it, and it, the weird thing is it doesn't even really have a like, this is what happened, but it's just like, Disco Elysium team being kind of irrevocably screwed in like seven different directions mm -hmm. that like both the the rights were kind of stolen and the people who were in charge of the project were kind of uh, bad bosses to work for and you know like whatever but it's just like we didn't know what happened with that game and now we kind of do yeah. because of that people make games video I love it mm. Um, Respawn canceling a new Titanfall single player that reporting leaked. Uh, um, yeah. That's gutting. Canceling new Titanfall. I uh, have that Epic finally won that antitrust case against Google like yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah. It was like a three year long battle, but they're going to escalate it again. So it's probably not done actually. But they technically, as of today's date, have won that. Okay. Uh, thank you for following all legal proceedings. Um, Nintendo put a guy in debt slavery for his whole life um excuse me the, yeah the uh there was there was like a big uh nintendo piracy lawsuit in which there was like one guy who was kind of slapped with a huge fine and the end result is like nintendo gets 30 percent of his earnings until they reach 10 million dollars uh, which is just forever so it's you know it's it's a it's a weird you know it's a weird thing. Obviously, the guy did something that was technically illegal, but in the way that Nintendo seems like unusually punitive in Jesus these cases, Christ. this is just like this guy's in, kind of enslaved to Nintendo forever. Judicial remedies was the wildest course I ever took because the way in which our courts determine how to like remedy damage is wild. Like, for example, if like a kid gets injured forever. They they consider like was that kid going to be someone who worked in an office or a firefighter or like just based what? off what they wanted in the future and if they Ooh. wanted to be a firefighter before the damage was caused and now they can't they get way more money than if they had assumably going to be an office worker who sat in a chair because they got that taken away from them but you have to prove that they had like an intent to be a firefighter yeah. or, like Weird. someone who moves around or something wait okay what's the highest value what like is it is it like doctor or something like what is just so we i know what to tell know children what we to say, say in case they yeah. get yeah yeah, yeah no for real podcast yeah so maybe maybe music make your kids right? on record before they ever get hurt say i want to be the best runner in the <laughs> The and world. record it. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have a recording. It's just like every permutation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
but it's, it's wild. Like, like just for that instance, like they can they can't get money back from him. So like, I wonder how they arrived at thirty percent. Like that seems like such a random number, but that was probably like dozens of people doing math to like the ideal percentage rate to give it back. But like objectively, that sounds whack. But I'm really curious to like, read <laughs> why they en- ended on thirty percent. I love the and official the lawyer. Objectively, term. that sounds whack. Uh, yeah. Your Honor, that's whack. <laughs> Uh, gavel. Here's a, a double whammy of uh, Shinji Mikami leaving Tango and Kamiya leaving, leaving Platinum. Kind of those old Resident Evil legends yeah. leaving the studios that they founded or co-founded. Um, that's, that was a Did big deal. Did that Sega guy go to jail this year for gambling? That was last year. Or like stock oh, thing or last year? Yeah. Did he get also, like he's not in jail. trial this year? Oh. But he, I mean, he is like, I, I forget, I don't know. Haley, help me out here. He's not, he's not like sitting in a jail cell, but he is, he's in trouble. Yeah. He's in trouble. All right. Uh, hey, you guys want to get into acquisitions? Uh, I bet you have a long yeah, list of them. Read them off, Ben. Sega, this is off the top of my head, Sarah. Uh, Sega bought Rovio, uh, which was a big deal before that whole Activision uh, thing made it seem like chump change. Uh, Sony bought Firewalk. Making that yeah. first person from former uh, Destiny uh, developers, Atari bought Bubsy um, and, and Accolade. Oh my gosh, Bubsy and Chris Kohler. <laughs> um, I guess uh, <laughs> just him. <laughs> in yeah. the other stuff, I mean, Sony shut down an internal studio, uh, the Concrete Genie developers with Pixel Opus. That still is a wild thing. They're like, oh, here's the studio that we bought. Let's just go ahead and kill that right now because it's not going to live up to our wildly ambitious plans for all triple a games um but i ran the board other other thoughts out there okay i have a thousand more um hang on pixel opus sony killing killing uh we have uh let's see the playstation portal announced New PlayStation handheld, kind of, sort of. I know it's not exactly uh, that lighting up the like world. looks like a controller cut in half, was, like in Photoshop. It's something. That was like a worthy announcement for this list until you read like the first sentence of the news story of what it was. Yes. You know? you're yeah, I think like, you're right. oh, PlayStation Portable. Then you're like, it's a streaming device. And I'm like, I- all right, I'm out then. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the Xbox front, uh, the end of Xbox Live Gold. It's finally finally the end of that era i mean now i feel like these are just listing things that happened instead of biggest news that's why i don't want to add okay yeah because well for me i feel like we already have our top ones on i think we do i think we do if if i could if i could uh rework of playstation plus it's like you know i don't know i mean if we want to we can but it's like just naming things that happened the legend of zoo i like that i like the i like the opportunity to kind of like these discussions i think are you know, we make these big lists and color them down to two. I kind of like it as like a and, and as a reminder of of the year. But yeah. sure. Uh, last one I throw on there is uh, the Legend of Zelda movie being announced. I mean, that's another one of what waking about, up and uh, seeing Monster that headline. Monster Hunter Wilds announcement. Sure. At the Game Awards. Oh, okay. No. Sure. Did this make it to was that not on US? your list, Ben? It was Sorry. On <laughs> what is this tone? <laughs> I, I have uh, one more, but I don't know if it made it to the U.S. The the class action against Epic that parents were doing out of B.C that Fortnite's too addicting and they're like targeting Ooh. children with with um, malicious intent. Mm. Oh, this is a canon thing. Did that, make, thing. It, did that I, make it to y'all or is that a Not in a way that really sunk into my brain in any way, but... It's interesting. No. Like they were it trying to argue to that like it's essentially like the way that casinos trick brains into making them do things they don't want to do. Like Fortnite's doing that to children and making and them... And they're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm all... Yeah, please. Uh, please yeah. help me. 
this is it, it's barely news because it didn't kind of do anything but the weird twitch nudity saga that oh happened my God. Over i was gonna submit that for dumb 48 thing. hours of that yeah. what yeah. is what is that help me out they they said what is nudity briefly yeah what, how, how do you yeah. do that um which they, twitch they, allows artistic nudity and then decides that was a bad idea immediately walked yeah like, oh, one like no, 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 day no. after because the exact thing everyone thought was gonna happen happened which was a lot of nudity. Oh, okay. That seems yeah. to be part of the rule. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Ben, they're like, why don't you guess? Like, this seems fine. It's like the yeah. It's like this seems fine. Then they're like, actually, this is not what I wanted. You took it too seriously. Yeah. What I about Twitch know. just uh, being pulled out of all South Korea? Because like that's too expensive. Yeah, that was big news. Pulled out of. I watched South some Korea. very sad Twitch like Twitch creators in Korea being like, mm. oh crap like this is gonna affect my whole life that was that was brutal yeah yeah um all right biggest news the so, you know i just i want i just because of sarah mentioned monster Hunter rise you know one of my favorite maybe like video game announcements that was like truly surprising this year i feel like there weren't a lot of surprising announcements was um prince of persia like okay. that was prince like, of it's returning? like that's it's finally coming back it's like way overdue i didn't expect it to look like this yep um I know, I'm very excited for that game. Janet, I think we've both played it at this point, and uh, yeah. Uh, but just the announcement <laughs> of that was one of my favorite games. Yeah. Well, I got less excited for the game hearing you talk about it just now, Go. Sorry. Uh, I guess I yeah. was this year. For the announcement? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was Summer Games It felt Fest. like it was, mm-hmm. oh god, that yep. feels like, like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, slam dunky stuff, industry layoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do y'all think? Canceled forever? I think Formally? that's big. That's big. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. We're, it's been such a like slow burn, but just that headline that E3 is no more is is a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, to us, I, to I think us. the um, the the leak, it's like what's the, the yeah. bigger like impactful yeah. one. Yep. Yep. Uh, Trustmark Nine no longer voicing Mario. I don't that's know if it's hanging big. in the top two, but it was it was big. I'll put it up there just to be it's, friendly to Charles. Um, it just it just needs a little frowny face, like Sarah was saying. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. it's you know, it's like I don't I don't think it should be in the top two, but the GTA Six trailer, yes, I mean, is like, like literally like the fastest views. viewed video ever on YouTube. Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's pretty undeniable. I think that does have that asterisk, but mm-hmm. even non music, hugely impressive. <laughs> yeah, non music video. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Tom Petty. It is greatest day in 2023 somehow. Apparently, for them using that song, yeah. and he's a no. The Spotify man. plays on that song like just went crazy. No, I imagine uh, within the hours. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, he probably got like twenty dollars off that. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think was it Snoop Dogg? Don't spend Dog it all in one said, place. Hell? Snoop Dogg broke a a billion listens on Spotify, and it was like amounted to less than fifty grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god, it's like nothing. That's crazy. It's yeah. wild, but I think that I mean, I argue Jim Ryan stepping now is pretty big, but I don't think it's hanging with the rest of these here. Um, yeah, that's like one of those news stories that's like doesn't ultimately feel like it affects anything. I think it's just it because just, I the, feel like the, when the CEOs leave, you know? Yeah, like the impact yeah. isn't really like yeah. felt at this moment. And then especially I think as outsiders looking in, like maybe internally that's felt more than yeah. Yeah. other. I think I think PlayStation switching up their live service tune is kind of a big thing. But I feel like there's not a great thing that encompasses that. Like, I don't know, Last yeah. of Us getting canceled, like maybe, but eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, the, um, the the video game history foundation study. Thank you. I, I couldn't do it myself. You need to, <laughs> Kelsey. You need to do this type of thing. Yes. Uh, the the games journalism one. Yes. Yes. You yeah. know, and and it kind of it almost feels like it will maybe be a bigger story next year yeah. because I yeah. just feel I feel like the story is eventually this is going to stop working, but it hasn't yet. So I I don't know mm-hmm. if yep. we should like wait for that. <laughs> but it's like you know they've all succeeded which is great but it's like right. it still feels very unsustainable to me but like the unsustainability isn't a headline yet mm-hmm. yeah yeah we'll see um i think industry layoffs is tough not to be number one if that's how we're bundling it up yeah I, I, yeah I, I think it's a good number one just because it was so prevalent it's it's that weird thing every 2023 discussion is like yeah some of the best maybe one of the best video game years ever for like releases and then on the other side of it it's just like one of the worst years People ever in video games like for being employed by the industry and that's like a, also, a frustrating dynamic it'll have the longest tail you know yeah, it's yeah. like this is the thing that we'll be feeling 10 mm-hmm. years from now yeah 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 was it now over 7000 8000 like uh, a 9 Thousand. I put in the text updates chat that we have. Um, mm. Someone made a website called VideoGameLayoffs.com that sort of I was starts to aggregate. Thank you. The information and and this doesn't even include some of the like more generalized layoffs like that you mentioned. Ben with like the 10k from Microsoft, like general, yeah. right? And not to mention, there's so many layoffs where we don't know the number of people affected. So yeah, it is. It's like the thing of the year, yep. unfortunately. Yep. Um. I I think I would go FTC trial leak. I think over E3 yeah, canceled. Same. I think the leak was bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they showed Microsoft's next console um, and it just it impacted everybody, like every corner of the industry from this freaking case that went on forever. I just love seeing how they talk to each other internally. Yes. Like, all, yes. The, all the news and whatever, but like how does one person communicate news of something bad happening to another person internally at that company? Right. And like do they say, oh crap, look, or do, are they like very <laughs> professional? Like I want to know how they talk. And the classic thing of that's Phil Spencer email that I think everybody made too much of a deal of, of him just being like, boy, it'd be freaking sweet if we could buy Nintendo. And everyone's like, oh, but it's like, they're going to buy Nintendo. He was trying to talk like, Wow, they want to buy a really powerful and popular company. That's right. why. Wild. Right. Would I'm think, make a headline would right that? now. Minmax, we're interested in buying Nintendo. We're looking into it. <laughs> we're thinking about console wars. <laughs> would they accept one thousand dollars and thirty percent of all our earnings? <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, is this it, everybody? Biggest news is industry good. layoffs, and then uh, yeah. minimum runner-up is FTC trial leak with Microsoft and Activision. Uh, all right, <laughs> that's it, baby. Um, now the easy one. <laughs> Someone's been adding to this dog. Uh, here we go. The game we all agree no. is probably good, but we did not play. All right, ready, ready for the open and close. Ooh, yeah, I am. Oh. Remnant two. Ooh, here's the problem though. Oh. I played and beat this that game. Oh, every year. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that's, that's... Persona 5 Tactica. Oh, okay. that's a that's good fair. one. Was planning on playing it, never got around to Everyone it. on Earth was planning on playing it. Um, yeah. Did anybody start it? No. All right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, um, I, uh, I, I got one. 
Oh, real quick, uh, do we want to like the remnant one? Like because yes, I played it, does that automatically disqualify yeah. it? Is it's that, it's that pretty. It's, I mean, yeah, you beat it. You said you played yeah. all of it. I'll get, I'll yeah. get rid of it. But we didn't talk about it on the podcast, did we? No, I, I mean really. commenters were frequently mad at us for not talking about that game, which okay. I feel like should hold some level of sure. sway. Uh, we'll leave it <laughs> yeah, on the list, yeah. but towards the bottom as of now, unless Kyle okay. recants his for evidence. This. Actually, uh, I didn't play it. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, I got uh, Darkest Dungeon 2. Did yeah, I play? That, was, Great. that was on my list. Yeah. Great mm. choice. I knew there was something in that vein. There's going to be a lot of twos on here, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, um, one one for me that's lingering that I, I want to try is Chance of Sinar. Oh, like that, oh, I feel oh, a lot of people have played it. Yeah. Okay, you guys still Tom, Kyle. Come still time. Yeah. Uh, uh, did any of us play Bomb Rush Cyberfunk? Yeah. No. I, oh, I started it. Um, I was scared away by the I know. Movie. I know Leo streamed it too. You're scared um, away. Me too. Oh, I was scared away too. No, no, it, it's it's it good. So it's just yeah. If you're really into Jet Set, it's good. But should we pull up that Metacritic, Ben? Um, I don't know. You be saying stuff like, "I'm just happy it's here," and I'm like, "I don't think you like this game." <laughs> uh, I, this I, is. I don't know about other people uh, here. Pizza Tower. Did any of yeah. us play Pizza mm. Tower? Oh, yeah. Okay. On it. Yeah. yeah. Is Asgard's Wrath 2 out yet? I think that should be on this list. <laughs> but I feel like, is it, didn't it just come out? We didn't really have a it chance did. to not play it. it. I mean, I wasn't going to play it either way. Is, so is maybe, anyone <laughs> planning on playing it? I, I like will. <laughs> I will when I get um, when I get the... Oh, hello. Uh, my Sorry, quest I'm back. Googling it because I've never heard of it. Like, it just came out one second ago. Don't like, we, we didn't have to say a that, chance like, to fail We agree yet. that it was probably good. We do agree. It's a 10 yeah. out of 10, according to IGN. We agree. Oh, it's a 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a big VR all game. Agree. This game I don't know. Fun. I didn't realize that we all collectively agreed that this was clearly a good game. Should, yes. should one of dumbest things been people getting a little bit too flippant with these tens? Should that have Ooh. been? <laughs> Ooh, girl, Kyle. I was saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, hey, there's, there's no such thing as an incorrect review, technically. Sarah. <laughs> there was, though. I know, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we all agree it's probably good. Um, yeah. Sarah, have you heard of Against the Storm? No. It is a rogue like city builder that went 1.0 this year. It is it is the top of my list of like oh I've been meaning to play it and I haven't gotten around to it, but it, it went 1.0 within the last couple weeks and it's been sitting at overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Everybody loves it as a rogue like city builder sim and it looks freaking awesome. Um, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. But that's that's up there for me personally. Uh, House Flipper two, I played that. Yeah, how dare you? That's a it is really good though. I'm about to start it. So it would be on this list had I not okay. played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wargroove 2 came out this year? That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. I haven't played it. Okay. I didn't, no one played it, I don't think. And it is good, right? I heard it was I, good. I'd assume. <laughs> no one played it, so we don't, have no, you know, we don't the, know. The key word is probably Janet. <laughs> it's yeah. really, it's I think people the said that game was good, right? Like, I think so. Yeah. Um, ben, you might have played this. Street Fighter 6? Yeah. Okay. I did play. I was. I think it's an interesting. I'll put it in the Remnant Two area, but I had uh, one really fun night of playing it. Um, Hallow's Principle Two. So yeah, I, I started yeah, it. Played it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the System Shock remake. Oh, that's a. Good I started one. That's it. A good one. Oh, okay. Janet started I did, it. That I did it. play like it. two hours of it. Okay. All right. You could well, maybe leave it at the bottom with that. 
that thing Kyle did. That's so. right. I want to say leave it at the bottom with the rejects, but I guess th- those are the accepted ones at the bottom. Um, um, well, I, I like of, that everything I don't know, this else area is, like, is kind of weird because why is the game Kyle beat? I played two on hours, here? so put it with the game that Kyle beat. Okay, I'm deleting yeah. Remnant 2. I'll make a third pile yeah. for Remnant 2. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, how dare you? Well, also, wait, wait, hold on. Actually, I don't want System Shock on there because, like, I. I don't think it was good. That's okay. Like, okay. You know what I mean? I know some people really like that game, but... All right, I'm deleting all those iffies. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep this um, as pure as possible. Sonic I'm... Superstars. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a good one. Oh, that's interesting. Did none of us play that? Whoa. What Sarah, where, I, what happened? I, I installed it, and then before I went on my flight last week, I uninstalled it to make room for some other game. Yeah, wow. we're supposed to agree that it was good, isn't this the yeah, game that I played right. at Summer Games Fest? Yeah, it is. And it I is. didn't like it, and I said I don't like it. But Sarah, what about Sonic Dream Team? Also, we haven't played that yet. Well, Sorry, Ben. Okay. If we want to be basic, I got a seventy-three on Metacritic, which is technically good, but also I'll take it. Okay, leave uh, it up I there. Know. I feel like we more pretty technically here, good, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Here's a controversial I've, I've one. A, oh yes, got a big one. Uh, Honkai Star Rail. I was gonna say that's the exact oh, same one. Oh. Anna played it and loved it. Uh, anybody else? Anna lives it. Anna it's, lives it. Lives it. Loves it. I watched my kid play it for 20 minutes. Does that? It's like I'm like ideologically opposed. <laughs> to it kind of so i don't know if i agree that it's good but it's like it's a big well-reviewed yes. game mm-hmm. of 2023 yep i agree hey speaking of which i don't know what anybody was talking about at any time with this but suika game can anybody what is that it's a match three oh on my Switch, god I, I love the suika game okay yeah that thing's huge why like should i love match three games should i play this or is it like a meme thing i don't understand what that is no you can you can play it it's good it's fun it's, it's so fun, fun. It? it's so addictive oh good 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 is it just Sum Sum or is it unique? Um, it's it basically like, like a match three combine. It's like you combine like three fruits to make a certain fruit, and then you combine like oh no, two fruits. You combine those to make another fruit, and the fruits get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they take up more space on your Tetris board. And if they pop out the top, then you lose. So okay. basically, it's very similar to Sum Sum, but you can't like because in Sum Sum, couldn't you like shake them around? A little bit. In this game, yeah. you can't. In this okay. game, you can't, and they kind of just roll around. I want to try. It's only like three bucks. So that's like the yeah, weird. I think thing. it might yeah. be. They're like having a deal, and it might be free now. Hey, I bought it with my yeah. Nintendo points, so it was free. Do I have my Switch? This is I'm one sure that I think a lot of us started, but it is a big gap for us. Diablo Four. Hmm. Oh, I played I like really, a lot, a good chunk. Okay, of that, okay, though. all right, never mind. Yeah, I yeah, I really good. tried that game because like I've never liked. Th- that genre in general yeah. and i was like i think maybe i'll i'll give this one a real go and see if it's just my disconnect with the genre or what and like i just couldn't do it after an hour sure. i was like this is just doing nothing for me so, no people but I did play it a little bit people in the backstage pass uh chat they're trying to shame us janet by screaming about bayonetta origins technically, yeah, we played that. technically a lot of us <laughs> yeah. started it we just didn't also finish it. how do you guys know we didn't finish it yeah we haven't even said yet that we haven't yeah. finished it <laughs> yeah, come on now don't at me on What's monday when, you know <laughs> like but, a lot hey. of us put at least several hours yes. into it yep. right yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, and this, this isn't together personal failure okay this is game we didn't play right <laughs> get um, it together chat amnesia the bunker no I, I made a whole video about that oh yeah 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 that was the best one of the year uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm so in. Good save. a good one. What's that, Jacob? Yeah. Did any of us even touch it? Which one? No. Ghost, Ghost Runner 2? 2? No. I think that's a great choice. I've downloaded it, but that's that's as far as I got. Yeah. There's an indie game that's a deck builder roguelike that 
seems cool and it's sitting at overwhelmingly positive again, but Cobalt Core? Oh, um, um I mean, I didn't start the full build of it, so I guess. I okay, but like a preview of it? I demoed it at PAX. Okay, so. it seems it seems cool. It is cool. Um, Turbo Overkill? Is oh, actually, I played that. All right, remove that. Um, um did, did anyone, well, it's not, it's has like a 77, so I don't know how good it is. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, did anyone play that? I like the no, but one. I'm not allowing it to be considered good. So take okay, off the list. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I didn't want to, you know. Sarah, didn't as you soon direct as I said it, I was like, yeah, just shut up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Um, are you all ready to explode? I'm asking it, you. This right. isn't the name of the game. Don't, don't, you, reference? don't yeah. you do it. Don't do it? <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's dropping a big, sticky, gross bomb into the whole thing. But there's an obvious game here. Oh, right. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, yeah. oh yeah! Touch it. I mean, everything that I've read about that, even apart from the obvious, doesn't make it sound like a good game. I will say, like the people who are in Harry Potter that have played it do think it's a good game. Like, I mean, just the people that I know. Good reviews, um, yeah. It's just that. Do they think it's good? Just because it's yeah. fun to walk around. Because I, when I was a kid, I used to just play the Prisoner of Azkaban game to walk around. Right. But like, <laughs> I assume that's it goes not, beyond. Not a good that. game. I just had a good imagination. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, I, I think a lot of reviewers that i trust who played that game quite liked it right yeah. it's just nobody here wanted to play it um any other options for throwing on here <sighs> detective pikachu returns <laughs> no but it has to be good it, once again it has to be good <laughs> yeah okay that's true. um all right is this uh, the list well, oh yes please janet sorry no no we y'all probably were all up in that dead cells castlevania thing yep. so yep. yeah i played that a lot yeah we yeah. lived it we breathed it. it uh okay honkai star rail i'm that's feeling pretty, i mean that's probably the biggest game on this list that we played the least certainly yeah other, other it, than hogwarts I, so can we talk about the spirit of this list absolutely because i feel like i feel like the these are games that we wanted to get to and wanted to play, but right. we just didn't get yeah. to it. That's and I don't know. Forgot about yes. it. I don't know if Honkai Star Rail. You're right. I mean, it doesn't you're for right. me. Sorry, maybe Anna. other people. Yeah, no. No, I think I you're have. right. It, you need to have that inner feeling of like, oh, you feel guilty about it. I think that's. I think that's I, important for this. I category. like Kelsey's Persona Five Tactica pick for that reason. Then, because yeah. I really wanted to play that, but I, I could just not sit down and start it. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty. I don't know about why. Not that it. said, I mean, yeah. the reviews weren't glowing. Uh, it was like a low 80s, right? Like 83 or something? It's like pretty good. That's like what I would right. expect from a tactics yeah. game. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. I feel like once you're at the risk of triggering like an audience that sometimes gets too obsessed with review scores, like 80 plus, it's like, that's a pretty good game, I feel like. Generally. Yep. Obviously, yep. I don't agree with every game that gets like an 80 that I would rate it the same, but I feel like that's pretty solid. I, I do want to play Asgard's Wrath too. I, but it just came same. out. I feel like you, this could be yeah. good for next year. Like if you don't play it, next we're never year, going to. We're never going to. Because you you have year. like what one day to play it. Like I just feel like that's why it shouldn't. I, be I agree. For that um, Darkest Dungeon there. Two feels like a good. That is great. That would be yeah. like I am sure that game is rock solid. Yes, yep. you know, like yep. I I bet there's it's mechanically inventive and all that, and it's just and all that good stuff. It. Just as a quick gut check, because I don't have i also was interested in playing tactica but i also i was kind of equally interested in that in war group two is is tactica the obvious winner between those two they're both kind of similar boxes i think i, think I, I, like I might appeal to more to a broader audience maybe okay. yeah yeah um okay i i feel like maybe darkest dungeon two above persona five if these are our two slam donkeys how's everybody else feeling 
I like how much you've said donkey. <laughs> yeah. I keep saying the, I would the only other one that I might poke is Ghost Runner 2. I don't know. Yeah, if but the, I, the reviews of those that were pretty middling. I mean, yeah. I really liked Ghost Runner 1, and I haven't picked it up in part because people have been like, eh, you know, okay. the good parts right. are good, but. Okay. I, I like Tactica and D- Darkest Dungeon. Well, I mean, which, when I made my own list, Darkest Dungeon 2 was like at the top of mine. All right, um, so uh, what do we feel as a group? Should we put Darkest Dungeon as the big one and Persona 5 Tactica as the other one? Or is this group more into Persona 5 than Darkest Dungeon? I'm the, the other reason I would I don't push for Darkest is. Dungeon is because it's been out longer. <laughs> That's so fair. Okay. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I failed as a critic. I don't, I've never, I don't know. So if these two games were sitting in front of people and it's like, you have all the time in the world now, raise your hand if you would play Persona 5 Tactica first. Okay, that's Janet, yeah, Jacob, Kelsey, would. Kyle, sure. Haley. Oh, you won me over. Just put that one first. Wow. All right. Persona 5 Tactica, congratulations. I like the energy that Jeff was bringing to this episode. It's got, like, just the right amount of of caring in one spot and then not caring in another, but it's like they're both, like, mildly aggressive, and I'm, I'm into it. Mwah. Uh, all right, Persona 5 Tactica, the game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play. And then runner-up, uh, Darkest Dungeon 2. Congratulations. You're all winners here. Best character... Is the next category, ladies and gentlemen? Oh my gentlemen. gosh! And somebody okay, has added that went into this picture. To edit it. The edits are amazing. Who would do such a thing? They are clearly a sicko. Um, and Look there's hearts shoulders. appearing. Do we? For the audio listeners, it's a picture of Leon Kennedy, like that's like edited. And don't delete it. Wow, do you want? And now it's gone. Okay, put so, it back. So that represents Censorship. Leon Kennedy on Censorship. this list. I, I honestly take Leon off of there, man. We got his shoulders <laughs> on there. No, like, yeah, we got his best feature on there. Leon, come on, like let's He's just go right Ada before we go. Leon. Yeah, pick we go Luis. Luis. We go Luis before Leon. Look, yeah, let's leave him on the list. We'll see how he hangs with everybody. I like, else. I like the picture. That's yeah, thank you. Like, Mm-hmm. Sarah, if you're um, in the shoulders, I need to share this, this this term my girlfriends and I use. So we also all love shoulders. I love that you also uh-huh. love shoulders. So so we designated as plates. So when we're out on the town, if we see, we'll be like, oh, two and a half plate or ten o'clock. Oh, like how wide the shoulders are. <laughs> We've only ever seen a three plater a couple times. Usually two and a half is enough. But I think Leon's a That's triple plater. He really yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Continue, uh, can I can I say the winning one for this category? Yeah, how hot are they? Yeah, Jeff, what is it? It's Ilmo and Yako. Absolutely, Ooh. just put them in as the Koskela. Yeah, the Koskela brothers. Oh yeah, that's they're yeah, yeah, the brothers. Good so it's like an ice climber situation. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, yeah. they go together. Yeah. Okay. I also didn't realize they were the same. Also great because he's yeah. also Sam Lake and yeah. Max Payne. It's kind of like you get mm-hmm. three for one. Yeah. Okay. Solid. God, I but I also think love about that. Saga too. I want Saga there as well. Yeah, hey, we can. I mean, put I think we those... can just put those all on there. You know, let's put them on. Everyone but Alan Wake. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everyone but Alan Wake, dude. Really? Alan? Yes. Mm, no, thank yous. Yeah, Snow- snooze fest. Are you getting snooze out? fest? This tortured <laughs> yeah. soul is a snooze fest. Like, I get it. Dance. You're an upside down. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll throw out there uh, Chai from Hi-Fi Rush. Like yes, I get, I, I get. He's a yeah. himbo, but I think he's a really well done himbo. That's just good, fun, and optimistic, and all about the power of he friendship. Be and like cringe, but he's yes, not. That's exactly. I don't know how yes. they did that. Yes, that I don't exactly know how it. they did that because every single time he opens his mouth, I'm like, here we go. But then I like him. And yes. I'm like, huh. Yep. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Um, are we putting that goo thing from Jusant in here? He got his due and best thing. A little goo buddy. Okay. Let the goo rest. <laughs> um, oh. Addison from the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. This is Mr. President Man. 
Mr. What? The sign for the president? Yes. Yeah. And oh. what, what do you like about the man who asks you to do the same thing a thousand times? Uh, do you, you mean a man? It, he's really <laughs> sticks to the bit. And uh, I just, he cracks me up every time. It's like the first time I met him, I was just like, what an absurd idea that this guy can't figure out how to prop up a sign. And then like the, the fact that you met him so many other times and he just can never figure it out. <laughs> It just was like crazy how many times funny you to me. came across and propped up that mad sign for him. I know. I liked it. it. it also, At least 50 it. times. It also functions as I felt like a good recurring puzzle because you would tackle it like, you know, like often quite differently than you would before. But also just him, his attitude and his rewards for you. Like I was always happy to see Addison. Yeah. I would always drop everything to help out Addison. Yeah. Happy Addison. Um, can we put Zelda in there? Nice sure, play. I heard that. Thank you, Haley. This is why you're <laughs> the best. I'm going to put Haley as best thing. Actually, I'm going to change. It. Um, yeah, Zelda. What, what uh, what's the reasoning there? I it's it's hard it's hard to talk about it all without going into like major spoilers. But they just like they had Zelda do something really really interesting yeah. in Tears of the Kingdom, and when you find it out, you're kind of like, oh, that's different than <laughs> things that. Zelda yeah. has done before in this series. My only argument moment, moment, moment now that I think about it. I feel it. like yeah, best moment is the best moment with that Ooh, as well. Okay. Cuz didn't they just like fridge her again? Like and then no. they kind of made up like a post excuse well, let's, like let's they were like careful. Zelda. Let's be careful. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into the best moment I think. She's gone now. I I love her characterization in Tears of the Kingdom. I it, like it's one of my maybe my favorite version of of that character uh after Skyward. Not Sword, even the chic version where she has agency? She, she's she got has agency. a lot of agency in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah she's doing oh a lot. Oh my god, yeah, so much agency. She does a ton. She does. I mean, if Absolutely. we can tear apart that screen fight, I feel like Sarah can have her piece on the Zelda thing. Uh, I don't know. Could, yeah. I think I think best, best moment is Zelda's Midna, but you know, mm, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Midna's Haley's right. right. Uh, let me throw out one that's not going to get any traction. Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 1, uh, I feel like is fun as hell. Like he starts out in this whole reboot, and he's like a snake oil salesman. Um, and then he goes literally from that lowest of the low level to just being smug, all powerful, pulling in a huge army and overthrowing the entire thing. But just his performance, he's one of those characters that like, yeah, Shang Tsung, we've all had him a thousand times, yada, yada, yada. But every time he's on screen, it's just so much fun to look at. He's just the most smug piece of shit, And he's, he's delightful uh, throughout that game. So shout out to Shang Tsung, my boy um, that everyone Gar- respects. Girl from Sea of Stars. There we go. Like- one of my favorite characters in any game ever. I love, yeah. adore him. You want to? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was on my list too, Haley. I, Carl yeah, great. Yeah, because some he's like his characterization. He's just he's a very kind guy. He's very empathetic and thinks of others first and stuff. And that's very tropey. Like you know, you hear that all the time. Like oh, I put my my you before myself. Blah blah blah. But they handle his characterization in a very nice way, where he feels like a dude I know now. Like, he's like, oh, my friend girl. Like, they very much carefully craft his characterization of, what if we didn't fight, we were just nice to our enemies? What would happen? And it, like, made it feel fresh in a in a world where usually you just stab things with a sword. It's like, wait, let's take a beat. I'm girl. What's up? How are you? And I was like, I love you. Ah, he's just such a sweetie. And he's a great cook. And he's a great little uh, cook. Look, while we're talking about good-hearted guys who want to help people... Kazuma Kiryu in Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. I'm not familiar with Kiryu. Yeah, no, sorry, Joryu. Joryu. Joryu's cool. Okay. Sarah, I'm curious who would you would pick from Baldur's Gate 3. I would just pick all of them, right? That's so like fair. literally every single companion. I wouldn't be able to choose one. 
Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like category. Not so that means none go on the too? list, Sarah. So be careful. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ben, start writing. Asterian. Hey, okay. Carlisle. You're going to make the cases for all these? Gail's third. Yeah, sorry, Gail. Okay. No, I mean, like, he should be lower. He should Do be Gale. lower. But I still kind of like this character. Okay, Asteri- uh, hang on. Asterian, Gale, Shadowheart. Carlac, you haven't written Carlac down. Carlac. Is that like 14Ks? <laughs> is that? ACA. No, that's oh, that's no, close enough. We know it. We know. A-R-L, A-C-K. She's the devil woman. Give us my girlfriend. She's also my girlfriend. Wow. Yeah, nice. We can share her. Okay, is this... I can Hold on, hey Ben. That. Just just be confusing in the middle of this. Can you throw Miles from Spider Man Two? Okay, <laughs> hang on. We got we got we should give these characters their due because I, I have no sense of why any of these characters are the best. I can I can appreciate why that Asterian probably is like the public's pick. Personally, yeah. I adore Carlac. She's like one of my I love her so She's much. My like what I'm about quite her? literally in love with her. She. She's so fun. Like she literally has the best little cute lines. If you romance her, she's so cute, and she's like genuinely like I'm like you're my girlfriend. Like I love her. I love having her around. She approaches problems in a cute way. Mm-hmm. Her voice actor is fantastic. She's so good at reading lines. Whether she she makes Carlac pissed off or really sweet, like everything hits very nice. But Asterian's also so like I love Asterian, but I just like Asterian has some personally. great lines. His yeah, and, and like, his story is also oh, really just, good. No I did spoilers, the part, but... the act three, like his stuff in act three, and I almost cried a couple p- points because of how good his performance was in those sections as Asterian. He's very good. So it's it seems like Asterian and Carlac are kind of the upper options for Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I'm I'm team Carlac all the way. Mm. Uh, and then Asterian, yes. Okay, great. Both cool. great. Uh, Kyle, Kyle's Miles? Kyle's Miles. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just said Miles is great. Like, I love Miles. I, I think he's the highlight of that game. Like, I really, yeah. I, I, I actively, like, disliked Peter most Hell of yeah. Spider-Man 2. Yes. Uh, Thank but you. Miles is such a so sweetheart. I just would so much rather be Dude, Miles uh, playing that game. Peter sucks. This is about who we like, not Peter sucks. Peter sucks hard, seriously. I am Dude, Peter's the worst. Like, huh. he's not, he's like all the bad parts of like his rich friend, but he's also broke. So it's like, what's going on? What is the vibe? And we should punish him for that. Peter's not going to community, uh, Okay. I don't know if he should be on there, but like miles is pairing with Martin Lee, AKA Mr. Negative was like my favorite character moments of that game. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of just Mr. Negative helping to fuel miles's personality yeah. throughout the game. Yeah. Um, a character that should be on is James Savage from El Paso Elsewhere. Love it. Yeah. It's the protagonist. Yes. What's his deal? Uh so so it starts out and he seems more or less like just a a supernatural Max Payne where he's like guy addicted to drugs can slow down and shoot stuff, but like that game is is about uh essentially I guess should we do spoilers? Here I, I won't like say what happens at the end of the game, but just explaining the light spoiler shapes. gates for El Paso elsewhere, everybody. Um, like that game is about relationship abuse and and the the person that he is kind of ultimately hunting down his ex girlfriend. Like you really get into kind of the different ways that their relationship was abusive and like 
the drugs, which are just kind of a part of, like, Max Payne's gameplay. And also, I mean, Max Payne is kind of about addiction, but, like, they really serve in the metaphor, like, of dealing with abuse here. And it's just, it's it's my favorite vocal performance yeah. of this year. I think it is, like, a really, really good delivery. And it's just kind of, like, we've kind of seen that type of character before, and then they did really cool and interesting stuff with it. Yeah. Spoilers over. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. It's it's Xenoblade Chronicles three time again. Love it. Uh, <laughs> old Rex uh, from the Xenoblade Chronicles three Future Redeemed DLC. Um, I think so. Rex is the protagonist of Xenoblade two. Um, he's kind of a. I'm gonna get hate for this, but I think he's the most boring of the of the protagonists um, of the three games, and. They like completely redeem him in his older arc. Like he's not just like a I'm I'm the good guy. I've got a pure heart kind of guy. He like really seems to be smart, understand what's going on, like piece these very complicated parts of the puzzle together and um very like good dad energy. Yeah, I, I so- And he's got the coolest entrance of like any character ever in a game, which I'll bring up in the coolest moment, but I do love the idea of kind of redeeming the, the dweebs from the past. It's kind of like, you know, Metal Gear Solid riding situation, I suppose. Um, shout out to Sid from Final Fantasy 16 in terms of his characters that every time they're on the screen, uh, I was delighted to see them. Uh, obviously, the voice work is uh, fantastic. Um, but then just on top of that, just he has this whole hideaway base and then he, he reveals his plan after roping in Clive and Jill. It turns out he just wants to upend the entire world and destroy every mother crystal it's like this is an ambitious guy um but again it, final 16 you gotta admit every time he comes on screen it's a it's a delight his theme song yeah. is cool uh in terms of characters that are delightful to see on the screen, the merchant from Resident Evil 4, I'm not going to really fight for it, but shout out yeah, to yeah but they changed the, he doesn't say what are you buying yeah anymore. what the heck yeah, his that's true. Thing. They nerfed his personalities. Um, they nerfed. <laughs> I'd love to throw you put Lewis on there. Honestly, like yeah, I like I like I like the changes they made to him. Uh, yeah, I like this change too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Venba, I'll throw on this list. Uh, from the eponymous uh, Venba. Uh, this is the mom in that game, Venba, which is about dealing with a a family saga. Um, in Toronto, we've talked about Venbo before, um, but uh, trying to hold on to their culture from India as their kid is slowly drifting away to new culture. And just, I know I'm sensitive to it this year, but having a main character of a game be a stressed out mom who is being drained and giving so much of herself uh, and trying to just struggle to make it through the world and just put on a good face for her kids. Um really really got to me um and especially you know where some of the stuff goes at the end uh i think she was one of my favorite characters of the year um i like that pick thanks Haley. you're welcome <laughs> she, um, she she was like a really good character in that game even though like not to spoil where she becomes less of the point of interest yeah. in the later half she still is like the driving force of the game in, she is in the an game interesting way. yeah for sure yeah uh, a, a character that never actively appears on screen, but you hear his voice lines. Iguazu from Armored Core 6. Iguazu? I know I'm going to be alone in this. No. Uh, uh, it's got an E-U at the end. 
Um, he basically he is he is this guy who you continuously run into over the course of your playthroughs and is more kind of personally insulted by losing to you in fights than anyone else in the game to the extent that spoiler gates up for armored core six armored core six spoilers run away run away okay go um, for it. it so the the final the final boss of the game is this uh which is like after three playthroughs like the real final boss of the game is this thing called all mind which is like an ai and it's just kind of like consumed everything but the fight is weirdly like all mind has like paired with Iguazu, this just kind of loser guy who you've beat a bunch of times. And then in the middle of the fight, Iguazu, through sheer force of kind of like being pissed off, <laughs> like pushes the AI out. And so he's kind of like, I can't survive in this body. I'm going to die. But I hate you so much that like, I just need to be the one who beats you and I'm not going to let the AI do it. And so it's like, he goes from like being a running joke of just this guy who gets mad every time you beat him to like literally the final boss of the game is him. <laughs> and it's, it's very good. Love it. Spoilers over for armored core six, everybody. Um, um, Malcolm Hall- holiday in the, in the backstage chat says the narrator from slay the princess, which I just recently played thanks to Jacob's recommendation. And I agree. That's a very good character. Can you make the case I mean, or the princess? also or the princess I, I, yeah yeah this is like i mean jacob you should explain it you you've played more than me oh god so slay the princess is kind of it's like the stanley parable but it it in, doki in doki that you literature have club it's stanley parable and doki doki literature club it's a visual novel in which the narrator tells you at the beginning hey there's a princess in this cabin go and kill her and then you have a bunch of different options and each of those options leads to like very branching paths and it's like kind of a time loop thing but like every every permutation you do with the princess and the narrator will like reveal new weird elements of their backstory and like i they are they are almost kind of like time like they exist in a vacuum outside time these like supernatural beings okay. it's, it's very weird and it's hard to explain but like they're good characters i love like it. i started this at midnight one night to play it for a few minutes before i went to bed so i was like oh i downloaded i'll check it out and i played it till three in the morning and i had work the next morning like i was like i need to keep playing like it's just you'll, you'll finish like a, a round or something and then you can start right up again and it's so fun to just go again 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 and like try new things and see and, what happens and like they will remember things you did in previous runs yeah you know like okay. the princess will like reference the thing you did last time and so it's uh, it's it's very good that sounds great um backstage pass is also screaming no ati from alan wake 2 oh of course okay Ati. okay in terms of again characters are always delighted to see more of a 2019 character. That's the thing. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> okay. I like him, though. He's great. Got a lot more to do that's, here. That's a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not, he, he, he shouldn't be disqualified for that reason. But. You know, I will say we were really quick to put all these Ellen Wake characters without needing to explain them, but we had to explain the Baldur's Gate 3 characters. Which that's I what I was going to say. Yeah. Hey. Now there's a suddenly make your case situation. Yeah, I think we're, I we're, we're, we're flying. Hey, no, no BS here. Someone make the case for Ilmo and Jocko. They funny. Yeah. 
and I didn't they're know they funny, were the but same. weirdly have emotional beats that hit really hard at random times and mm-hmm. you care about them. And then they also have interesting, like, are they evil? Are they not? Questions going on the whole time. That's really fun. Yeah. Uh, and surprisingly, I think like the most emo- emotional depth, I feel like uh, from any character in Alan Wake 2, I think I felt the most for those two, which I never thought that that would be the case that going into that game. in that hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I love that. I love that. Um, Alex Casey, anybody want to make the case for Alex? Yeah, he's he's the best. He's the he's the number one character. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Really? Interesting. I wonder why. <laughs> I think everything that I like about Alan Wake 2 is in the character of Alex Casey. I think mm-hmm. because it's like Alex Casey exists in Alan Wake 2 as the kind of like crappy airport paperback books that Alan Wake wrote when he was a successful writer. Like this was his big series was Alex Casey. And so, and, 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 you know, the events of Alan Wake one are precipitated by him deciding he's like done with Alex Casey and he's not writing him anymore. Um, and so then Alex Casey is, is present in this game and is, Almost exactly Max Payne in that he's voiced by the Max Payne character. He's faced by Sam Lake, who was the original <laughs> face of Sam Lake. And he exists in a New York that is essentially the Max Payne version of New York. But so it's like it's it's Remedy kind of interacting with their history. But the weird parallel between Remedy and Alan Wake is that both of them as a company and him as a character are like bringing back this guy who they kind of said they were done with because they like wanted to do more creative stuff. And then we're like, uh, but the people really like Alex Casey slash Max Payne. We like need to bring him back because like people like him in a way that feels almost kind of creatively uh, like not out of art, you know, (laughs) it's whatever. (laughs) And, and then, and then there are live action scenes where Sam Lake is playing Alex Casey filmed on set and he looks into the camera and he does like the Max Payne <laughs> face from Max Payne one. Yeah. Um, I just think he's like, like meta textually, he is the most interesting character and Alan Wake is a game about meta text. And so I just feel like he's, he's the one. Yeah. That's a great case. It I is fun. Say much about his personality Casey. there. Oh, he's he's Max Payne. That's his personality. <laughs> it's funny that there's no Max Payne game that came out this year, but yet we have two Max Payne characters on the list uh, with Opal right. elsewhere. Yeah. And well, it's Casey. funny playing Alan Wake. Uh, you know, it's like people are excited about Control Two and the remakes of Max Payne One and Two that are coming, and I'm like, oh, they're they're kind of like in here. Like, if you want them early, <laughs> you can just go over here and get them. Mm-hmm. Haley, do you want to make the case for Saga? Uh, I love Saga. I was really worried people weren't going to like Saga because it's hard to introduce a new character who's taking up probably more than half the screen time of this game where yeah. the game's called Alan Wake and people have like, I love Alan Wake, oh, 2010, I remember Alan Wake, like, like kind of energy. But she's so good and like she, she's a really nice goalpost in this game because she's really smart and capable, which is like, I think really fun to play off Alan. Cause like the joke is like, Alan's not a good writer. He's not that good. He's not good at, at traversing the dark place. And then when you <laughs> insert saga, who's like trained for this, not to spoil has like some background story that also aids her in being competent in this world. Mm-hmm. And she's also just like very well-spoken. She 
is just smarter than everyone in that world. So of course yeah. it's fun to be here because you're like, oh, this is making more sense because I'm Saga. And then you switch back to Alan and you're like, what's happening? Ah! <laughs> you're like, you're confused. I think it's fun to switch between those two characterizations. And it was smart to bring her on, not just because I know everyone always says, oh, they brought on Saga to teach you about the world of Alan Wake for people who never played Alan Wake one. But I think that was like 10% of what she was intended for. Like she had all these other roles too, that people don't really think about. And she carries the last half of that game, like the last fourth of that game. I want to say like, she's the best. That's when she's the best. And she does the coolest stuff. And I'm like, Oh heck yes. Salka, you're the best one here. Like clearly <laughs> you should be doing all this. The best of us. I really love her. Uh, okay. What do y'all feel for slam dunks for best characters? Which we Wait, can up? I just lob one oh. else in there real, yeah, please. real quick? Uh, I just need to lob some more JRPG stuff in there. Uh, Temenos yeah, from Octopath Traveler too? 2. I'm sorry, Temenos? Yeah. You, you, to, you need me to spell uh, it? Oh, I'd love that. Octopath Traveler 2. Okay. Yeah. What, what's, oh, uh, uh, there you go. You're close. There you go. <laughs> um, he, so he's an inquisitor for the church, and you think he's going to be just this like boring, stuffy church guy, and he is the funniest and most sarcastic and most biting character in the game, and he's great. Love it. Sarah, you wanted to lob some? Did Kelsey have any more JRPG ones? Um, uh, that's the only one I'll, I'll I'll lob for. I mean, there's some there's some good <laughs> ones from Star Ocean, but it's throw them like, in. Those throw are in. those are '90s characters. Yeah, only '90s characters will understand these best characters for 2023. <laughs> uh, real quick, Kelsey, which ones were you thinking of from Star Ocean too? Oh, okay. Um, I still like I still like Dragon Boy. Oh, Ashton. Is that official Ashton. name? My, name? My brain oh, for some I'm reason I'm so sad that's not... not his official name. <laughs> Me too. I, no, Damn my, my brain for some reason wanted to say Addison, I think because we already, I was just reading it's that. And I was like, wait, name. no, what is his actual name? Ashton. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I beat that game, I swear. Um, just, just stupid man who gets dragons fused to his body that fight all the time. It's just a, it's a dumb, awesome concept. Yeah, tortured them. by these dragons on his shoulders that everybody else loves. Yeah, it's perfect. It is the perfect character this year. Uh, okay, Sarah, what do you got? We gotta, we gotta put Lazel in because I'll feel really bad if Lazel doesn't make this list. Okay. My ride or die girl. Yeah. My ride or die absolute queen. Um, and then Lazel gets Haley- like so, so much unnecessary hate online. Because yeah. if she, if she was a boy, people would love her. I'm throwing that in there. I'm Ooh, throwing the card in because Lazelle is such a good character, but because she's a tough cookie, people don't like her and it bothers me. Yeah. And, and then cool. I'm also like, I also want to throw like Jahira out there too, Haley. I really like Jahira because she's an older character. She's an older female character. Okay. And I don't know. I just really like having, I really like her coming into the party because she's already very experienced. She's like the leader of her own like secret society organization so she already comes in she like is like the only one who really understands what's supposed to be going on and she really helps you in act three okay i'm a a druid so i'd never have her in my party so i feel like i can change her i changed her class yeah i could reclass her that's true so i feel like i don't know enough about her because i never have her around she's cool though shahira Mm -hmm. love it um slam dunk time What's feeling slam dunkish from this list? I like Carlac. 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 Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Carlac over Asterion. Or anybody else. If we had, if we could take two up, I would say Asterion and Carlac. Sure. Or you, can, you can take as many as you want. Don't make me choose between my babies. One I know. This is hard. This is actually die. a very hard pick between these two. 
Um, I really like Chai too. I think Chai's a really good pick. Thank he's, you. He's 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 weird. I don't know why I like him so much, but I do. And more more games should have characters. So many games that try to have characters like Chai and fail. Yes. And yeah. so it's like, no, he, he's how you do it right. Yeah. What are we feeling, everybody? Alan Wake comes up. That's, oh, Coscala Brothers. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Jacob really made me want to say Alex Casey. It's a good case for Alex Casey. But I feel like Alex Casey, Casey is just like Sam Lake self-insert. No. And I guess like he is cool. He, he doesn't but, like, talk like Sam Lake. I, I, mean, I would yeah, be fine doesn't. with the brothers. I I think the brothers are fine. And Kyle Ooh. made a good point in that it's like none of what I said about Alex Casey is like him as a character. It's yeah. just him as like an insert. That's fair. Yeah, like the the brothers are the ones that like their personality sticks with you. Uh, I like I like them. And you're okay. you're just happy every time they pop up. Every time you run into them, it's like oh those guys. I love those guys. I want to hear what I'm going to watch um, their entire three minute commercial. My exact now. reaction. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd throw Saga up there, and I'd throw the Sign Man. There is something cool about. I feel like the sort of easier arguments are more of these main character characters that we have mm-hmm. moving up. But I think there's something really fun about the brothers in Alan Wake and the Sign Person and Tears of the Kingdom in that they are amazing characters that are fun as characters alone. Like they're the only characters where it's like. It is just their characterization that you're interacting mm-hmm. with. While admittedly, part of my love for Saga is like, look at this. It's really fun to be Saga. And they like did a great job, like to Haley's point of the fact that she can shine despite everything that was kind of going against her in the lead into this game. But I do think a lot of that does rely more on mechanics than the other like side characters. Mm-hmm. There's one big omission I can see from the slam dunks. Ati? I like Garl a lot. Yeah, Haley, you said Garl's oh, like your Garl. favorite character yeah. of all time, right? Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, Garl. <laughs> right. And Ati. And Ati, sure. Haley, did you finish Sea of Stars? Do we need yeah. Ati? Did you 100% no, Sea Stars? No, but I know that. I know okay, what we don't have to go. We don't need to talk about it more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do love Ati, but like that was a control moment to Okay, me, all right. There we go. Thing. That's it. super fair, yeah. I think you might have won our best character in 2019, but I'm trying to remember. Uh, he's amazing. I mean, he's a great character, but it's like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Any any glaring omissions from anybody? Okay, so it's like, for, I do oh. I do really like Sid, but I kind of think that like the game doesn't. It's like it's not Sid's game. Yeah, you yep. know. Yep, I'm totally with you. Uh, so slam dunk characters: we have Carlac from Baldur's Gate Three, Asterian from Baldur's Gate Three, Chai from Hi-Fi Rush, Ilmo and Yako from Alan Wake Two, Saga Anderson from Alan Wake Two, Addison from Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Garl from Sea of Stars. I feel like with this one, we might all just have to gut check and see if we have, an, like, who gets the most gut check picks. Because this one's yeah. so subjective. I, I don't have a big dog in this fight, horse in this race, bird in this sky. I feel like it's a Baldur's Gate character and Garl. But I like Garl. Garl? No I Alan like Wake 2 character? No Elmo and Yako? I do like Garl more than every character in Alan Wake 2. Wow. <laughs> I, like, wow. I like Garl. Garl must be sound lovely. Special. Yeah. <laughs> He's very I, mean, I like, very I like Garl. His, his, his personality is also like integral to the plot of the game. Like it's He true. is the okay. driving, like you play as these two, like uh, this brother and sister, but like your motivation through the course of Sea of Stars is like your relationship with Garl. Like That's he is point. the heart of that game. Um, 
And the I story moves because of his tell you character, to put any signs not just because of him. <laughs> yeah. Like, the way he is is why that game keeps going forward. Mm. Okay. And it is one of those, I mean... It's it's not a spoiler, but like it's he's he is the character that everyone, you know, in an RPG, like everyone sort of gravitates towards your party because you're like, yeah, you guys are doing something special. I want to join your team. They're joining Garl. They're not joining like you and the the, 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 the siblings that you play as they're, they're, they're following Garl. And what's fun is he has no magic powers or anything. Right. Like he, right. he doesn't have a bill. Like the other the other two siblings have like crazy powers. Like they're essentially gods almost. And then yeah. he's just like, hi, and like can cook a stew. But everyone's <laughs> like, yes, him. He's the leader. Like, and uh, no one says that. You're right, Kyle. No one's like, Carl's our fearless leader. It just like is natural with the way that they make him interact with other people. You're like, of course he's the leader. He's Carl. Yeah. <laughs> so what should be up here, everybody? Garlock. Carlac and Garl? Yeah. The Garlac combo? Garlac. Garlac and Garl. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a big blow for Alan Wake 2. Uh, see, and I love Alan Wake 2. I, I, I think Alan Wake's going to do well in moments. I think you're you right. Yeah. I think that's a great way of looking at it. That's a great way of looking at it. It also is more of a plot game than a character game, and I do feel like the yeah. ones that we've surfaced seem very, like, character strong. Yeah. Jeff, what are your thoughts on Carlac? I love her. Love uh, she her. She would be my number one pick. Okay. Uh, um, between the ones that we have on the short list. Uh, yeah, she's great. She, all the characters in Baldur's Gate, most of the characters in Baldur's Gate uh, are great. Um, but there is, when you're going around, like everyone has their baggage. And, and sometimes when you're talking to a bunch of people in a row, it's like, man, you guys are really draining me. And Karlek has her baggage, but she's still just freaking fun every time that you meet her uh, and you do stuff. I'm also partial to her because in my build, like, she's the absolute powerhouse. And so, like, what, she's, like, my go-to person, whatever, whatever. If it's a big group of people, if it's a super powerful boss, whatever, like, I'm sending her in. She's taking the first hit. Uh, and so, like, it is, it is a weird marriage of gameplay and character for me, but... Um, yeah, she's great. Haley, you're the most informed in this category. How, how would you how would you rank it? I would choose Carlac. I adore Carlac. Over Garl? I love Garl so much and I think Garl Garl has more reasons why I think he should win because of his it, the fact that he's so integral to that story and the fact that his personality is the reason for that story being so good. But I just have never resonated and like liked a character as much as I like Carlac wow. for a very long time. She just jumps out to me so much, and I, I I've been trying to find someone who makes a statue of her for my office. And I cannot <laughs> find anyone who makes it. Like, I don't seek out gaming statues. Like I don't do that. But I'm like Carlac statue Etsy. Please, someone, and they only sell them if you paint them yourself. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, that's how much I like this character. I'm like having problems. You're gonna learn how to paint. Yeah. You're gonna like weld it yourself from stone. You know. Well, you could paint it by just printer. wearing a lot of red lipstick, and then it would kind of paint itself. <laughs> I'll just smear lipstick on it and kiss it every day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bold take. I mean, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball, and that we can't have two Baldur's Gate three characters up here. Like. Haley, again, you're the most informed. Like, do you think Asterian is a better character than Garl? Are we doing Asterian dirty? I love Asterian, but I li- I think I like Garl and what he does more than Asterian. But I adore Asterian. I I love him, love him, love him. Like, I that doesn't ah, I love th- this is such a good year for game characters. Ah. I'm They're sorry, good. Asterian. You just you're not making the cut. 
It's just that his he's so funny. He's like genuinely hilarious. Like, Garl or Asterian? Asterian. Okay. Garl's not Garl's cute. He's not really funny. Asterian's so <laughs> funny. Like I wish he was my friend downtown with me and like when people walked by, he just like has these chirps nonstop and I'm dying laughing. Like I want him to be my friend. But I want to date Carlac, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the issue is like Carlac has a better personality, but Asterion has like the more compelling story. Ooh, yeah. Okay. In Baldur's Gate Three, I still think Carlac on top. She's a like she's the first time that I feel like I've actually genuinely wanted to be friends with a video game character. Whoa. Hands down, she's incredible. But Asterion has a very like you know he kind of comes in with like the most baggage out of everyone except for maybe Shadowheart. Um, he's the personality and, higher for sure. Yeah, for sure. But it's like his entire arc. <laughs> in act three when you go and you sort of like he has to sort of like come to reality moment where he has to make a choice it's like do i want to be evil do i want to be good and like you have to kind of like raise him right throughout the game to make sure he makes good choices but i don't know he definitely has more but like in-game story that's better because like carlox is okay but she never really has a payoff but she is the better i don't know i'm torn moment to moment i like her more but asterian's so good. We also have the picture entry of Leon Kennedy, who's just being dragged down to the pits of nowhere. Well, that's just there for fun. Like, oh, the vi- it's a nice okay. visual. It is nice to look at him, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like, that's like, leave it up just there. overseeing. Yeah. Stop me if I'm wrong, everybody. Is this list for best character Carlac as the maximum entry and Garl as the minimum entry? Works for me. I think I just like that our combined, like, they've got like a celebrity name. That you can combine them with, <laughs> right, like they're garlic. Ready to go. Yeah, it's, they're, it they're smells like, or it sounds like garlic too. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is good to eat. There's no doubt. That feels right. Carlac, congratulations, our winner for best character of 2023, Yay. and Garl as the runner-up. That's sweet. That is sweet. And Asterian as the runner-runner up, so close, millimeter away. Yeah, millimeter Honor away. Mention. There's no yeah. doubt he's a miscongeniality. Asterian. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right. The best moment of 2023 this is the category we're working with here everybody uh go ahead and just put it on there yeah. and go ahead and bold it uh herald of darkness from alan wake yep. 2 okay <laughs> actually could you on. just put it as maximum thing just put it up there at number one yeah. okay alan wake 2 herald of darkness you okay. can just bold it now you can just bold it now <laughs> it does seem bold okay okay some time. uh what else we throw uh, on this okay. list before we unpack about, it uh, if we're doing this let's put this on here and bold it as well uh the end of like a dragon Gaiden. okay the man who erased his name like a oh, we're done now i guess those I have no choice but to believe you two bold ones. said this was gonna be long interesting <laughs> um the uh gosh how do i say this in a non-spoiler way the spider-man 2 after you get the spider bots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love oh, it. interesting. Spider okay. bots resolution. That's a, yes. that's a cool choice. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. I think we said it earlier about the Piranha Parade. Moment yes. Moment from Wonder. Mm-hmm. Piranha oh, yeah. Parade from Mario Wonder. And then the Baldur's Gate 3 House of Hope. Ooh, okay. Mm. Baldur's. We're just writing down shorthands for now, and then we'll unpack them here as they're slam dunky. House of Hope. Rex's right. entrance in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed DLC. Oh, Rex's, uh, Rex's Can you explain entrance? that, Kelsey? It's not, if it's an introduction, I'm sure it's not a spoiler. Um, well, I thought we were unpacking them after we've... Oh, sorry. But I, I think, I'm okay, curious. 
I can do a quick one. He he shows up in a really cool way to save someone's life, and you don't like you're not expecting to see him, and then all of a sudden he's there and he's being awesome, and he drops the line that he says while attacking constantly in Xenoblade Chronicles Yes, he he's just like I'll show him a thing or three, except he's like a buff old man now. That sounds pretty it's, good. It's very good. That's cute. That's uh, Bahamut Final Fantasy 16. Okay, okay. Why is this underlined already? What's going on? Um, there's a formatting. <laughs> I was getting frustrated at Ben using Google Drive. Somebody else year. use it then. <laughs> uh, every year it's the first time you're using Google Drive. That's what gets me. Uh, the ending um, to Tears of the Kingdom. Like yeah. The final fight. Final fight sequence. Final confrontation. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Um, also, uh, getting the Master Sword. And all that, all the implications yeah. therein. Okay. Mm. Okay. And and discovering the depths. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was on my list too. I feel like we had. This is not disqualifying it, but I f- did. I feel like this was a big thing for us last year with Ellen Ring. Is like discovering just how big the underworld is, and it's funny that it's like. Well, yeah, that was, that was like the number one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, go it's, underground. Every game, go underground. Secret. Yeah, you, Pikmin Four. I, when you I went mean, underground, it's like that's great. <laughs> I, I do feel like it was especially cool in this one because no one knew it was coming. I mean, I guess no one knew it was coming in Elden Ring either, but this felt like a very like a very cool thing for Nintendo to not reveal ahead of time. Yes, um, yes. And I don't know if I'm the only one, but uh, I definitely, like, I saw the glowing red hole and I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to go down there. So it took me an extra long time yeah. to, like, even understand that that was a place I should go. And then when I discovered that, it was it was extremely cool because it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like an elevator that went down. It was like, that looks bad. I shouldn't go there. <laughs> I think, too, the way the map mirrors the above underground yeah. mm. is also very rad. So cool. Uh, Spider-Man 2 Black Cat is fun. <laughs> Black Cat's <laughs> fun yeah. powers, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, um, and, and the glimpses therein. Yeah. I was I was gonna name something else in Spider Man Two, but I realized it's more of like a series of missions. So I'm like, that's not really a moment. Oh, okay. Sorry. What about the Sandman fight? I think that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Initial yeah. the opening one. They clearly put like a third of the budget in that one fight. It's, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is yeah. an awesome opening. I was like, is sure. it gonna get better than this? And it doesn't really actually. Uh, yeah. for that. <laughs> Boss fights. Uh, the the werewolf fight in Hi Fi Rush. Yes. Oh, With the. Uh, Beethoven's the, Fifth the, or whatever. Like the Scrooge McDuck room. Oh, God, it's so good. Um, werewolf fight. Um, uh, pineapple on pizza. <laughs> it kind of I, is I just, down just like thing. one moment. Yeah, I guess we're going to pass just, it later. Just the bit. Like, <laughs> right. what is the joke? The bit. Um, other stuff we should throw. Oh, this is tiny. Uh, Jacob, hopefully you can back me up on this as being the number one moment of the year. Um, when you're on the island in Resident Evil 4 and then the helicopter comes in and just like unloads and kills all of those enemies in front of you and it feels like a complete lifesaver. Sure. Okay, number one. Wow. Resident Evil 4 I also helicopter. like putting moments from 2004. Yeah, that's bah. why I did <laughs> Wow. I, was that moment in the original? Yeah. yeah. Exactly uh, my point. It was. Ben, it was. Good. Uh, good. Okay, I know. Good then, I know this is now. one that no one else has played. Uh, the big head in the utility room. That the game uh, is called Utility okay. Room. Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> the big head. Okay. Uh, uh, the, the, the last the, line the, of Alan Wake Two. 
Last line of Alamo. No Haley. Straight to jail. Hell yes. No, I love it. Dumbest. Push that up to dumbest thing. (laughs) Straight to jail to be the warden of it. I say. Should, Thank you, we, I, I don't. I don't want to interrupt the format, but no. if we're putting things on here that we know, like, are not going to win, should we do like a short sure. explanation of it? Because I feel like it would be a bummer to like yeah. not hear about some of this. stuff. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What, do you want to explain Big Head and Utility Room? Or is that the one you're thinking? Uh, sure. Of? And I was also thinking pineapple on pizza. Spoilers for Utility Room for a small moment of it, I suppose. <laughs> Here we go. The the Utility Room is a VR game uh, where you are just confronted with really big stuff, and there's a section where you're walking through a canyon and nothing's there, and then like literally a mile away, you see an Easter Island head that is like. 800 feet tall and it just comes at you and it's moving faster than you can move and eventually you can either run past it or when i first did it i literally like flattened myself on the ground and it passed like an inch above my head oh my god it's just like weird it's like vr just does big stuff better than anything and it's like what if we just put the biggest thing end of spoilers for utility room Pineapple on Pizza. Spoilers for Pineapple on Pizza, a free game that's like 10 minutes, everybody, so look alive. Oh! Uh, this is the cute little thing. You, you played it on Cream of the Steam, uh, Sarah. Yeah. But uh, it's a lovely, cute game with a very cute soundtrack um, where you're on uh, an island. It feels Hawaiian, somewhere in the Pacific, and there's just a bunch of people dancing. Dun, dun, doing the Macarena, just everybody delightful and all this stuff. And then you're exploring the island, and then you can go up, and if you drop into the volcano, which it never tells you to do, it's just something that like everybody who's playing a game is like, well, would it be you're fun? kind of drawn to it a little it's bit. It's at the top, so like, I guess, yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, I guess I'll jump in this volcano. Then the lava just starts rising out of the volcano, and then slowly comes down uh, the side of the volcano and spreads across the entire island, and everything just bursts into flames, and everyone is screaming and like begging for help and like trying to like swim out into the ocean to dodge us. And so it feels like a very classic flip of like very cute, delightful place. And now it's like, no, this is a life or death situation. It's a very serious ordeal, and the music's still getting louder and louder as it builds. Yeah, and it pans out then at the end to show the perfect ring of lava around the volcano and it looks like a slice of pineapple on a pizza. Right, And it's right. like, the whole game, you're like, why is it called that? And then it's like literally the last image. It's a stupid That's little cool. game, but cool. certainly... But it's also that best moment is just the entire game. It is. It's just it's a the, the, the game, The game yeah. is the moment. Yep, yeah. it absolutely is. <laughs> um, speaking of endings, we'll keep it spoiler-free here, but Jacob, I just heard on the aforementioned uh, Giant Bombcast the ending and the tease at the ending of Lies of P, and it delighted oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can get into all these things if you want to fight for them later. Another ending, the final, final boss fight of Sea of Stars. Like, the final, final oh, ending. Oh, okay. There's actually a middle point in Sea of Stars that I like to... We you want to put it on there? About them both. Yeah, what is it? Uh, well, yeah, let's, you want to put up Sea of Stars... Spoiler games yeah. real quick. We'll See do our stars. Quick spoilers, everybody. Check out the timestamps. Go for it. Well, I'll, it I'll the, do my middle part, Haley, and maybe you do the ending. Is, uh, is it the bread? Uh, no. Uh, okay. I, so there's a, there's a part in the game where you go to basically an alternate dimension. It goes it goes full Chrono Trigger, and you basically go to a futuristic world. Um, mm. And the there is this cutscene that plays as you're going there where you're taking your boat through this like space time continuum and during that boat for this like moment of just a couple of seconds 
your boat changes from a pixelated, thir- you know, 16, 32 bit boat oh, to yeah. a 3D modeled boat and the camera rotates. You've been playing Ooh. the 2D RPG the whole time. And as you're traveling to this like future dimension, the camera pans around your 3D boat uh, suddenly. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like this cool. like it, it especially affecting moment in the sense of like that the rest of the game is, you know, pixelated and you have this one interdimensional travel moment where it turns 3d for a moment and it's really it's affecting and cool and i i I really loved it i have a great anecdote for that i was on a plane like playing that on my way home and the guy sitting beside me audibly went whoa (laughs) because he was watching (laughs) my screen (laughs) during that Uh, part yeah and then Haley, you want to talk about the the ending uh, quickly yeah there's another really great part well there's the final final boss fight which is just like cathartic it's like yeah we won like we we beat the the guy and then but the, another part i really like is like the a way that girl tries to solve a problem like you have to wake this sleeping monster and everyone's like we'll fight him we'll stab him until he wakes up and he's like what if we baked him some bread and then <laughs> they're like okay so they use a volcano to bake like an absolutely massive loaf of bread and they like waft the smell to the sleeping monster and he's like mm, who you've yucky. seen the whole game it's just been sleeping there the whole game yeah yeah he's like this huge d- dragon on a mountain just like chilling and then when he smells the bread, he comes over and eats it. He's like, y'all are cool. Thanks for feeding me. I'll do whatever you'd like. To. I'm like <laughs> I like you guys. And I'm like, that's so nice. And I just really like that moment, too. Yeah, that's fun. Cool game. Cool game. Um, I don't know how to write that, though, and it not be a big spoiler. Or a final, final boss for Sea of Stars. That- we'll just leave final, final boss. Okay. That could be the best one. Yeah. Love it. Uh, spoilers over for Sea of Stars. Um, other stuff to throw on there? Uh, I can't believe uh, it took this long to bring up the Ice Worm and Armored Core 6. <laughs> Me either. Okay. Do with, we need spoiler is, gates um, to talk about it? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's it's the best set piece boss fight from Soft has ever made. Whoa! Like any, better, better than any Dark Souls stuff, better than Elden Ring. Like, it's, it is cool on a level that, like, most video games could not even dream of and it is just a purely cool fight it's not that challenging but it's it's unbelievable just because it's so big it's no it's not just because it's so big it's you have so it's it's this it's a you know mile long worm that you're fighting but essentially the only way to break its shield is an enormous rail gun that's like 50 miles away. And so you are distracting the worm. And then you have like the only person who's nice to you in the whole game. This guy named Rusty is manning the rail gun. And you can just see this light like growing in the distance. And then you just hear like, watch for friendly fire. And then like a rail gun shot comes and it hits the worm and it's like perfectly framed. And it is like, I, it is really hard to describe because it is just cool. Like that's all it is, but it is so unbelievably cool that it's, I mean, we spent on the deepest dive. We spent like 30 minutes talking about it. (laughs) Also ice worms, not enough ice worms in society these days. I agree. Yeah. Um, Hey, this seems like a good spot for it. Um, can someone just tell me what happens at the end of Starfield that everybody's talking about the new show or the new game plus, uh, so, is is anybody up for talking about that? Can we put spoiler I've, gates? I've up? been wanting 
to know. I I've been wanting it to know a couple times and never really understood it. So if someone could did anyone finish it, to me, it? That'd be great. but me, am I the only one that finished that game? I I read an article about this and okay. it, need, it did hold sound on, do like we need it the gates? sounded really cool. Okay, oh, let's okay. let's just throw them up. Starfield spoiler gates here, everybody. Starfield spoiler gates. Uh, okay, Janet, what the hell happens? Okay, I'll do it from my memory, and then if people can add additional editorialization via articles they've read. But basically, it's just like. You get to the end, and they're like, do you want to... You kind of become, can become a god, basically, in the game, essentially, okay. like a space god, I'm and then it. everything you do when you do New Game Plus, it's like, oh, now you'll have everything, all the memories you had before still exist, and you could, like, repeat into infinite universes, essentially. But also, the game <laughs> basically ends with a, like, there's this antagonist there's like these space people it's like the big mystery of the game like oh who are these people are they are they aliens are they from the future like what's their vibe like they like don't want us to get the artifacts but like why why don't they they said we we can't we're ruining everything why you know and then the guy hunting you is like oh yeah i've I've hunted you in every like kind of universe you know or the person hunting you like this is always like this but i kind of just keep going because like that's what we're on and then at the end you can do like a dial a persuasion thing to be like, why don't you just not attack me anymore? And the character can be like, sure, you can just go take the last artifact then. And that's also like kind of a weird part of the ending. So it wouldn't be on my list. I didn't like starting. No, this is different than I think what people are talking about with the new game pluses. Yeah. Um, Because what happens when you cycle through new game pluses is that the, um, the constellation who's like the main kind of group of people can be completely different, including, and I'm just reading this from a list because I haven't played it myself, it can be uh, multiple versions of you. Uh, You can meet the hunter who's already killed all of the members. They can be all kids, like the members are (laughs) gone, and it's only kids. Um, It can be, you know, like an evil you who's trying to kill everyone and has succeeded for some of them. So it's like... It's like major changes to the core group of people at the middle of the game, which like I don't like that game, but like that is a really cool idea. That seems like a ton of work. I thought it would be some like, oh, now you're God plus three, God plus four, like just going deeper and deeper that way. I think that's the quote about wanting people to play this game for a decade. Like, I think it is that like New Game Plus has like significant variations. That's cool. Yeah. Every time you move into a new universe, apparently. But okay. Uh, spoilers over for starfield great uh okay there we go finally ripped off that band-aid that's good to know um other stuff for the Are list you gonna play it now I, uh, that you know that uh, i'm starting with being at origins janet we'll see where it goes from there uh, <laughs> uh, okay this one this one sucks because it it just came out and i recognize that but the end of the god of war dlc is a, oh. is a top moment of the year and i, I okay. knew this would cause you pain <laughs> yeah okay um uh, i don't want to hear it yeah do i mean jacob if you think this is slam dunk territory we gotta hear it and we'll put spoiler gates well out. i i don't because it's like i'm gonna be the only one who's done it and so sure. i don't think it's slam dunk because i don't think it's one person and i don't okay I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's just like when when you play that moment and you get there and you'll be like, damn, this is one of the moments of 2023. Okay, good to know. But just to be clear, you're not, you know, we can take the hit if you think it deserves that top spot. You know, like, don't worry about our feelings about not wanting things spoiled. No, honestly, I I feel like it is similar to another one on this list that I want. Okay. 
it's not going to win, but there, there's a really fun, like, well, all of uh, Venba is about cooking, but toward, like, the last third of the game, there's this really fun cooking sequence where you're, like, making a bunch of dishes fairly quickly, but it's not oh, stressful. good one. It's almost like they're, it's a cooking power fantasy. Right. And it, like, it's so, um, you know, there's so many great things about Venba as a game, but one of them is how, like, accurately, yet simplistically, it captures the process of cooking this food and it just looks so delicious like i've never wanted i've never wanted to like eat a meal so badly in a video <laughs> game than in that sequence yeah. and it felt so like powerful and beautiful and the music's incredible so it was definitely one of my favorite moments of the year yeah that's a good one one of mine too without going into full spoilers for it is uh like searching outside in venba like that that moment mm hit me also, hard now we're just adding venba moments in the whole game at this <laughs> yeah. point but like seeing the glasses yes like in general i think that's kind like of the connected. glasses in yeah. general are like yeah um it, you know again without going into it I, I just really and i i feel like i can kind of hold this i guess maybe for 210 sure but there's just so many there's such good storytelling done like the story itself is like yeah it seems pretty familiar if you're used to these kinds of stories but just the way they go about it is so good yep yep totally agree um, okay, should we get into slam dunk territory and start unpacking these things in a bigger way? Who uh, Who's yeah. feeling the hottest about these, about what goes up? Uh, I, I will go first. I, I wasn't kidding about bolding Herald of Darkness mm-hmm. for Alan Wake 2. Oh, as long as you weren't Again, kidding. What's that? No, I'm just joking with you. Uh, so, spoilers <laughs> up for Alan Wake 2? Yeah. All right, which, spoilers I mean, Alan Wake 2. I, I don't know if it's that relevant, but I, I, I'm generally cooler on Alan Wake 2 than most Um. But uh, the Herald of Darkness sequence in Alan Wake 2, yeah, kind of, it sort of serves as like a recap of Alan Wake 1 a little bit. But you're, what happens is you like go through this backstage area and you get all this live action footage of folks like Sam Lake, the guy who plays Alan Wake, the guy who plays Mr. Door. And they're all doing a choreographed dance uh, to this great song um, like... I, I, if you watched the TJs and didn't play Alan Wake, you you got a, you got a sense of it. But like, you have to understand, like, not <laughs> expecting that and going into that sequence, and suddenly you're watching like the cast and the game's writer do choreographed dancing with little pockets of action happening in between. It was like the the highlight of the game. Like, it yeah. is. I think it will be Alan Wake 2's legacy, dis- despite it like having all these other cool parts of it. I think the thing that we'll always remember about Alan Wake 2 is like, you remember that insane dance sequence? And you're and you're gonna say, yeah. yes, that was amazing. I think they, it was. Yeah. They surpassed the Ashtray Maze from Control. I think. Yes, um, like, I agree. Yeah, Ooh. I wouldn't go that far. Okay, but, okay, um, that's not crazy. <laughs> okay, did. I think it's way more, well. Now this is a different conversation. So I like, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I think it's way more fun to play the Ashtray Maze and Control. Control and yeah. hey, I'm gonna I'm expose myself. Maybe it's because I died a few times in that Alan Wake sequence. And I'll tell you, when you die and have to run it back at the checkpoint, it loses a little bit of its luster. I know that's on me, but also it's they let me die. Like, Give me more of the flare. Give me more of the flare gun. Why would you hand it to me and it has like a cap on it for this section, you know? Anyway, yeah. um, but I do think it's an incredible piece. I'm, I'm totally with Kyle. Yeah. Um, it was so exciting, like having played that chunk specifically before review embargo, or like as embargo hit. And I remember, like, on the podcast, if y'all listen to that episode, like, me and Kyle being like, oh, I, I'm like, I got to this part that's, like, the best thing in gaming this year. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, exactly. And I also just, this isn't really part of the moment itself, but I think it's so cool how much everyone that plays it instantly connects with it, instantly recognizes it. And also, everyone was so 
generally good about like not spoiling that, even though it's like such yeah. a big moment and it is such a good example of what makes that game special. And yet everyone's like, I can't tell you because you got to do it yourself and, and seeing people uncover it and yeah. be into it. And yeah, it, it, I, it's it, so good. It feels like just the prime example. I mean, there's a lot to love in Alan too, obviously, but just the idea of like, oh, if they would have made this game 10 years ago, they would not have been big and bold enough, I think, to take a swing as weird as we're going to recap all of Alan Wake 1 in a yes. musical number that you're running through and dancing through <laughs> and fighting enemies through. Like, it, it's such a it, cool it was, little sequence. It was funny. I would talk to people who started Alan Wake 2, and they were like, I really could have used a recap. I have no idea what's going right, on. Right. And I was like, oh, there's a recap. It's like in the <laughs> middle of the game. And everyone was like, that's stupid. Why would you put a recap in the middle of the game? And I, I just had to be like, please. I promise it's the right call. Right. <laughs> like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Go play I, Fortnite. I think that section is kind of like a vignette of like what I love the most about the entire thing of what they're trying to do because they're layering on top of like um, the meta narrative stuff with mixed media stuff. We talked about this in the deepest dive, but it's like if you were to just condense that into like a little segment to try to explain it really quick, of course it's live action, but you're a character walking through with stage markings on the ground to <laughs> right. mark where your playable character should stand during certain set and, pieces. And the like the actors pointing at the place that you <laughs> yeah. should go. Yes. <laughs> this way. <laughs> this way. And it's like you're controlling the pyrotechnics of this show via gameplay with your new your new weapon that they're trying to teach you about. And you're just supposed to like walk through this little museum like set piece and just let it happen at you, but you're still controlling it. Cause yeah, like you said, you could just stand still and then the media will say, we want you to keep going. Please, please. And like point you forward. And that's like essentially what they're doing and what Alan Wake one was trying to do a lot of too, but they couldn't at that time. Like you were saying, Ben, like yeah. what if this came out 10 years ago? Like that was Alan Wake one and they did as much as they could, but like it really was just manuscripts and, and that kind of thing at the time. And then with control, they played around with the layering of live action stuff on top. And that kind of resulted in Alan Wake two expanding upon what they wanted to do in Alan Wake one, but in 2023, it's just like such a fun moment plus it freaking rocks like that song's awesome the song is good poets of the fall are sick they are amazing musicians <laughs> like i hope other people go and listen to the rest of their music because like i have since alan wake and i feel guilty that i have it because they're probably getting a lot more attention now and they're it's just, bigger like, than taylor swift fun. now what's that <laughs> i said they're bigger <laughs> than taylor swift yeah oh yeah um, true while alan wake spoilers yes. are up can we talk about the last line yeah please because i i i just think it's like it is such a in, in kind of the same way as giving you a recap in the middle of a game. It is wild to play a game and literally the last line of the game gives you this kind of thesis statement that retroactively makes so many elements of the game make sense. And things that seemed disconnected parts of the story that didn't really seem to touch each other now feel a part of this bigger whole because the last line is it's not a loop it's a spiral and then you can recognize all of the things in the game that have felt like loops and conceptualizing them as spirals which sounds very like vague but isn't because it's like we're not we're not staying in some place we're going yeah. somewhere is just such a yes. fascinating concept with like how abstract the concepts of the game is working with like it's you know the fact the fact that they basically have something that ties the entire game together and they literally 
hold back until the last line to like deliver it even though they do say it at the end of right, no time you right know. right uh you know but but still it's just like i i love that the game gives you a thesis statement but it's not something that's kind of like okay dummy now we're going to explain the themes to you it's like we are going to make the whole game kind of deeper than you were even thinking about it with this new framework while also tying into yeah. the ending of the first game with it's not a lake right. it's an ocean yes. like to have that mirroring and to have it actually be a more interesting <laughs> approach mm-hmm. i think for you idiot it's not this it's this that line hit me like a truck on a freeway. Like, I was like, oh, I feel a little bit weird. I don't know what's going on. And then as soon as they said that line, I was like, oh, my God, of course. <laughs> and it just like all of a sudden stuff made so much more sense to me. And all yeah. the iconography of spirals that they've been shoving at me the whole entire game. And I'm like, oh, whatever. It's probably just a reference to control. Right. Or like there's even during our deepest dive. I'm like, what are the sections you can go to? It just changes it to spirals on the ground. That's boring. And like in the future, I'm like, Haley, you freaking stupid. <laughs> They're trying to tell you something and you weren't paying attention. Like, it's so fun to think of that after hearing those seven words at the end yeah you're like oh my god this changes everything and it's a sentence yeah i think that's so fun and when so much of the game yeah is like okay we're going through these loops but the environments are going to be changing slowly like you know my one of my favorite moments from alan wake 2 is is when you're in that loop and you're in the theater and then it's that weird scene where Sam Lake, I'm trying to remember which version of Alex Casey this is. When Sam Lake, like the actor portraying Alex Casey, I have that right, right? When he's like tied up and he has the deer mask on, you don't know it's him. And it's just that weird moment too, where he's like trying to guide you on how to make progress. Like just whatever you do, don't go get the knife. Don't go get the knife over there. And it's like, okay, I guess I have to go get the knife. I'm just a sucker for those video game moments of like, I know there's this thing I have to do, but I really don't want to do it. A little ending of Metal Gear Solid 3 style, yeah. you know? But like that... I've been taught this via video games for decades. Right. But that I shouldn't do it anymore? Yes, but in that larger picture too, of just like, okay, yeah, you're not just looping through this environment over and over again. It is a spiral because things are changing ever so slowly over time, but... Yeah. Um, uh, more Alan Wake 2 thoughts? Okay. Sarah, are you enjoying going back to this? Um, Welcome back, Sarah. Yeah, I'm really enjoying reliving the deepest dive, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have one that? Uh, okay, end of spoilers for Alan Wake 2. Um, okay. Uh, I would love to hear about the ending of Like a Dragon Gaiden. No, sure. All right, spoiler yeah, gates it, up it for sh- this whole thing. It, yeah, it should. it's quicker. <laughs> Here we go. I would say, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, Kyle, do you want to introduce this? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think we're kind of in the same boat. It's like I don't really know Joryu Kiryu very well, um, so this is my introduction to him. And the whole game is very much like there's this orphan, these orphans that he saved, and they're set up in this um, orphanage. And the whole game, everything he's doing is to make sure that they're okay. And at the and, end, and at the well, at the at the end of Yakuza Six, he. He essentially he's he's dead. He's faking his own death to protect them. And so he is he can never see them again. He can never enter their lives like to make sure they're safe. He has to completely separate himself from them. Yeah, Yeah, it's a sacrifice that he made. And they do a good job of like explaining that to someone like me who hasn't played six. But the end of the game and Jacob, you might have to help me with this on the details. Exactly. They they basically set up like a camera on Kuryu's fake grave to sort of like keep an eye on things to make sure he sticks to what he's doing and the a lot of the kids who have gotten older go visit the grave and they notice the camera 
and they sort of just they don't really know why it's there or what it's doing but they they sort of it, it it's a little maybe a little cheesy but they just sort of figure out they they take it as an opportunity to talk to Kiryu even oh, though they, they believe that okay. he's dead and so they're explaining their lives and this is what I'm doing this is my job now I'm so glad you saved me Kiryu and the sequence I'm, I'm actually kind of like getting like feeling it now yeah. as no I'm like it. I'm getting chills hearing yeah. you describe it <laughs> it's him like just looking at an iPad watching these videos and just absolutely sobbing Oof. like sobbing and like the animation is really good in that his tears are like leaking all over the iPad. Oh man. And it was absolutely affecting. Like, even though I don't know Kuryu, that I, this is the only time I've spent with him, which is what, like 15, 20 hours or something like that. It totally hit me. And I found myself like, yeah. like tearing up because it was just like so affecting to see him be successful at the thing that he sacrificed to do. Right. Like, I'm going to yeah. save, I'm going to, I'm going to die to save these kids. And it worked. And he got to see that happen. Oh, and that's and, amazing. And just, yeah. So it's like, it's not a live feed. Like it's a recorded thing. And it's just, it's like at the end of the mission, he successfully does what like the people who hired him wanted him to do. And they give him this as a reward. And you kind of, you see like his, you know, he's you just see the iPad and you see like his back and you can kind of see him like beginning to shake. And and then you it like it, it can't be overemphasized. Like he is crying harder than any video game character has ever cried. <laughs> Whoa. Like, it is it is like there is like snot running out of his <laughs> nose and into his mouth level of crying like it's. It is gross. It doesn't look dignified. He he like he loses it. And oh, it's just that's like, so good. you know, Kiryu is the ultimate like character who does not lose it. You know, like right. he is composed. It it is it is easily my favorite moment of that the sounds like so it, good. It, beats, yeah. it beats Herald of Darkness and I kind of don't Damn, even have to think that's about wild. it. That's wild. It sounds really good. You could I almost just go Google beat. it and like, without playing the game and I think you would be affected by it. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. You okay. Feel it. Wow. Which is really convenient because I'm not going to play the game. So <laughs> I'm just glad you said that. Uh, all right. Spoilers over for Like a Dragon Guide N. Sarah and Kelsey, come back to us. Come back. Come back. Um, they don't want to have the stuff spoiled. Um, hey, spoilers for Spider-Man 2. Let's put up uh, these spoiler walls here, everybody. Um, <laughs> just for the complete Sandman's opposite. Sandman's really big. Yeah, I really liked it when you're going through all those portals that Black Cat has with a magic wand, and then for that brief second, you're in like Antarctica. And then the you're Antarctica part record. specifically. It's just fun. I was like, they ate the scene up. Like once they did that part, I was like, because I'm like, okay, I get it. You made Rift apart. Right. Like, right. The, the power of the SSD processor is stronger <laughs> than ever. Um, but then when they went to Antarctica, I was like, you kind of ate with that one. So yeah. it was very cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, it's a cool moment. And, and then the do we want to do the other one? Please, too? yeah. Yeah, you get all the spider bots. Not gonna lie, they could have made it easier to collect them. <laughs> I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But uh, once you do get them, though, uh, you have like a Spider Verse Easter egg kind of like, ooh, are they gonna do some Spider Verse stuff at some point? And I don't know. Maybe. Oh, but cool. it's, it's just, it's cool to think of them doing something there. So it's like probably, yeah. again, I don't think it's the and, best moment in like the year, the but it's fun. The characters like weirdly animated. They like don't yeah. look like the rest of the game. Yeah, 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 it's in that style. Which also too, because there's um a Spider Verse suit. Like I know, like my partner got that scene wearing the suit, and it was like perfect. And oh, I was, like, that's oh. cool. And it's just um, I think why I kind of threw it out there, even though like 
oh, it's a nod to some game they could make. You know, it's like, okay, that doesn't sound interesting on its face. But I think what was so fun about it is just the surprise and delight of that being there. And I think it's a a little bit of a rarity for doing a completionist run of any factor of any game to really feel like it has a worthwhile payoff. I think especially narratively. So mm-hmm. I think I really liked that as a this is a cool thing I want everyone who likes this game to see, and I, something I think is worth pursuing, and I can't often say that about collectathons. Even though I like yeah. them and I do them, it's like, okay, yeah, you don't need to, but for this specifically, I'm like, did you get all the bots? You should go do that, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, so Haley, you're like looking through a portal <laughs> right into the Spider-Verse world, and it's a character that they cut from Spider-Verse. It's like a weird polygonal model. So it's a confusing. Which spelling ended up being quite confusing for me. Because I right. had no idea who that character was. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. right. That's a lot of Spider-Man where I'm like, who is blank? <laughs> you know, at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. End of spoilers for Spider-Man. Um, hey, spoilers up real quick for Liza P. Jacob Geller. Yeah. Um, they have... Oh, Janet's taking her off. I like it. Are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Spoilers, Liza P. Um, they tease Dorothy's ruby red slippers. That is, they (laughs) they really, yeah. Their they their next their next game, according to the end, like the next fiction is going to be Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that is so good. Public domain. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Because Wizard of Oz is actually like really Pinocchio. It feels like it's a much more kind of messed up story. I guess Pinocchio is pretty messed up, but the Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. I've been, I've like, been diving deep on Pinocchio. There's some messed up the, stuff. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it, right? And spoilers for Liza yeah, B. That's it. I, it right. doesn't even affect the story of the game. It's just a tease. So they just show Ruby slippers. Yes, and she taps them together and disappears. That's freaking sweet. Oh, you can teleport <laughs> around and stuff. Oh man! I don't know if that's how though. Apparently, oh, they would have to so. pay licensing for oh, the wait, hold on, Janet. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Haley, no! We're gonna kill Janet. Someone no, no, told me I, I, I kind of gave her like we're good, go and then we you got we kept talking, and Janet put on the headphones. So I, I wanted to make oh, sure she did. Yeah, no, 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 no. I I take the blame for that. Okay, but they have to pay for it. Okay, come on back. Come on back now. You come on back. You hear? I'm sorry, I failed by not being better at games. It takes me really long to play. No, no, you're good. You're golden. You're golden. So many hours. Early. And I only fought like two people. <laughs> it's so rough. Um, chat mentioned um, the Howard stuff from Spider-Man Two to like lightly yep. reopen yeah. those gates. I think I don't need but, to go into full spoilers for it, but I think the yes. mission with Howard, specifically flying, really was one of my favorite yeah. moments. Yep. yep. In or like you're gliding through the air, you know, like you know, you know what I mean. Um, but specifically that moment, I think was just so beautiful. It, it pairs really nicely with music. It's just you know. Yeah, it, I think it's worth putting on here, even though I don't think it's going to... Yep. It's not a top moment for me. It's not going to make top two, but it, it was really fun. Yeah, for sure. That's a great one. Uh, I, I mean, should we talk Zelda? Is it? Yeah, Zelda? hell yeah. All right, spoiler There's gates up for Tears of the Kingdom, everybody. Jane hasn't finished Tears of the Kingdom. For no. the ending of the game. Um, um, th- I feel like think of- so much okay. is kind of wrapped up in the basic idea of Zelda is a dragon. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. that's freaking cool. And that's where that you find the Master cool Sword. I mean, I mean, I getting the Master Sword for me, because that that's sort of that whole it's the revelation of what she did for you to make sure that you could like fight Ganondorf, which was incredible. And then just the whole sequence, the animation, getting into the sky, landing on her as a dragon, having that familiar moment that I love in Breath of the Wild where you don't know if you're gonna get the sword. Um 
was just it, it's so thrilling and just like uh, I, I love it so much you the master sword is with Zelda and she turned herself into a dragon thousands of years ago in order <laughs> right. to let the master sword regain its strength and in, to in get it that back, she thought was permanent Yes, was yeah. like, she, I'm never going to be a person again. And it's cowardly that it's not, forever. but she thought that, yeah. so I guess that's worth something. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you have to literally land on her head and pull the sword from <laughs> her forehead, and yeah. it's just thrilling. I, I, just, I love that moment so much. And it, uh, it, like, yeah. the kind of imagery of it, like, it looks like the dragon flies into heaven. You know, mm, it's yeah. like, it's like way higher than you ever go in the game other than that. It's so cool. Oh. It's also so end- wonderful to see the beginning of the game. I watched like uh, my wife start it and you see Zelda in the background in the opening of the game. That's and so it's cool. so like she's seated throughout and yeah, I love it. I love I, it. Um, yeah. I, mean, I will say I messed up that moment for myself completely because I was trying to farm resources to buy more batteries because the battery economy sucks in this game. And the best way to make money is to steal dragon tears and scales. So I was flying through the sky and unknowingly landed on Zelda. The Master Sword is there. Oh. It's just there the entire game. That's awesome. Wow. I love that. And that's I had, so cool. I had, well, I don't know if that's great, because I had no quest. I I had no reason to be there, and I was like, is this just for free? <laughs> for free? <laughs> that's cooler. That's it's cooler. Like, yeah. No, I, my whole issue with this game is, like, the story. They tell the story out of order, and they're just like, I hope you don't mind. But anyway, I pull yeah. the Master Sword out. I get the cutscene, and I'm like, Zelda? Oh, and then I, I literally when I did, they were like when they did the big reveal about like Zelda actually sacrificed herself for you. She's okay. actually a dragon. I was like, no, I know. And then it was so funny because it was like cutscene. It was like quest get the master sword, and then it was like two seconds, and it was like quest complete get the master sword. <laughs> and I was like, I, I've I actually got it. I love that because yeah. I, I, I continued spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom. I found the fifth dungeon while I was searching for the Master Sword. I thought I was on the path to find the Master Sword by going through there, and I stumbled upon a full-ass dungeon, and I completed it. And then when the moment in the game comes along where you actually are directed to go find that dungeon, it, it, there was dialogue there to account for, like, oh, you, you, oh, you found it on your own? That's incredible. And I, lo- I love that agency. Yeah. That you can just tackle it in any order. Like I love that you can stumble upon the master sword. That's I, incredible to me. I I love it too, Kyle. But I'm also happy that I did it in an order that didn't yes. rob that stuff from me. And it's that's such a fine line of like, you know, how would they have given Sarah a heads up so that she could have experienced this like the rest of us did in a way that kind of builds it up more and and like gives you that big payoff instead of just being like, oh, why is this thing stuck in this dragon's head? Um, I, was I also from you because you understood the ramifications of pulling the sword, right? At that where doesn't it give you the details at that point? No, I was like, well, no, you get the cutscene after you pull it. But I was like, yeah. oh, why is there? Uh, why is the master sword up here? Like, I just got up there and I was like, there's a master sword and th- it's just in this dragon. And I went chink. And then it like did like the. Ooh, I think I, I like, would have liked Whoa. that version better, but it yeah, does make sense for why you're frustrated. <laughs> well, by the order I actually of had yeah. that version, 
Yeah. And I didn't like sure. it. Yeah, that's so true. I, we that's, can't make you can say whatever you want about yeah. whatever you think you would have felt. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. <laughs> but she's I, telling I, you what she literally felt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess because I had something similar with finding that dungeon, and I loved it so much. But yeah, yeah. you're totally right. Like we can't we can't convince you that you loved it. <laughs> I mean, no. it, as cool as I, I, I also the, like I like the uh, that you can tackle things in every order for things like the dungeons, but not for not as much for the major story beats. Like, yes. I both I'm, I'm kind of with both of you i guess is what i'm saying like it's cool that you can sort of do whatever you want and stumble upon things yourself but i wish there was a way that was like eh, you probably shouldn't stumble on this one yet like it's not gonna it's not gonna be as impactful for you i have no idea how you would handle that's, that like, yeah I that's so tough um yeah I, I mean i like it in the master sword i think that final fight eclipses it for me because i still have a lot of the thrills of the music swelling and then just like the first time that you're like throwing off uh, Ganon the dragon and then your girl Zelda the dragon like catches you in the air and like brings yeah. you back to the fight like that is so freaking awesome and there's a part of me too that's like the switch can do this like this feels so elaborate for this old hunk of hardware at this point and then obviously yeah. the big musical climax of then recreating the key art of like diving down and grabbing Zelda as the music swells like that that just killed yeah. me when you stab Ganon it's like a nuclear bomb goes off. It's like it, it, it gets like very anime in a kind of unexpected way where it's like they're just throwing these like explosions at you that seem very un-Zelda. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually I went I was uh, Jeff and you streamed the end of the game and I went and like watched you stream it and it like. It, it, it sort of surfaced all the emotions I was having when I was sprinting through that game and was like yeah. playing that sequence at three o'clock in the morning. It was just like, just so moved and thrilled during the whole sequence. And then not, not to mention even fighting Ganondorf before he turns into a dragon and the bit of his, his, his yes. uh, health meter extending yes, yes. functions oh, on so much of being hilarious intimidating <laughs> and like it just i i loved it i love how they played with the ui with all that stuff of like when you save zelda it's like you saved zelda mission complete and like right. flash it on the screen that all that the last like i don't know was that two three hours of that game mm-hmm. was just like this wonderful just yeah i just loved it i just loved all of it yeah i'm not I nintendo to keep playing with ui it's so not like them to do stuff like that when they did it i was like yay like, <laughs> sure. you can let go a little bit we'll still love you i promise yeah yeah i'm not like a big zelda softy i i love Link's awakening and breath of the wild mainly um but like i i was tearing up at the end of tears of the kingdom and it did not I did not expect it at all. Also, yeah, for Jeff from streaming it, I was getting in an Uber with Dan Reichert, and I was like, dude, we gotta watch Jeff from play the Enter the Kingdom. So we like watched it again on this Uber ride, oh. and it was so fun. That's fun. Uh, so that's probably the moment of the year is that Uber ride. Um, <laughs> oh, so just watching be, Jeff from finish Tears of the Kingdom. It was really satisfying. Um, just to be clear, though, I mean, would is the group consensus Master Sword over ending? Yeah, I hmm. think. Oh, but it's hard because other people had different experiences. Yeah, to how that got yeah. delivered to us. Whereas the ending I, is the ending, you know. I think I would go I, I ending, like ending actually. Yeah. Okay, yes. the ending almost feels like a cheat in that it's multiple moments, but I do right. like it more. Okay, I think my master sword moment was like the perfect way it could have happened in the actual chronological order of the information delivered to me. So I really liked it, but I can appreciate how that would not hit very good to just like pull. I think I'm on your team, Sarah. Like, if I just found it and pulled it out and then got a cutscene, I'd be like, oh. I was literally like, for free? And they, they were like, for free. <laughs> Please, Malish. 
All right, end of Zelda spoilers. Get okay. Janet back in here. She's playing so patiently. We're good to go. Welcome back to the party, Janet. Um, hello. Hello. I'll be here in like right before Tears of the Kingdom two comes out. <laughs> All right. I will be Tears of the Kingdom one. <laughs> That's so. perfect. Uh, okay. I mean, that seems like ending of Tears of the Kingdom is a contender here. Uh, I do. We think the Baldur's Gate three moment is a contender. Baldur's Gate three people. House of Hope. House of Hope. Yeah. Over. No, you guys would never. I mean, I want to hear about it. I just want to hear more about Baldur's Gate three. Genuinely, I mean, should we put spoiler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, spoiler put gates put spoiler. out it's for Baldur's Gate. Is Sorry, this Kelsey. how? How spoilery? All the games were like, too long this year. If I okay. play this game, will this, this isn't be like ruin ruined the... for me? Okay. No, this is okay. sort of just like a side situation. Okay. But still, spoilers after oh, some codes. Don't worry about it. But it, is, it does come up in so Act long. 3. Yeah, it does come up in Act 3. Basically, the devil Raphael, who you probably met if you played Act 1, has sort of been following you around and trying to give you like an easy way out of your whole mind worm situation, you get to act three and you realize that he has something that you desperately need. He has something that you need to sort of like finish the, finish the game on your terms. Okay. So you have to go to hell cause he lives in Avernus, which is a t- like it's hell. And you go to his home where he lives in hell, which is called house of hope. I won't spoil why it's called house of hope. I won't spoil the fight through house of hope, but it's like a big heist mission. And right when you're about to leave, Raphael confronts you with what you have stolen from him, and the fight starts. And the boss music is Raphael so himself singing a Disney villain-style t- song in the background of this fight. <laughs> Ooh, like, excellent. if you look it up, it is, like, Disney villain. Like, I have... He... He killed. And it's, like, there's really not a lot of lyrics in Baldur's Gate 3 besides, like, Down, Down, Down by the River. So, like, hearing, like, these... Like, the fight starts, and these lyrics hit in the voice of the boss. That's sweet. And he's a Absolute heavy hitter boss, too. So, like, it was as he's thinking about how he's awesome, he's, like, hitting you, and you're like, oh, oh, your health's going down so far. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, hit, it's so fun. Is it completely out of left field for this character to be singing, or is it contextualized yeah. somehow for, like, oh, why yeah. he's singing? No, no, no. He's just oh, been kind fun. of, like, that, you know, kind of baddie the entire time, and then he gets a whole musical number. That's cool. I mean, no one's dancing, so it's not, like, at Alan Wake level, but I'd love to see <laughs> those kind of surprises. It is funny how many video game moments that we talk about in these revolve around music musical numbers like there's a secret to success i think for making a standout moment in a video game um that sounds great uh end of Baldur's get three spoilers okay there we go everybody we're back um this is a tough one jacob i assume iceworm is awesome but it's not hanging with these top three I, I i won't try to make the argument um and we already talked about it i do think we should talk about bahamut yeah, uh, kind yeah. of in the same realm as the Ice Worm. Sure. Um, uh, spoilers up for Final Fantasy 16. Here we go right now. I, you know, Final Fantasy 16 is just it's like the game is built around big set piece boss fights and this is the biggest set pieciest boss fight. Yeah. Uh, you you literally go to space and Bahamut starts to cast the spell that Clive yells would burn the world. And then you <laughs> yeah. like, you like punch through him. And so and this it's isn't just, even the end of the game. This is no, where they just should have ended the game. Unfortunately, it is truly absolutely the, best the moment. peak of the game. <laughs> yeah, It's all downhill from there. But like, it is, you know, like it, it seems like in the design doc of the game, like this is, this is what they wanted to do and achieved it because also it is, it is this kind of momentous coming together 
of like Clive and Joshua, like the brothers are able to use their powers together for the first time. Uh, but it's just like, it's just big music. You go to space and fight a dragon. It's awesome. It is mm-hmm. awesome. I will say I, I liked Ultima at the end. I liked that fight. I liked that. I was genuinely creeped out by a final fantasy villain. Like Ultima chills me. Like there's something about the design where it's like, I, I want to go as Ultima as Halloween at some point, like get like a full cosplay. Like, it's such a weird look. But then obviously in the end, when Clive yells, the only fantasy here is yours and we shall be its final witness. And then gives the full punch to the face for Ultima. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. And Sarah, I did watch you stream that moment. Uh, too. I was very excited to see you uh, finish <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, sorry, Ultima. it didn't hit. Didn't hit. It didn't hit as hard. It didn't hit as hard, but still. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Didn't work. It's magic on me. That's fine. Teach their own. Uh, all right. End of spoilers for sixteen. All right. There we go. Um. Okay. I think Herald of Darkness, Ellen Wake Two, ending of Lego Dragon Gaiden, and final sequence in Tears of the Kingdom. That's a tough top three. Does anybody have anything else they want to put up there? Okay. Jacob, you might be the most well-equipped for an informed take on this. I, gosh, it's hard. I guess Kyle, you are too. (laughs) Kyle, you're exactly Kyle's also played all of these three. I, I would pick Herald of Darkness and Like a Dragon. Those, those would be my two. I, I'm okay. Like, I would not be sad with Tears of the Kingdom you know, taking uh-huh. it, but like, like a dragon really feels to me like a, if everyone here played it, yes. there would be almost unanimous agreement. <laughs> I think that sounds right. Kyle, how you feeling? It's funny. I went into this ready just to put it all in Zelda, but like it was talking through it again, the ending of, of guiding that it is. I, I sort of was like, man, that really did affect me, but Man, I, I really like the whole end of Zelda. It affected me in a different way, in a more sort of optimistic, positive, happy kind of yeah. cheerful event where like a dragon guide was I mean It's happy. I think I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I, I, for me it's Zelda one, Alan Wake two, I think. You said the bold Alan Wake number one. That's interesting. That's, I know, yeah. That's not what I expect. Just, I, it, it, my opinion changes a little bit as I talk through these because I realized like as I was like remembering the ending of Zelda, I was yeah. like that, 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 this happens and it's <laughs> I, and it was three o'clock in the morning and I was <laughs> emotional based on the description hey, hey, of hey, like hey a guys, dragon. Hey yeah, guys, yeah. Hey guys. Hey guys. Yeah. Oh, are, are we giving Herald of darkness too much credit? <laughs> I mean, I look, like, I it. love it too. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's awesome. Maybe a little bit. But like, yeah. We're talking, we're talking about two endings that had people crying. Yes. Like, yes. I don't know. Those are such, that's an like upset. there's been an so upset. much more Kill emotional. Kill like it. I really, I really enjoyed Herald of Darkness, um, and like I was very happy during it as I was playing through it and was like, "Hey, this is cool. This is really weird. This is unlike things that video games do." But like, you guys, you guys sold me on like like a dragon more than Alan Wake Two. Yes, personally, and I already felt that way about about the end of Zelda as well. So I um, love that. I love bumping Herald of Darkness off this list. I mean, I think it's an awesome sequence, but I think it's... The joy I felt in that sequence. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Who wants joy when you I'm can have joy? Joy is an emotion like sadness. Why are we putting mm-hmm. sadness? And whatever. Oh, hi. 
I don't know what you did. Not, were you guys happy it, at Tears of the Kingdom or sad? Uh, no, it's, we're happy. It we're happy at everything. Everything's, everything's right? happy. Like, everything's happy. You can only have one happiness in the thing. <laughs> it's a more intense version of joy, frankly. I mean, honestly, mm. you know, like I feel like endings darkness. have an unfair advantage in this best moments mm. category, which yeah, I will Harold just speak out on upon. Has has such crazy emotional manipulation, and it's just in the like middle. They're yeah. not even concluding anything. They're just like, hey, you want serotonin? Here I, you go. It was the I ending for me because I didn't play it since. But. It's a fair point. It's like, I just don't think that it's <laughs> complex, which doesn't yes. mean that it's bad, but it's like, it's it, it, it's not as hard to make me feel like very, like it's really cool, you know, which is basically what I feel about Herald of Darkness. Like, I, I don't have competing emotions. It's just like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's fun we have two heralds on our best moments so far for the list. Um, Sarah, how would you, what would, what would your uh, one and two be? I don't have a horse in this race because I also, I didn't play like a Dragon Gaiden. Yeah. And oh, then, you didn't hear so the description either. Well, no, because I'm still playing all the Oxygen oh, Right, games. right, right. Okay. So that's so, interesting. Without but talking about it more specifically. If, I mean, I think I, I haven't, I didn't play it. I'm not going to play it because I'm just going to skip the game. It's not. I feel like that should be one of them. It should Is be one of them. Is anyone opposed to it being one of the ones? I would. I would like a Yakuza game to win a best moment, not even knowing what the ending is. <laughs> if, if I, think I, would, I think you Yakuza. would pick a yes. <laughs> yeah, I think yes. If Sarah had played this moment. She would be. It, it. It wouldn't even be a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard your explanation for Yakuza, and I played Tears of Kingdom, and I'm leading Yakuza for. I am two. too. I still think Harold of Darkness. Oh, damn it, Haley! But um, I like the, your y'all's reasoning for like a dragon more than I experienced the ending of Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> so I could put it too, but I will. I'm baring my teeth for Harold of Darkness. That is the ooh. best moment of this year. You cannot convince me otherwise. That that Should crap we, was amazing. Like just like put initials next to the ones that we like. How do we want to vote on it? Because it seems sure. like yeah. Okay, let's do it. Sarah, uh, so you're going for, you want the Like a Dragon ending even though you didn't I, hear it. I, yeah, I want Herald of Darkness and Like a Dragon. Is this the cleanest way to go? Let's just, I don't want to write all this crap out. Um, let's just figure out it, based on voting. As soon as you started, I knew you were going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, like... I got lazy. Okay, okay, so Herald of Darkness, who considers that a lock for top two moments? I can't vote because I... Okay, yep, I'm, okay. I can't. Yeah, I'm abstaining either one because... Sarah and Haley. I have... <laughs> <laughs> but you heard, I mean, you heard it, Kelsey, right? You didn't take your headphones off? Yeah. Okay. No, well, I didn't I didn't hear the uh, Like a Dragon one because I'm planning on playing okay. that. And okay. And I sure. fully believe, based on everyone's reactions, that that is up there. But, like, I just, I feel like it is best for me to abstain from okay. this fight because okay. there's one I didn't hear and one I didn't experience. So. Okay. I mean, who <laughs> who feels like Like a Dragon got in as a lock for top two? I do, even I mean, though I didn't I, experience. I could argue having your play. Heard what y'all like, said. Ooh, ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, but it's, it's only one person who played it, and well, Kyle too. hasn't, and he didn't. Or it's Kyle so hasn't. Yeah, about it's just yeah. a passion. Yeah, and like I think too, like to Sarah's argument of like, hey, yeah, because the thing should be in there. It, it might sound silly if you've never played those games, but like having played like a dragon and seen some of the scenes in that and knowing the emotional weight that the performances deliver and yeah. then your description. Like, yeah, like I don't need to have one of the, again, without spoiling it, cause we already did the gates. One of the comments that y'all made when talking about it was about 
how despite not having a storied relationship with the character, you felt what that character felt in that moment. Right. So I feel like it doesn't matter that in play. That's interesting. Uh, who feels like Tears of the Kingdom's ending sequence is a lock? I, yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, Jeff and Kyle. Are, so it's two and two. I didn't, I didn't vote for either of those. I think I would go Herald of Darkness over Tears of the I'd Kingdom. I'd probably go Tears of the Kingdom over Herald of Darkness. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we will be talking about Herald of Darkness in 20 years. No, we won't. We will. Absolutely yeah, so. not. And 20 years? No I way. Think, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. At least 10 years. At least 10 years we'll be talking about in Herald of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys feel the same way about the Tears of the Kingdom? And I didn't listen to what the ending is. I think it's my favorite Zelda boss fight. And I think every time that conversation comes up, people said that ending was sweet. Um, but it's, that's maybe an interesting okay. way to look at it. of Zelda. But no, Zelda fan yeah. seems... The fact that Kyle about is so into that. it makes me think. No, I was kidding. It's just joke. <laughs> can can I say something controversial? Um, yes, Kelsey. Like, I don't think a good like Zelda game has a good ending is like mm-hmm. a fun surprise for the year. I don't think that's mm-hmm. a. I, I think up, lots Kelsey. of Zelda games have had good endings. <laughs> yes, not biggest surprise, but I think. I think the ending of that game is a surprise. Again, without putting spoilers up again, like if it said, hey, here's the ending of Tears of the Kingdom, be like, what is happening? That is wild. Like that. But I don't feel like it, it has like a lasting way... impact on you. Like, yeah. throughout. maybe it did. Again, I'm just it asking did. questions. because I can't give an opinion. Um, I, I don't feel like it was like way out of line for what I expected a good Zelda ending to be. Yeah. That, I guess that that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm okay. technically abstaining here. I'm just. I. Here's, I mean, since it's a tie ball game, I do like the idea of it not being two endings up there for what that's yeah. worth. I think that's an interesting point. <laughs> We're all just so quiet. I mean, and, we can and, get our way. <laughs> yeah. So what also, if... Also, what, there's, Gaiden's a cutscene. Oh, okay. And Herald of Darkness right. is gameplay. Yeah. That's fair. So, you want right. to talk about the, the actual gameplay game during Herald of Darkness? Yeah, don't bring up the gameplay, Haley. Don't bring up yeah. the gameplay. Um, Careful. Careful. I retract my statement, but it's still an interesting thing to think about. I, I, I the game There was, was solid, a lot more actually. than a cutscene for um for the the ending sequence of Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, like one of the things that surprised me was how good that boss fight felt to play and considering what was going on during it, like that could have been a, a total mess. Yeah. Um, but the, like Hanson said, the, the help that you get during that, like really works both on a gameplay and uh, yeah. like story and emotional level. That's true. I, I do think. You could say that about Herald of Darkness. Look, I, I can, but I, I feel can like you get, you get similar help Herald at the ending years. of every Zelda game. <laughs> All right. Jacob just said something very important. Jacob. Sorry, I, Jacob. I, I mean, I don't, it feels weird to be the defining vote on this, but like I could my my line between Harold and Tears is pretty slim. And it's like mm. I I would be very happy having Tears of the Kingdom on here. And I, it, I you know, there honestly, there are parts of Alan Wake that I like more than Herald of Darkness. Oh, that interesting. I, that are that are harder to sum up in like moments. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's like that's. That's actually not why I think that game is so special, even though I do really like it. And and it is like 
it it is it is a great moment to be clear, but like that is the entire game is that mixture of yeah, like we have we have meta narrative, we have all these characters coming in like that. That's arguably the best example, I guess, of that in that game. But like all the door stuff, all the talk show stuff, like yeah. all like like that's that is kind of the whole game. Um, but then again, I'm I just want. Uh, he cut out, but I assume he was saying really important. I, I said I just want Zelda on the list, so okay. I'm obviously biased. When I'm is this argument. list maximum moment of the year? The ending of Like a Dragon Guide and the Man Who Raised His Name, and minimum moment oh, of ben, the year. That was really fast. Final sequence into what the fuck up? I can't <laughs> conversation. I thought no, this no, was no, no, a no. cakewalk, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I feel yeah, like I'm on the good. ropes. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, Haley, welcome to your first min max game of the year discussion. <laughs> That's true. That is true. It's Haley's <laughs> baptism, everybody. Yeah, welcome to hell, Haley. We all. My little jokes. We were like, "Oh, yep. easy." And then, as soon as we start mm-hmm. talking and using our little monkey brains, <laughs> we change our minds. That's how it happens. Look, it's it's all Jacob's fault. Like it I would have gone, you know, Zelda Herald of Darkness, but he came in with this sob story that like that is won true. Us all yeah, over. yeah. Like, we don't even know what this game is, Jacob. <laughs> we're focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle explained like, that sequence. <laughs> I know. Kyle was practically crying. Yeah, just but your box is yeah. closer to mine. It's true, in it's my true. I still think Ben personally filibustered until someone would talk Tears of the Kingdom higher on the list. I was up for going either way. I was up for going. I just like the idea. Oh, yeah. I oh, failed yeah. the panel before we've even finished our conversation. Don't, I didn't, wasn't fighting for anything. You can't pin this on me. All right. Best this. moment of the year is the I ending of Like this. a Dragon Guide and the Man Who Raises Name. And the runner up is the final sequence in Tears of the Kingdom. Great moments, y'all. Haley, great moments. You got to admit, great moments. This it's is a tough year, man. This is appalling. Tough year. Haley, you just got to fight harder. That's how I got Xenoblade 3. It's mm-hmm. number three on the list, despite being the only person it's, who played it last year. So. We've discussed oh. this not about fighting. About how much Ben respects. I said to make some mm-hmm. boys cry. And it's moment of the year, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and also, yeah, it just it has to fuel your fight more for Ellen Wake too. Maybe in the two tens debate, like you know what? I'm, yeah, Haley, why don't you fight so harder? Small. Yeah, why is it so small? Because it's cut off. Because it's cut off. Trust okay. me, in the overlay, this is the only way to make it happen. All right, everybody, the final wow. category of the day: the greatest work of art of all time. For 2023. Herald of Darkness. Herald of Darkness. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Oh, my oh God. God. Oh. Give me this. You oh. all have to give me this. All right. A hey. game? Honestly. As art? As, you know, as just, weird mixed media? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it's, look. A, it's a song. It's video. It's gameplay. All right. It's I feel better. I feel interactive better. experience. <laughs> Diabolical. Okay. Who else has got Another one to throw in there? Go ahead, Ben. Say it. Hugs. I got say wrapped it. up in the moment and say forgot it. Oh, yeah. to call up Captain. Say it, Ben. All right. Uh, double fine Psych Odyssey, the 32 yeah. part. Yeah. 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 Say the line. Let's see. Let's see how it all shakes out uh, before we start really unpacking these things. But what does this list look like? Let's get a lay of the land here. Uh, I want to. Th- I want to throw the Barbie movie on there. Great one. Sure. Fantastic. Great. Great one. Mm. Uh, I also want to throw uh, the HBO Max television show Scavengers Reign. Uh, really, probably my favorite uh, unexpected sort of television show of the year. Uh, quickly, I guess it doesn't have to be quickly, but it's it's uh, it's an animated show that is just if you took. James Cameron's Avatar and like 
got like super freaking weird and scary with it. It was just an abstract and like it's just this show about this fully realized alien world that's just like horrifying. It's like some of my favorite like alien planet fiction I've ever seen. It's so cool. Oh. Uh, Scavenger's Reign, highly recommend. I love it. Speaking of HBO uh, Max, obviously the real contender on there for the rest of the. Uh, well, the point is it'll get there eventually. Uh, the Boy and the Heron is something that Jacob and I talked about a little bit. Kyle, sure. have you seen I, Miyazaki's film yet? I really I'm going to see it in a couple hours. Okay. And I, so please, like, I don't. I, no, no, I have no, no, no. successfully avoided yep, yep. everything about that movie. Yeah. I haven't All watched right. a single trailer. I don't think I'll so be please. fighting for Until it, now. but I, I want to put it on the list at least. I, I couldn't okay. even explain it if I wanted to. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay yes. um, I uh, love that. The- the Last of Us HBO's Ooh, uh, episode yes. three, Billstown. Yes, yep. episode oh, three. Sure. I was if we're gonna pick one, episode three. We're talking oh, yeah. about makes it make you cry. Yep. I had to pause that like eight times so I could collect my fluids from my face before I kept <laughs> going on with that episode. We'll unpack That's it so for sure. Uh, speaking of episode threes, uh, Succession's final finale episode or final season oh, episode yeah. three yep. slayed me. Um, that is one that I feel like I'm still thinking about. Can can we uh because this greatest work of our of all time, can we do the score to that the final season of Succession? Just Nicholas <laughs> Bretel's score. Yeah. Because I like I like that more than any individual episode. Succession's score for season three. Absolutely. Um they get us out of TV world. Uh the Las Vegas Sphere. <laughs> yes! Greatest Ooh, work of our yes! time. Yes. Oh, so we finally have well. one of the wonders of the world right, right here in America. Eat our butts, <laughs> yeah. Double Fine Psych Odyssey. Absolutely. I, don't know how I feel about that thing, honestly. It it seems I like love a, a blight sometimes. Th- that's how Does you know it it's signify art. signify the fall of the Republic? Yes. But I <laughs> yeah. love that's it. what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they can make it look like a big pumpkin. It's freaking yeah, cool. Yeah. I like the little emoji face that it makes. I saw a little smiley face putting on a sweater yesterday. Yeah. It was great. He was on like it. struggling to get the sweater on on the sphere. It's, it's beautiful. It's perfect. You go inside and you can think you're outside because there's a lot of screens behind you too. Like it's a wild time. It's yeah. It's um, it's fun. It's in, it's genuinely engaging. Like every time I see that sphere, it's like what is this thing up to? And I, it captures my imagination. Like <laughs> few like buildings ever have. If you want to count it that as that, like that is such a cool pick. Um. Going back to TV land, um, Netflix's Beef. Mm. Like, I just love that show. I thought it was so compelling and dark and twisted and funny, but also terribly messed up. And I like binge that and I like don't watch much TV. So, I mean, that doesn't really mean it's like so good because I picked it. I just happen to like really be engrossed by it. Yeah. I just, I realized I have three movies on my list and they all begin with B hmm. Barbie, Blackberry, and Bottoms. Ooh, okay. Uh, and honestly, a great triple feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I love uh, all those movies. Yeah, Blackberry. What a what a delightful surprise. Um, yeah. I'm a sucker for those. Especially movies if you like, like video games. Honestly, there's, there's a lot of weird little video game things. In there. There's a it's lot. Got the Wii Shop Wednesday guy in it. <laughs> yeah, he made <laughs> he the damn directed it. Yeah. And then what is Bottoms? Uh, Bottoms is this um, like high school comedy. Has anyone watched Bottoms? Yep. It's great. Yeah, it's it. this. It's yet. like it, it's it's like a this group of uh, lesbian high school girls start a fight club uh, <laughs> okay. in their school. It's hilarious. It's so funny, and it's like heightened in a way I love. Where it's, it's like it's like like a John Hughes kind of absurdist almost. It's like broad caricatures of people, but like a 2023 version of it. It is really really fun and goofy in a way that yeah. like. 
it's just refreshing to see a like like sometimes beat. some Scott Pilgrim energy in there too. Yeah, of huh. Just like like no one really is questioning why this is bizarre. <laughs> you know, I, it's really fun. I recommend it. Uh, another um, movie across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah okay. In terms of like. No, just its animation was like breaking boundaries and like breaking rules of animation that should make it look like crap, but it works. Like, (laughs) I don't know how they did that. Yeah, like almost absent any story or a character moment is like, is it the most visually compelling movie I've ever seen? Probably. (laughs) Yeah, I think about I think about that movie and the first Spider-Verse movie is like, what if I took the people who ran away from the train coming at the camera Hmm. movie, you know, (laughs) in like the the, the 10s and 20s and like said, hey, hey, watch Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. I like, would it kill them? I I don't know. (laughs) I don't think it would because they were just scared of trains, Kyle, because it was like the leading cause of death back in the day. I didn't really care about the movies. (laughs) There's a train. train (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, this one might be a little con. Uh, what's Uh-oh. the word? What's the word? Is he getting uh, emotional or is he forgetting English? It's just, no, no, it's just completely Convoluted? controversial. Thank you. I don't know why. Uh, so I'm going by U.S. air date on this one. Okay, um, great. But the prelude. episode of Bluey's episode uh, entitled <laughs> Space came out this year. Space. Um, I'll I'll right. double this. I agree. Ooh, what is this? Uh, it's well, it's an episode of Bluey where oh. this kid, the 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 little dogs are playing um, astronaut essentially. But then it you realize it's seven minute episode. You realize it's it's about much more than that, and kind of this kid dealing with like the existential loss of a parent and like kind of death and the afterlife and it's it wraps up like so many large scale questions in an episode that children will watch and not get all of those things and like i almost cried watching it with my kid in a seven but it's compact into a seven minute little cartoon about dogs and it's it like <laughs> it hits so hard yeah. out of nowhere um and and like bluey's kind of good at that but this is like the this is kind of like the one that's dealing with the most kind of existential things. This was the one the, trying to get an Emmy, but they weren't. But like, if you had to pick one, like yes. yeah. closest it could get yeah. to an Emmy. <laughs> it's Bluey's episode three. <gasps> Is that it for greatest works of art of all time for 2023? Um, can I uh, nominate the making of Karateka just cause I don't think, sorry, Karateka just cause I don't think I'm going <laughs> to, make it up very i'll try on the two tens but my guess is this is gonna go like it did last year but kelsey <laughs> last year exactly what happened is we had this discussion it said should we go here I said no we should include it for the two tens and then oh okay all right Atari 50 made it high up. okay I'm yeah forget you. i said anything i got you back for the future <laughs> uh i also wanted to nominate <laughs> twist. The, um this is financial advice by folding ideas oh sure um just very good like two hour documentary on the whole GameStop thing that like we lived through it and I didn't even realize how screwed up that company was and what was going on and <laughs> kind of unpacks it all in a way that that is like just mind blowing. As is all all are his all of his videos. Yeah. On on the YouTube theme, this is actually a video that um our friend Leo Mater, Leo Mater, Leo Vader <laughs> made for Nebula, uh, but the title of it is what I want to nominate, which is, 
Why does Gordon Ramsay always show his pasty white, bare naked white ass in every episode <laughs> Hotel Hell? Okay, Gordon Ramsay always show his naked pasty, his pasty white, bare naked white ass. Okay, slow down, in Chief. Every his pasty, his pasty white. What? <laughs> just, I'll just, just type it in there. Paste it in here. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, no, I think this is the best way to go about this. Yeah, <laughs> Nebula exclusive. <laughs> Okay. Other thoughts? Um, it's not gonna win, but I'm gonna. I, we don't have any music things on here. I'm gonna yeah. throw out um, "How Do You Sleep at Night" by Tizo Touchdown, an album that is, I think, fairly divisive among critics. It's very like genre mashup. The first time I heard it, I'm like, I don't think I like this thing at all, and that's kind of why I like it. Um, it's funky. It's different. Um, it's playful. And I just think Tizo Touchdown as an artist is definitely having a moment in terms of collaborations and, and projects. So, yeah, I want to give a nod to that. And what's the Tito Touchdown? Tizo. Tizo. Touchdown. And then Touchdown like football. Sweet. Okay. Uh, greatest works of art of all time. Um, so, Double Fine Psych Odyssey uh, is the documentary about the making of Psychonauts 2, which just. Uh, Full disclosure, all this fun stuff. Like, I'm not some wild, huge fan of Psychonauts 2. I love Double Fine. I love Tim Schafer. Medium on their games, if I'm being honest. Like, I like Psychonauts 2 a decent amount, but it's not exactly my favorite game of all time or anything. Um, but this documentary, I've talked about it way too much on the podcast, but yeah, 32-part documentary. They have the in-house production team, who are my favorite documentarians at this point, embedded within Double Fine. They filmed for seven years years over 5000 hours of footage it is the most ambitious piece of game journalism of all time um and i know it's bizarre because at a certain point then they were paid well i mean i guess throughout the entire production they were paid by double fine to be in studio employees of double fine but they still had a bizarre amount of freedom to show whatever they wanted in this documentary and just the amount of insight that it gives into how games are actually made. It is riveting. Uh, it is emotional. I watched it all in one weekend. Um, I messed up my neck because I was like laying on the couch watching this thing, laughing throughout all of it, crying throughout all of it. The stuff that they show in here from a studio that is technically owned by Microsoft at this point and the fact that they just dropped it all out there on the internet... Um, the stuff that they show in here is wild. I mean, like the budget process, sure, if you're a little bit dry. I mean, there are meetings that are extremely emotional, lots of yelling and crying in these things. I mean, them talking trash about other studios like EA, NetherRealm. You get to see like Matt Booty from Xbox come into the studio and have a conversation with the entire team, like the first big all hands meeting for like, all right, we've just acquired you. What questions do you have? And it's a tense meeting at times talking about moonlighting i mean it's just wild that this is released out there and it's a studio that microsoft owns and it feels like no corporate hands have touched this thing i mean there's a whole section where the producer is talking about like uh he's like if microsoft tells me i have to demo this game on an xbox i will say fuck you you i'm not running this on an xbox like crazy stuff in here (laughs) and then overall it's just the humanity is really what struck me. I mean, that's kind of the specialty of two-player productions is they feel like they're making professional home movies. Like, everything's done with so much love. Um, and it's just all the highs and lows of humanity of just a gigantic group project that can be so influenced by individuals and 
the emotions of individuals and the needs of individuals. And it ends up just being this 32 part saga about the struggle for authority and trying to do what's right and make a game in a sustainable way. But how challenging that is with crunch culture, dealing with their past in crunch culture. Uh, there is the lead of the project. They bring in uh, Zach McClendon. Um, I held myself back from pushing him for best character of the year, but in terms of like a person that I thought about the most this year Coming from a documentary or a TV format, like I could not stop thinking about that guy's saga of going in there like, all right, here we go. Double fine. We're going to make Psychonauts 2. Let's run up that hill. We can make it happen. And then as they say in the documentary, he's just he's fighting the nature of the studio throughout the entire process. And it is a saga to see um, everybody's struggles and how all these personalities interact with his personality. And like, it's just so wild to see a documentary where crux of it is a lot of meetings about game development but like to have a documentary this big that can include passive aggressive comments that then pay off five years down the road like just the amount of zooming in they can do and the amount that you can feel watching this it's my favorite piece of media in a decade at least like i cannot overstate how erect i was by this that said, I'm extremely in the bag for this. I've been a huge fan of two-player productions for a very long time. Full disclosure, I'm friendly with those guys, and we're also in the documentary a couple times. Um, but, I mean, I've rambled on enough. Uh, Jacob, I know you watched it. I don't know if anybody else made it through the whole thing, but... Okay, yeah, uh, Kelsey? You know, I don't, I don't need to do much more pitching than that, but, like, I do think it's worth pointing out. It's like, this genuinely feels like something that might never happen again. No way at all. You know, yes. like, yep. yeah, like the... I'd be shocked if it happened again, actually. There's no way. I would be be so shocked if something even half this size um, or with like, I don't know, 80% of this access happened again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just just the length of the filming period. You know, it's like it's only possible because there is they are funding an in-house documentary studio and yet give them almost no like critical kind of guidelines on what they can do it's just like it it shouldn't it shouldn't happen yes you know there's like it just should not exist and it does and it's just for free on youtube here's all of it <laughs> enjoy uh yeah that's it i am i am in awe like it's rare to have a piece of media that you just can't even wrap your mind around like the closest i can come up with is boyhood like the link later movie or like the before series where it's like oh that's such a unique angle how the hell did they do this and then this, I feel like, I don't think a greater documentary will ever be made about, or a more thorough documentary about the creation of a piece of art. I mean, it's just as thorough as you can possibly imagine. Um, then again, I know people bounce off. A lot of people bounce off of this, and I know I'm very in the bag for wanting to see Tim Schafer make jokes while a studio melts down in production stress. But goddamn, it just, it floored me in a way that very, 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 very few things in my life ever have. Double Fine Psych Odyssey. Um, <laughs> however, there was a movie that came out this year called The Barbie Movie that was freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, um, well, well, hey, we, um, uh, Ben, I, 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 unfortunately, I do have to to roll. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna mute myself and leave my camera on so you don't have to rearrange okay. anything. Okay. Okay. I would be perfectly happy. I know how you feel about the Double Fine documentary. I would be perfectly happy with that. And I honestly, Barbie would be my number two. 
Um, oh, can you also say Herald Darkness for you? So you can use that But that's 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 my feeling that I'll that I'll I'll okay. I'll, I'll leave you with. And, okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry that I have to duck out early, but you know that's all right. Uh, all right, Barbie. Family's thoughts done. on Barbie? I mean, it, yeah. It, don't make me defend Barbie. I think it's fucking awesome. Um, it's wild for a movie to be that impactful emotionally and also that absurd at times. Like, you know, I just rewatched it not too long ago and it's stupid to say, I forgot how funny it is, but it is funnier than I remembered even. Cause I think some of the deeper messages and things to really chew on will stick with you. That ending will, will stick with you for a long time. You go back and watch it. Like this is just silly slapstick comedy at times. And <laughs> it's just such a unique fusion. Um, but I don't want to ramble on about Barbie if somebody else wants to. Well, to clarify, we're done like lobbing stuff right now. We're just trying to pick the. You can do whatever you want. What's the word you use for it? You use the slam dunks. The slam dunks, yes. Um, you can lob we're more in stuff. Slam dunk time now, yes. Whatever you want. You can throw more on there if you want to. I don't have anything else to throw on there. I just want to make sure that <laughs> okay. I want to start picking stuff when people still want to like <laughs> sure. throw anything on the list. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so we're in slam dunk ter- territory. Yep. Okay, so we should probably put that double find a documentary just because. I mean, you just seem so impassioned about it. And the other people that watched it, um, you know, Jacob and Kelsey, you both seem to agree that it's brilliant. So, yeah, I think that's at least should be in that area of discussion. Um, Other than that, I really do like that Last of Us episode three. I could see it losing for sure, just because I don't know. I think maybe I've cooled on it over time, but Mm. it was really impactful to me at the moment. I think, too, what really makes it special is the way that when we're entering that episode... Should hang on, sorry, like, oh, sorry, 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 Janet, sorry, sorry. Should we put spoiler gates up for this episode? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, spoiler gates for Last of Us TV show, everybody. Go ahead. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> feels so gross with this, entering the episode in Billstown, uh, I guess also light spoilers for the game as well, um, but entering that, I'm like, oh, Billstown was one of my favorite parts of the game mechanically, like the Last of Us video game. I'm like, it was so fun. It's like so exciting. It's so interesting. I'm like, how are they going to do this in the TV show, though? Because it's not like you can have the same thrills. Like, I'm, it's not going to be interesting watching people fight a bunch of zombies by the bus as it was playing it. So I really had no idea what they were going to do. And they did something completely different with it. They really f- basically fleshed out what was like a note that you maybe found on the floor in the game where it's like, partner is it romantic? Is it not? Let's ask the people. Like it was very much a, not a big moment in the video game proper. So then for them to flesh out this relationship between, um, Bill and, oh gosh, I'm blinging on his, his name, the other guy. We know what you mean. You're, you're good. Yeah. Bill and his partner, like Frank. Frank, Yes. yes. Oh my God. So to flesh that out, um, it's so beautiful. It's such a, oh my God, I'm getting emotional just talking about it, but it's such a moving like love story that I feel like everyone could, connect with and i think they did some like beautiful parallelisms too, like their first meal together and then setting it up after like it was just so beautiful and affecting and i think it was a great moment in the show in that as i mentioned earlier it was such a deviation in their own spin and so to to bring something that not only like is good in its own right but also like almost elevates what the story even was to begin with like i just think it was so incredible um and it was a, a blast seeing it after yeah. like when reviews dropped people reviewers were like oh there's stuff in here where it's like oh my god this is amazing and this is the episode they were talking about and then to get there i'm like oh yeah if i had watched those three and then re- written my review i also would have been like last of us is so freaking incredible um yeah that's my yeah. thing on last of us i don't know if anyone wants to 
add to that too or their experiences watching it yeah i loved that episode so much more than the whole entire rest of the show honestly put together oh, yeah. like that episode yeah. i could just pluck that and i'm like that's the show like i just adored <laughs> it and i i love the concept of like what if somebody thrived in an apocalyptic situation and of course like i think it's fun to lead into like a queer relationship is what thrives when society goes away because society is like so horrible to queer people so like they kind of have like a meta commentary going on there it's like hmm. If we were to take away everybody that judges those types of relationships, of course, they would have a much a better time. And like that kind of plays into like zombies in general or, you know, whatever you want to call their zombies. And it, it's just I thought that was really nice, too. And I saw a lot of like queer people talking about the episode. It's like that made me feel really interesting, like interested in, in mm. this world that they're kind of taking that kind of approach. And also just the fact that the performances were amazing, like. I did not think Ron Swanson could pull off a performance like that, but he did. And just the fact that it, it took the, the media it was based on and time like did something so unique, kind of like what Jana was saying, like, like before they kind of, you know, they hinted that Frank maybe was more to, to bill than just somebody who he was surviving the apocalypse with, um, but they never really expounded upon it. And it took that kind of background thought and said, let's make this the whole plot of this episode and absolutely rip your heart apart and you will be crying, but you'll love that you watch this. And I just loved it. Is there more love for Last of Us Episode 3 than Barbie on this list? I love Barbie more. I think I, I love Barbie too. more. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> just want to be clear. Um, <laughs> if, uh, if I can argue for one that I put on there... Uh, I think it's fun for the greatest work of art to be uh, not just a movie or TV show. Yes. Uh, and yes. so in in that theme, the Las Vegas sphere is uh, <laughs> it's just like I love that you're championing this. Like you're like, it's the Las Earth. Vegas sphere. I, 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 this I, is I the Leon that. Kennedy's shoulders. Of <laughs> yeah. Which also I, Leon Kennedy's shoulders should be in here, too. True. I just think it fits the category, you know. Like, yes, I think yes. I, I because because the original, the original idea for the greatest work of art was what, like Hamilton, <laughs> yeah. Right? Like when it started, I just think it's like a kind of a TV show I saw, even that I really liked, and I mean, mm -hmm. it's like I I put them on here too. It just feels like that is less inventive than like you know whatever oh my gosh it's you know they built a building that's a tv and it like <laughs> is kind of hell world but like you cannot deny how impressive it is yeah yeah we won't deny it uh kyle just texted me and said herald of darkness was his new favorite he did are you serious oh, yeah. you have he texted me that too he's yeah. blowing yeah. up my phone actually it's really oh yeah that's a group chat with everyone but who doesn't agree with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm actually yeah i'm actually also in that group chat he really oh, cool. yeah this, i see you uh, there and to be clear this is the song or this is the part of the game or this is the game awards performance the experience uh, this the experience. this is me saying that this this is the greatest work of art because it is an accumulation of multiple different types of art. We have choreo. We have live action performances. We okay. have interpretive dance. We have video game gameplay. We have video. We have audio. And all of those parts <laughs> are good. And then they're it's all a meta narrative experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the meta narrative story. And all those things are shoved together into one package um, that you play and you experience at once. And also, it's good. It is good. It is I good. It I so moved much. it up. I moved it up. Real okay. quick. Uh, Spoilers for Succession season three. Um, yeah, the episode 
uh, when the when the big boy goes down, the father finally dies, which is something they've been teasing since the start of the show. Oh, sorry, Janet. Um, I like the fact that it's basically all real time of just like we're just going to walk through this entire sequence of what it's like for everybody in the family when a father figure that powerful uh, in society uh, dies. Wait, Janet, do you want to hear this? I just decided Succession? to mute. I, I can just mute Ben oh, okay. on my end, so I thought it'd be easier. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, just the part that killed me is like having it that real time depiction of showing how this family is dealing with it just allows for so many weird moments that felt rung surprisingly true. And you've never seen another depiction of like people mourning in real time. But there's that weird moment, Jacob, do you remember this moment too? Where they're like sitting around after they all learned that this happened and they're talking about like when they learned that it happened, you know, and why am I, Shiv is like, oh, when you're walking up to me, I thought that for some reason, I thought that you were going to tell me that mom had died. We're like, what a weird thing. We're like, yeah, that's what you do. I guess we learn big news as a family. Like there's a certain point where after the shock is still sinking in and they just kind of recap like, oh, here's how we all learn this news. Um, but it's just that little detail hit me so hard. Um, but just incredible yeah, performances. And they're all on the phone talking. Just, oh, my God, it's brutal. It, you know, the um, uh, there there are a couple good uh, death episodes of TV. Um, a, a season five episode of Buffy is is one of those. But it's like how like unglamorous it is that like Logan does not get to say anything. Yes. He, like, yes. Like the the last thing that Logan says is like telling Roman to fire someone. Right. You know, and it's like, it's completely normal within the show. He does not get to, like, impart a grander message. None of them see him die. Yep. It's like, it's like a phone call from his son-in-law, you know, and so it's just kind of like, it. yeah, it feels, it feels the brutally real uh, for, for a show that is so often heightened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, how are you feeling about this list from the slam dunk pile? What are you feeling is super slam dunky? Um, well, I have the DVD or the Blu-rays for The Last of Us and Barbie on my table uh, <laughs> right up there to watch. Okay. So uh, I skipped all those conversations. Um, I'll support Haley for Herald of Darkness because I feel really Whoa. bad about, about getting it kicked off the other one. Okay. Okay. This took a big bite of muffin, but woo! <laughs> All right, love it. I think part of this list experience has to be a little bit of pain, so I'm not going to support Herald of Darkness. Sorry, <laughs> Haley. Okay. It's, um, it's about the Min Max 210's true first time experience. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Which is just getting the, the thing that you love brutally ripped apart yep. in front of you. The most obvious slam to, dunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. Rip them away. Definitely happened to me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. Just I'm going to throw it out there and. Again, I can't bend over backwards enough to say this is just an idea, and then you all is say, shut up. Is this about Psych Or is this about putting three things <laughs> I, in the category? I feel like my list would be Double Fine Psych Odyssey and Barbie. I, I don't, I don't okay, think Okay, well, if we're going to be honest, mine would be Barbie and Herald of Darkness, if we're going to be honest. Sarah, that's the point, is to say what <laughs> yeah. you want on the list. Okay. <laughs> you're you're not going out on a limb here. I, I feel like Psych Odyssey is a lock. I think there's enough of us that are like crazy yeah. passionate about it that I think we're arguing for the other one. Okay. And it's betr- I can agree with that, having not watched any Psych Odyssey. <laughs> okay. Um Jacob, is there a reason 
Is there a reason you don't okay. want Barbie on this list? It's just like, I just don't even think it's Greta Gerwig's best movie. Oh, you interesting. Know? And, and so it's just kind of like, it's like my second favorite of the director is is the, you know, I really like it. I think uh-huh. it's very good, but it's like, it's hard for me to be, you know, it's like, it's not my favorite movie of this year and it's not her best work, I don't think. And so it's it's hard for me to, but you know, if if everyone else feels passionately, I'm not going to filibuster against it. I think I'm kind of with you, Jacob. I And I'm not, like, a huge movie buff, so mine comes more from, like, I adored that movie. It was awesome. I don't feel great about the number two being just, like, a, you know, a thing that is ultimately also meant to sell toys. Like, Hey, hey, Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey. D- don't you bring this into my house of Mattel. <laughs> Sarah used to work at Mattel for everybody. Confused. Yeah. Um, that being said, I love the sphere, and that's like <laughs> capitalistic as heck. So, right. I mean, yeah. Well, right. the sphere, no, I think, ignore my opinion, really. The sphere is an interesting pick. So, even though I, I feel like there's a, I'd, I'd consider that for like the men. Um, even though, mm. I don't mm. know, it's ugly, it's garish, it's super capitalistic, but also. Maybe it's because I'm from Chicago and we have the bean and that was also a controversial public art piece of like, it's just a big old piece of metal. And it is like, but the skyline looks cool when you look at it. And the sphere is just a technological bean that you can play inside of. So it's like, I don't know. There's something there. Can you imagine um, that, Janet, if they put the bean on the sphere? Ah, oh, man, I dare to dream. They can put whatever they want on that thing. But it, <laughs> anyway, it's a wild, va- very Vegasy thing. Um. I'd go Last of Us personally. I, I'm in the same okay. for Barbie. Like I, it's a movie I liked, but like, whoa, I, it's I'm not surprised. That, it's just like not. It just doesn't hit for me. Like at that wow, okay, super deep. Like, you know, when I think about too, like your passion for Double Fine. Like I'm more pa- the thing I'm most passionate about on this slam dunk section is probably Last of Us, and number two is The Sphere because it's dumb and silly and weird, <laughs> and it is fun to have something that isn't yeah. a movie or a TV show or whatever, even though it's. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm very passionate for Herald Darkness and then Last of Us Episode 3. Whoa, Those okay. Well, this order. is tough, okay. Yeah. Should we, like, just throw Barbie off at this point? Because... I'm surprised. To, you know what I mean? Just to, like... Start. I... Oh. I, I, I don't know. You got double fine already. So you I got don't, double I know. I mean, already. It's not. Yeah. It love. is yours. Don't even pretend. There's other people that support you, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, all right, Sarah. I it was I'm, Sarah's Sarah, like number. One, I know. Yeah, though. Sarah, you've so, been silent about Barbie, which I, is shocking I mean, to me. I mean, I don't consume media outside of video games. Just, I just do not. So kind a lot of, of these, similar, the only honestly. thing I've really seen on this list is the Barbie movie and then mm. Herald of Darkness. So I don't have a horse in this race. I wish there was, this was a more like either externally focused category or a video game focused category, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. This is I'm not, it's not on my plate because so if it was my choice, it would be the Leon Kennedy and Louise scene with the mm-hmm. chains from Resident Evil 4 Remake. That Sarah, would be the winner for me. Sarah, oh, when you say it's amazing. your choice, we were asking and begging everyone to submit submissions to the greatest work of our category. I would put it on the list. Leon chain scene with Louise. Okay. If uh, the sun is literally setting outside, mm-hmm. Psych Odyssey and Herald of Darkness would be my picks. I go Psych Odyssey Sphere. 
the you sphere. You are not the giving Las it Vegas to the Las sphere. Vegas sphere. Why not? No one's that stopping thing is us. That costing people tens of millions of dollars a year. It's like it's bankrupt. Yeah, that's what art is, baby. Yeah, learn to live with <laughs> what it. What are they playing inside of it? Like U two concerts. Okay. Like, yeah, the, and then everyone's going for the clout. It's like a. It's in an interesting. It's an interesting cultural examination as well. Like, there's some. I agree. The sphere is a vibe. Like, you knew who was that like weekend one of the sphere, and it's there's like been I don't know advertising issues with it because the seats, the way they designed the seats on the inside, it cuts off like two thirds of the sphere, so people are paying five hundred dollars for a ticket to see a bottom of a screen. Yeah, there's and something I, I don't know when you look at it, you kind of want to throw up. It's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we just do a classic vote between? Everything between Herald of Darkness, Las Vegas Sphere, and Last of Us Episode Three for what should be up there as well. Um, Are we only voting for more one? just voting for one? I guess so. Well, I mean, I, I guess, guess not. Yeah, it I guess not. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. we can put Double Fine Psych Odyssey in the mix too if you want to. Or how are we feeling? So Kyle would vote Herald of Darkness because he told me he did. So let's pretend his he's vote was his Barbie, hand. and we're stabbing him in the little <laughs> plastic back. Um, okay, Herald of Darkness, who thinks that should be up there for greatest work of art of all time in the top two? I'll do it. Jeffum, Sarah, Haley. Thank you, Jeffum. Okay. Um, Thank you, Jeff. I like it better than a big commercial ad ball. What about the Las <laughs> Vegas that? Sphere being the in the top on two? The floor. Okay, that's Come Kelsey. On, Janet. Oh, no, you're Kelsey, wow. Jacob, I gotta... and I fighting for the sphere and all that's right in the world. Okay, Great. and then Last of Us Episode 3 as the number two slot. Uh, I'll throw my vote away. It's what it means to be Janet. an American. Okay. <laughs> okay, so between Herald of Darkness and Las Vegas Sphere. Now, my only argument is Herald of Darkness had its shot. Not, we had three and you had two. What do you mean we're What? Between? No, we had three. No, there oh. were three each. It there were three, three each. Damn it. Oh, I didn't see that. Sorry. I got really worked <laughs> uh, up. Do, do I need to break the tie then and pick this big ass? Yes, you do. Janet, are you. Don't do it. Janet, are you breaking the tie? I honestly think that Herald of Darkness is a good pick for work of art if you're talking about the central premise of that game and the moment of being this mix of like 10 different forms of art together. I'm going Sphere. <laughs> yeah. Because we had a game, you had a game category already. Like, I'm I sorry, agree. you lost. I agree. Like, yes, I just have to be no video games in here. It's the whole point of having a non-game. Okay. Is that the point oh, of this? Yeah. And if we're going, and if we're going based on the song. Because that's related to a video game. I don't know why oh, Ben so excited to learn what it's like to work into a dev studio. Hang on. Welcome, if, Ben. It sucks. If you attack Double Fight Psych Odyssey. Yeah. What I, if we play Herald of Darkness on the Las Vegas Sphere? If we're going oh, to music, I would wise, vote for I'll that. Take that. I'll put that T Touchdown album. I'll take that out of the trash right now and run with it. Oh, <laughs> Who could stop God. me? No one else has heard it, you know? But yeah. Janet, it's truly I a late stage capitalism where a flashy light that has ads on it. <laughs> Is winning or just voting for commercials? Pieces. Everything here is a commercial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a video game is still there to make sales. I think you like, guys yeah. need to put your Karateka back on here because it is not getting. So you're telling me you go to Vegas? Oh, and my ass is not. I don't want Let me if I if I roll up on your Instagram okay, and like, you got the sphere in there. Right. I'm 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 dragging out the timestamp and being like, excuse you. Oh, I thought it was a. Oh well, it's kind of exactly. It's kind of interesting to look at. You sort of want to see it. Kind of interesting to look at is the greatest work of art according to these votes this is what the votes are telling us Haley yeah I mean I don't know someone fight for Bluey that sounded cool too but that's not fair (laughs) yeah you're right Bluey was cool Bluey was cool I would have given. I'm really glad that Jacob nominated Haley for being the best thing earlier (laughs) so that we can like do something nice for her before we all failed her horribly yeah (laughs) 
Janet, thank you for being brutal in this situation. I greatly appreciate right. not having to be the it's person that's like, for. it had its shot. In, it had its me shot. Me in the sphere. All right. I'm going to Vegas soon, too. I'm going to be posted up with the sphere. Great God bless fun. the sphere. All right. <laughs> Double Fine Psychodicy. Maximum greatest work of art of all time in 2023. Las Vegas sphere. Minimum greatest work of art of all time in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I will remember this. Here we yeah. go, everybody. That's it for the MinMax Awards. Let's run it back. The best thing. 2023 is Ascend in Tears of the Kingdom. Runner-up, Leon Kennedy's Shoulders. That was a W. That was an early W. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Uh, dumbest thing, Ben Hansen going to get his tea after the break. Okay, that's just for backstage <laughs> pass people, apparently. <laughs> dumbest thing, Unity Fiasco charging 20 cents per install, and the runner-up is Fast Travel in Starfield. Biggest news, the industry layoffs... And runner-up is FTC trial leak with micro- Microsoft and Activision. The game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play. The winner is Persona 5 Tactica. The runner-up is Darkest Dungeon 2. Best character, 2023. Carlac, Baldur's Gate 3, and Garl in Sea of Stars. Otherwise known as the category where Haley was riding high. <laughs> Uh, then best moment, the ending of Like a Dragon Gaiden, and the runner-up is the final sequence in Tears of the Kingdom, and the greatest work of art of all time in 2023 is Bluey, the episode about space. No, it's Double Fine, Psych Odyssey, and the runner-up is Herald of Darkness. Jeff, if I wanted to watch that Bluey episode, where, where would I go? What is that? Is that Disney Plus or is that HBO Max? What is uh, that? It's Disney Plus, yeah. It's Disney Plus, okay, sweet. Uh, hey, the Min Max Awards. There we go, everybody. Everybody else is applauding. Hey, when did Herald of Darkness go up there? Hang he on. He said it, Haley. Don't sh- don't don't mention it. <laughs> wait, did he I really just read it? it? Did Nobody I really it read it out loud? It's done. Did I really read it out loud? Yeah, you you read it. Done. No it's one else done. complained no. about it. I thought you did. What's it done? It's done. It's done. I'm sorry. I meant sphere. I meant sphere. It's done. I meant sphere. It's done. You didn't even notice. That's how it's not an art. You didn't even notice. It's been a long, long podcast, Haley. I'm not. Thinking My about what I'm saying. about it being the sphere is like no one feels good. And that's yes. how I like to end it. Yes. Like, I won. Let's get so nasty. This is how I win. Absolutely. Yeah. Who the, Jacob Geller fighting for a giant ad ball is like my favorite thing <laughs> from this year. Ad ball. Ad ball. All right. Hell of a year. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for watching or listening to this episode. Again, if you enjoyed it, you can... Support us on Patreon, uh, even at that $2 tier that helps us in a, in a huge way. I had a number of people message me on Patreon to be like, hey, when you mentioned that um, watching this on YouTube, you get .005 cents and that jumping into the $2 tier is literally 40,000 times more helpful. Several people cited that. So just a reminder that if you want to help us, it is a huge benefit if you jump in at that $2 tier on Patreon, even just for one month. We greatly appreciate it. And again, if you're at the backstage pass tier, the $10 tier, you see the full edited, unedited version of this episode and also the two tens, uh, which are coming up for the next two weeks, but you can watch them weeks ahead of everybody else. Uh, there are links in the discord if you're at that backstage pass tier, so you can learn what our game of the year is before anybody else as long as you don't spoil it and also there's probably going to be based on this i'd imagine there's going to be a pissy zone discussion at the end uh, where we really unpack our real feelings i'm here gonna be, i'm in it that's going to be exclusive By myself sitting in the pissy <laughs> palace <laughs> it's going to be exclusive for people that backstage pass uh, ten dollar tier if you're there for just one month um hey that's it 
for the MinMax Awards. We'll be back to debate the best games of the year for the next two weeks. Uh, this was super fun. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Jeffum. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Haley. It's been fun. And also, I forgot to shout it out last week, so I want to give a shout out to um, Jessica Starr, who's at the Game Champion tier. She is officially the champion of Gabriel Knight's or Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Fathers. So shout out to everybody at that Game Champion tier. Also, we have a poll that's up on Patreon. It's going to be running over the holiday break for the Game Championship. We get to choose which game we create bonus content about, rounding up all these people who are who have declared themselves the champions of games. But Jeffum, feeling good? Uh, well, uh, Haley, you shouldn't have mentioned it. I walked in. It was the greatest move I of all time. I thought he was messing with me, and I was going to say, don't you dare mess with me. And then I realized <laughs> when I said that at his completely blank thousand-year <laughs> stare meant that someone else I was so confused. I was so confused. All right, it's been fun. I can do this all day, and we'll continue to do it all day for the next two episodes. So thanks so much, everybody. See you next time. Be good. Have fun. Let's go. Let's go.